And welcome back to the weekly anime recap brought to you by Mikey RP Gamer and TRG David. We have a special guest on with us uh, t- this evening called Beef Reacts. Uh, how are you all doing, guys? What's going on? Wow. Okay. That, that was that was that was great. Th- thanks, guys. Was that supposed to be me? D- 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 no, that was supposed to be my my co-host here, but apparently he uh, he he doesn't like me anymore. Oh, sorry, I thought that was no, no, no. <laughs> screw, screw, screw you, mate. Screw you. <laughs> okay, well, just just to let you know as well, we do have a second special guest on this episode. Uh, my new microphone. Hopefully, I sound better. Uh, I do have a new microphone. Oh, it's done. no longer the shitty one that was connected to my headset before. I thought we were going to say Goofy. Oh uh, no, we do have we do have you, like you, fucking you, you, hardcore Goofy. Like, like come on. <laughs> you, you guys better behave and shout, or Goofy's gonna come round with a baseball bat and teach you some respect. Make oh. sure I work hard every day. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, we also have Beef React, uh, who is a anime reaction YouTuber who I, I happened across like two or three weeks ago. Uh, very entertaining content, I must say. Uh, just, just say hi. Is that me. Hi everyone. Yeah, you. No. <laughs> Hi right, everyone, how are we all doing today? Uh, we got Mark McGuire as uh, my enforcer, and we have Goofy as uh, my wild card. There we go. So now we know what his team consists of. We can. Uh, Elliot did age quickly. <laughs> which is, which, actually, if, if we're t- going by that logic, Elliot has de-aged. Yeah, Elliot has de-aged. Uh, I, <laughs> Elliot is like seven or eight years older. Uh, Elliot is, is not with us today, guys. He's been working Saturday evening, like basically 24 hours on Sunday and he worked this morning so the, the boy needs his rest he's he's like death right now no. um, and, and I can relate being like death. <laughs> I can completely relate I've got the COVID I'm not in a good way I uh you, yeah I, you're lucky it's happening today guys <laughs> well even if Mike wasn't going to be here uh you know I was going to be here I had a, I had a spare, a spare co-host in beef uh who we've been chatting to for the past like two days uh who to be honest, I th- this has gelled quite well with us, so even if Mike wasn't here, we still would have had a good podcast. Been vibey. Been some good vibes. <sighs> so, uh, does Tav even have OBS to be here? Uh, I do have OBS. Uh, I don't have a camera, but I have OBS. Um, I mean, he has so... OBS. Whether his PC could run it is a different story. No, I, mean, I, 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 I streamed. I've streamed before. Oh, God. Um, running OBS and like a high-quality game at the same time is, is a different matter. But considering my PC is, like, severely outdated, uh, I can just about do a normal stream. Uh, so, yeah, also, uh, something else to note is we d- we've changed up the format slightly this week. So we've sort of grouped some of the reviews together, uh, and we're going to uh, cut them up or separate them with, like, the segments that we normally all put at the end in between each section. Just to break it up so it's not just a giant clog of reviews all at once. Uh, and especially with having a new guest here as well. They're going to sit here for like an hour doing fuck all because there's so many animes to review. So it helps sort of break it up as well. Yeah. Okay, uh. well come on now, Star. Just just because on the website it's got the word co, I'm the same level as Mike, okay? Come on now. Hey, hey guys, no, no fighting now, no fighting. <laughs> so what have we got first this week? Oh, well, as always, guys, if you haven't... Uh, already check out the website thelamseashow.com where you can keep up to our latest news, our latest episodes etc. I am that far behind today. Apparently I decided to have Twitter open instead of the Lamsea Show's website so bear with me. I think I think to be fair Mike, today of all days you get a pass. <laughs> You've got COVID like, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm still gonna bully you but not, not as much as I normally do because you have a valid reason for being ill. 
So, we, do we have any interest in merch? We, do we have any interest in merch? Oh, God. Hmm. Well, see, the answer you want me to give is, is quite obvious to all of you. We, we've done this before. All of our merch is interesting on the Lamsey Show, guys. Um, <laughs> but no. No, we don't have any interest in merch. Uh, anyway. <laughs> we have the usual merch. We have the usual merch. normal merch, yeah. Um, right, yes, uh, we do have some news though, so I'm sure if some of you guys have watched this week in gaming last night, unfortunately we do have Vex Electronica leaving the um, publication team. Uh, unfortunately she is going ahead and is going forward with her own uh, endeavours, we wish her the best of luck. Um, this does mean we are, as Lamsey did mention yesterday, looking to rebrand as an anime exclusive channel. We're going to be going forward with um, making sure that, you know, there's a clear direction of what the show is intended. Um, yes, yes, it is my baby, and my baby is now going to be front and center, and I'm very happy about this. Uh, but at the same time, I'm, I'm very sad to see Vex go. Um, which is your favorite baby? Which is my favorite baby? I mean, my, my IRL babies, obviously. Um, but the, the correct this, answer. this, this, <laughs> this, yes, you are completely right in what you're saying. Um, you can catch that episode uh, on the website. Uh, I had to listen back to it myself yesterday. Uh, and the final episode of this week in gaming, episode 25, will air next week. I think it's on the 26th. So make sure you guys tune in for that. Uh, we do have the latest review as well, posted by Lambency himself, weathering with you. Um, what it is and why you should watch it. Uh, great little. Speak, speak, speaking of Lambency, that is objectionably horrible. Uh, hang on, speaking of Lambency, he has now messed up the. Uh, he has the now messed up everything. <laughs> Fuck sake, Lambency, you've screwed right. it all up. No, it's all good. I'm just popping in to say hi. Have a good rest of the stream. And Thank you. you. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking with the way to fire me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't fire us. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, but yeah, I guess that does mean, unfortunately, the This Week in Gaming and the Spotlight series we're looking to phase out, uh, but we are looking to phase in new channels, which we'll get into a little bit later. We have some more content planned, um, Actually, a couple of new things. For, you want to get into it now? I was, was going to get into my one now, because uh, I thought it was appropriate. Yeah, go for it. Um, although we are going into an anime-only direction, I still like games a lot, so I thought that we'll fill in the This Week in Gaming slot with an anime game show. I did tease this the other day. We've got a new anime show. It's going to be pre-recorded. It won't be live-streamed uh, like this week in anime. Uh, but we are going to be doing an anime game show once a month. Uh, I, we're going to have guests on. So my, I'm going to host it every week. Mike will also be on there as the resident anime expert. So he should always get full marks. If he doesn't, you're allowed to tell him off. And the plan is to get other people then on to rotate. Uh, just get some other people on. Have some fun. Uh, it won't be restricted to like just one or two people. Um, you know, if we get like five creators on all at once we can have a really good quiz and like you know really see who's the nerdiest ones uh i'll take this opportunity as well uh to invite uh beef if you want to come on to the anime quiz uh you're more than welcome to uh i've got some really fun ideas for some rounds that we're going to do so i hope everyone i hope everyone enjoys what i have planned for that so just to let you guys know that that is going to be in video format that'll be once a month we are also going to be bringing out a monthly um well, I say monthly, I'm not sure if it's monthly or fortnightly yet. Um, Gundam ep uh, video-based episode, as well as we are now have a, um, a host as well who will come in periodically uh, as and when they're available, uh, who will be doing the Gundam with myself, and also will be writing articles on the website. 
Uh, we are looking for anyone who is willing and has a passion for anime, who want to do their own segments, who want to be a co-host maybe for this show in particular, or who maybe want to just come on as a writer. Any of the above are welcome. Um, we are recruiting, for, for lack of a better word. And yeah, yeah. That's, uh, and, and, also, and on top of that as well, not just if you guys you know want to join in, if there's any sort of content creators that you really like uh, and would like to see them join on here as well, let us know, let them know, and we'll see if we can make those happen as well. Yep. <sighs> so, yeah, guys, so, you will have to be with me today. Um, my throat is quite Mike, croaky. Mike is a bit ill. I'm going to try um, and be less chaotic than normal. My, um, my, my, if, if you hear me snap at Dav, guys, don't worry, he's okay, but my tether is short. <laughs> yeah. So this this week, uh, so we're going to start. Uh, He's on his best behavior. I'm on my best behavior. <laughs> so we're now starting uh, during for the rest of this season, at the very least. We're now starting with the action uh, animes. Um, not every anime that has action in it will be in here because we didn't want to just put it all in one. We're going to start with the action ones, starting with I think one of Mike's favorites, uh, High Card. Yeah. Uh, so this week, guys, we are we have got mostly double, if not triple, episode reviews, uh, due to obviously what we did last week. Uh, so mm-hmm. high card this week, Oof, wow. Um, so we're with the episode prior to the latest one, uh, seeing our our MC Finn uh, being seasick to start with was was already hilarious. You know, he he's come across so far as an easygoing kind of guy. Uh, hasn't got many. He hasn't shown many weaknesses so far, other than the fact that he's a bit of a dumbass. Um, and now he's seasick too, which is hilarious. But I think this this episode is quite interesting because it's the first time we see Pinnacle lose. Um, uh, and they, whilst they won the bidding battle, you know they they have quite a lot of money. Um, seeing them lose the card that they were after, um, just literally a swipe from the sky from from the chopper. That was quite interesting. Um, there was. Less action, less suspense in this one, more the fact that we thought, oh, they're going to get it. You know, they've got this master plan, they guarantee to, and then the plot twist at the end. So it was really nice to see, you know, for once, the, the team that we've been brought to believe so far is quite unstoppable, Do are able to, to screw up sometimes. Um, and also, for, the, for those of you who, who are watching this, uh, I hope you all will stand on me and agree that normal, Norman Kingstat is an absolute asshole. Um... From what we've seen so far. Uh, so that's the Five of Diamonds card has been lost for now. Uh, in the second episode, or oh, sorry, the most recent episode, um, uh, we see this quite pretty looking lady. Uh, in, in Japanese culture, you would call her Gyaru. Uh, sorry if I fucked up my pronunciation there. Uh, which basically means that they're quite obsessed with Western um, fashion culture. So they had a very interesting character design, and I think they had the Two of Hearts card. Uh, and this was basically a card that allowed you to join two things together by touching them. Uh, and she, Chris starts flirting with her, the guy in the red suit. Uh, Finn's walking up from the subway. She catches on that they're after her card, and she makes them hold hands for the whole episode. Um, now, whilst uh, this episode was highly lacking in action again... We learned quite a few things here. We learned Finn's absolutely horrible backstory during a nightmare where he lost his family at seven years old in a fire. Um, And we also saw some kind of armor-clad, I mean, person. I'm not going to assume it's gender. um, Amongst the fire. So it was uh, quite interesting to see in this kind of modern-day world someone clad in armor. Uh, Hopefully we get to see more of that. Uh, And we learned that Chris has quite the habit of not only lying, 
but feeling empty, trying to wear a mask all the time. Um, hides his emotion. He can play any role quite well. Uh, but he does briefly let their mask break in front of the girl who uh, joined them together. Um, when they when he takes his sister up for the first time, um, she seems to have a life debil debilitated illness. And uh, when she collapses on the floor, spewing blood, I think that's the most the first time we've ever seen Chris show any emotion. Um, but the end of the episode, they seem to become friends with the with the girl who kind of who joined them together. So and they agree that once she is done with using the card, she's promised to give it to them. Uh, and they seem to put faith into into her words. Um, so a lot less action this week. But a lot more character growth, which was lovely to see uh, in High Card. I think, considering like we're <coughs> midway through the current seasons, um, and obviously with the new guests as well, uh, do you want to give a quick, like, in your own words, brief description of, of the sort of show? Oof. Oh God! So the the description of the show, uh, High Card is a show that resolves around a deck of fifty-two cards. Uh, each card holds immense power. Um, we have speculated that each suit has its own type of power. We have confirmed that spades always generate some kind of weapon. Um, other suits so far, we don't know what they are, what like their speciality is, but we do know that the weakest card is the t the two, and the strongest card is the ace. Um, we are aware that Pinnacle. Uh, which is the company that our character ends up working for uh, after all the cards to give them back to the ruler of the country um, as the, they are their possession, they are passed down to the royal family. What, meanwhile, the Klondike family are trying to steal away all the cards to make them theirs. They believe the power should be... They, they want all the power, basically. They're, they're power-hungry bastards. Um, so the, the whole anime resolves around gathering up all the cards Take them away from the corrupt and uh, eventually give them back to the monarchy. Um, real quick to ask, I don't know if you if it's been discovered yet, but you said it's a deck of fifty-two cards. Has it been confirmed that it is fifty-two? Uh, I believe they have actually said fifty-two. Yes. Okay, so there's no jokers. Not as far as we're aware. No, not unless they're hidden or whatever. Unless they pull a, a three-sixty on us. No. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, after that, guys, we have Bofuri. I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max up my defense. Season 2. Now, Bofuri, Bofuri, Bofuri. What do I have to say about this this week? Um, honestly, it's been a lot the same. Uh, we see, you know, our, our MC be overpowered as shit as usual. And, you know, she she bashes through all the competition. And I just realized that the... Review for this episode has been put in years for the wrong anime, but it's fine because I remember this. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was very much the same old. Oh, you know, we go up to a new floor, we get new powers. Our main character ends up pissing off the devs again because she's done something stupid and she's broken the game. And at this point, I'm either expecting to go one of two ways: they're going to keep her in the game because it's dragging people in, and you know people will cry if she's removed, or the devs will just nerf her from existence. Um, what really interests me about this anime is if you've maxed out your defense, then what happens if you max out your other stats? Can you just become just as overpowered as Bufuri? Um, like, imagine having a full AGI stat with, with no defense at all, no attack power, whatever, etc. Um, 
you know, I'm pretty sure all of Bufu's other stats are just generated off of uh, her her equipment and her armors and her ability to absorb other monsters. Um, so, it, as, as usual, it has a very interesting premise, it has a very interesting action, but it is kind of becoming rep repetitive in the sense of new floor, new powers, rinse, repeat, piss off the devs. New floor, new powers, rinse, repeat, piss off the devs. I really hope they give us something more substantial next episode, but we will have to hold on. We will have to see. I got a question now that you've brought it up, kind of. Of course. Uh, for both of you. Uh, you said, you know, could you become as like overpowered if you max out your other stats? Yep. What is the, like, as a human, like in the real world, what is the dumbest stat that you can max out? Uh, that is something that you would appreciate being maxed out, but would give no actual real-world benefit. So what? Because I, I was having, if... I was having a think. Uh, mine, mine would have to be my eating stat. Oh, you mean okay? Need to just eat all of the time, constantly. Like just, just, and like I'm never full. I never get like massively overweight. I can just keep eating. That'd be my favorite stat to max out. It is. It is to me. That's that's what that's what that's where I got confused. That's that's where I got confused because when you say start, I'm thinking, okay, he means agility, defense, power. No, like any sort of like you know, just just thing that you can max out and just be like super overpowered. All right, so like, has okay. no has no real like actual benefit other than it's funny and stupid. Huh. Beef, you got one? I'm like trying to think off the top of my head. Like this is like this is a difficult question for a lot of reasons. Namely, um, I could think of a useful thing to do with almost anything. You know what I mean? But it doesn't like, have to be useful. See, so like you you said you said maxed out. So I'm gonna say agility. Uh, and he, hear me out here. Now, I don't mean maxed out in the sense of you know you're Usain Bolt. You can run the the track faster mm -hmm. than anyone in the world. I mean maxed yeah. out in the sense of, okay, you are now at the same speed level as the Flash. You're either going to break your legs, or you're going to run through every single <laughs> pair of shoes that you own. You do not have another stat to defend yourself. There is no equipment on this mankind that we know of, unless the government's hiding it, that will be able to withstand any of that. That's a stupid stat to max out, and you are going to regret it instantly. I was thinking of agility, like, you could easily, like, if you've got a really messy room, you could easily just acrobat your way to the other side without kicking anything over. I would call that dexterity. Or, that's... or, uh, that's true, actually, that is more dexterity than agility. But dexterity kind of comes on, agility kind of comes under dexterity. I mean, like, you, you, you never step on the squeaky floorboard when you're coming home at three o'clock in your morning and your missus is asleep in bed. You can avoid perfectly every squeaky floorboard and don't wake them up. That's a great one, actually. I, I think mine would be minor appearance changes. Like, okay. Like, I can't change anything massive about myself, but it's like I could just, when I uh, shave, it just makes me, like, <laughs> I'm just really good at shaving. That's it. <laughs> it's perfect at shaving. You always have the most perfectly crafted beard. Yeah, I've never, I've never once cut my, like, nicked myself with a razor. Um, I've never had a bad haircut because of it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, you can never, have, you never have a bad hair day. You roll out of bed and your hair just goes poof and it's perfectly styled. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I, I love that I love that comment in chat where we were just talking about dexterity and agility and someone goes is Dav trying to out RPG Mikey the RPG gamer? <laughs> no, I'm just having fun. <laughs> I'm currently doing this D and D campaign where my character's name is Vincento Vonman. Yes, I'm Vince Vaughn. Um, 
have a 19 in charisma and a 4 in wisdom. <laughs> That's awesome. So, have you, to, to go completely off the rails, have you heard of the, uh, the tomato rule for the D&D stats? No. Uh, strength is how well you can crush a tomato. Dexterity is how well you can throw a tomato. I Constitution... Did this. Constitution is how well you can eat a rotten tomato. Uh, charisma is how well you can, like, uh, convince people the tomato isn't rotten. Intelligence is knowing that tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing that a tomato does not belong in a fruit salad. Yeah, that's... that's... I just thought that was really <laughs> I've, I've heard <laughs> that a couple of times. That's, that's very it's true. It's great. I was going to say, what makes the campaign a lot of fun right now is um, I guy basically is trying to start a cult. I keep running around and, like, doing stuff, but I'm so fucking dumb. Um, I convince people, like, of most things, and I have a plus eight in deception and a plus eight in persuasion. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Anytime I roll, I'm basically passing whatever the check is. That's awesome. I love that. But everything I suggest is just the stupidest thing imaginable. We're starting to get into an altercation. I'm like, this guy's like, well, what's your name? And I'm like, well, what's your name? He's like, I have no name. And I was like, well, you can't not have a name. And then he pulls out a sword and stabs me through the chest. And I'm like, (laughs) That's awesome. Ah, is your name Stabby? This is like charades. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's a tough campaign. Oh. That's brilliant. Oh, that was good. So, I, I'm about to get deafened, so I don't hear this, because I'm an episode behind, and I you, do you not want to You are both about to get deafened, yes. Uh, so, <laughs> Beef is several uh, seasons behind. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I, will, I will deafen you both, so enjoy, enjoy your silence. Thank you. Yes, honey. Sorry? Give me a second, guys. I'm just passing over the drugs to Lauren. Paracetamol. Paracetamol drugs? Oh, uh, I tried to pass them over, but they're on the floor on my side now. Sorry. Uh, yes, guys, so... Okay, this is great. I have been served a but not served a mooted. So that means... So yes, guys, Ruby Volume 9 trailer, and oh, boy. Boy, was Ruby... Oh, man. Like, this this episode was, was phenomenal. Um, I'm so glad to be back. Um, so first off, I'd like to say... I... I respectful to uh, the first episode of this simply because we're very happy for the flashback of season 8 because I had rewatched it last year I had forgotten more that happened at the end of season 8 when anime do that chef's kiss it's lovely to see so thank you um, <coughs> so we ended up in some weird kind of world um, some like interdimension and Ruby is stuck into some kind of time loop to start with it's absolutely hilarious because we find a talking mouse and they're both really confused and there's a talking mouse civilization uh, and then they find Blake and Weiss and it's, it's all so weird. Weiss has managed to put two and two together a bit and has deduced that this world is set on a fairy tale. A little bit of that in a minute. Um, we see that Yang lost her prosthetic arm in the fall and is quite sad that they all followed her because she did this to try and save them. Uh, sadly, obviously, none of them were going to leave her behind. So they all decided to go through the dimension and are now here trying to save her. So yes, we are in some kind of fairy tale world uh, in some like alternate reality. Um, it is Seeing Blake tackle Yang as well was some of the cutest shit ever. Um, simply because, I mean, come on. We, we all ship them. You know you know it needs to happen. So that was some of the cutest shit. Um, and yeah, it ends with them in the realisation that they're in a fairy tale. Now, I wasn't sure of the theme initially. <coughs> the theme song, I should say. But it grew with me. And I love the way that they show the characters' designs. And how they've evolved, both in dress sense and actual graphic improvements. From like the season 1 to season 4 to season 8. Um, and to now. 
Uh, we do see a fifth character briefly showed that I'm going to put a prediction on right here, right now, and say that that is Alice. And I think that this world that we've been put into, uh, if not if it's not multiple fairy tales amalgamated, amalgamated into one world, then we have been put into Alice in Wonderland. Or Wonderland as a whole, is my prediction. Um... And it also looks like the main villain for the season going off of the trailer is going to be a Neapolitan, which is quite interesting considering, you know, Neo has been on the bad side all this time, got used a little bit, but she is my favourite villain of of uh, Cinder's villain team. Um, so I'm, I'm geared up for the season, especially after how abysmal Ruby Ice Queendom was. Um, I am I am hyped to, to see this uh and see where it goes because i think it's gonna it's gonna shape up to be a good one uh but i hope you all got, all of you enjoyed it i hope you're all looking forward to seeing some more and um the one thing i'll add as well is it had quite a depressing tone so i'm not sure if i like that bit but hopefully we'll we'll see where that goes and uh, where we can take that from there um and also master chief 48161 thank you so much for the follow we do appreciate it uh, I'm now going to undeafen the guys, and uh, we are, we will proceed and carry on. I freed you from your clutches. You are now available to speak. I can't believe you ruined the entire show for me, Michael. That was very hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> and how to tell that he is shitting on you when you... The fact is, you didn't mention any of the season at all. I ruined the entire show for you, did I, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> you let me sit here and stew in my own silence. <laughs> Uh, you are completely correct. Ruby Ice Queendom was awful. Um, I will, I will, I will agree to that. Mm -hmm. Dav, Dav, I know you're there because I can hear myself in your cap in your microphone. Okay, well, guys, we 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 have lost Dav uh, forever. Uh, everyone, say bye and rip to Dav. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he will be missed. I will be replacing him starting next week. Yeah. We 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 this 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 is this is what Dav looked like all along. Uh, we we tricked you, you know. When there's no face reveal for Dav because you, we've already revealed the face. Hello, <laughs> Hi. Dav. This is your last chance. Okay, maybe he's actually AFK. <laughs> no, he could be hungry. You're here from Beef's channel. Well, hello, Master Chief. Welcome in. I hope you're uh, having a good day. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I I made I made my list for a topic and later discussion. Yeah, awesome. We love to see that. I have a list for later. I wondered if Dav deafened himself at all. Deafened his headset. I'm just gonna message him. You are free from your prison. There you go. Okay. Well, we're gonna move on anyway while we wait for Dav to return. Uh, I'm sure. What's next? Our next anime that we are reviewing is Tokyo Revengers season two. And. Ah. Tokyo Revengers good. Tokyo Revengers season one, phenomenal. Tokyo Revengers season two so far, up until recent episodes, lackluster at best. Um, gotcha. I'm into it. I'm I'm quite disappointed in the season so far, guys. Um, it's very incoherent, uh, which obviously I get is timey wimey, wibbly wobbly as we've gone through before, but. They did that last season, and it made sense. This season, they just seem to be all over the shop. Even the manga told about them this. Um, however, I will say recent episodes, I'm happier with. We finally got some good action scenes. Ta <coughs> Takamichi has rejoined the fight uh, in the unstable alliance that's been built uh, by four people who just don't like each other um, to bring back Yuzuha to Toman. Uh, as we know, he is a very important figure in the future. It definitely feels like the Golo Tokyo Avengers has come back in recent episodes. Um, it doesn't feel as dragged out as the rest of the season has so far. Um, but I, I, 
I don't know. I'm skeptical at best. Uh, I hope I hope we can continue uh, with the with the upward slope that we've just started uh, and not dip back down to the levels that we were at. But um, only time will tell. Only time will tell. Uh, there's not enough Mikey in this season, honestly. If if I if I've got to be honest, and no, I do not need. I do not mean myself. <coughs> I do have to go soon, but we'll watch the VOD. See you all later. No worries, Master Chief. Thank you for popping in. Uh, if you have, don't have time for the VOD, we will be on all podcast services as well. So feel free to watch it at your leisure. Now, what anime do we have up next after that? What what mystical list did Dav put us into? Ah, My Hero Academia Season 6. Now, Beef, I know that you watched My Hero Academia. Do you want me to mute you for this? Or are you up to date? Have you read the manga? I know what's going on in the manga, so I'm not too worried about anything and honestly the hype comes from the fightings and stuff like that not the story you know what i mean yeah not i I shouldn't say not the story but like knowing a story beat doesn't ruin what's going on yeah i get you i get you so we have two episodes of mha to review now as i as we as you guys might have noticed we changed up our reviews a little bit we're just going for kind of the vibe for most of them um other than some i really want to get into so, with My Hero Academia, the first thing you notice is that Deku is now producing a different aura completely. Um, you know, we've gone into Dark Deku slash Vigilante Deku kind of arc, um, which is kind of very misleading the way that the people call it that. Because he's not evil in any sort of sense. I wouldn't even call him a vigilante either. Um, he is still very kind hearted, and he still saves civilians. Um, he's just trying. He's. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, isn't he like in not insecure, but worried about is that where you're at? Like where he's worried about um how he's worried the about more how he acts. He... Uh, the more people get hurt. Yeah, exactly. So he's doing this to protect his friends and to protect those closest to him. He's he's going it alone because he doesn't want anyone to get hurt, uh, which is a very common kind of character trope in anime. So I can I can respect it. Uh, I do I do like how you know he does look a mo- lot more regal. Uh, he looks a lot more. Uh, ripped up it look his his old design looks a bit more brutal now um you know he doesn't look as much he, he he's grown up is the word i'm looking for um he now has control uh, over almost all no he now has control over all the quirks he possesses um or to some degree i should say he doesn't have full like he doesn't have to use them all perfectly but he can now use them all um after the last two were convinced to to join his uh his mission, shall we say. Um, and it's oh, really interesting. You know, um, <coughs> do I know? Did you ever like, go into, like, uh, who Deku's kind of, not based off of, but, like, why Deku has, like, all those, like, different quirks and stuff? Is it because he's based off the Deku tree? No, it's because he's based off of Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> he, he... It's, like, literally, Spider-Man is my favorite superhero, so I love it so much. Like, watching him use Black Whip the first time, I'm like... You can see it, can't you? If, if you? Even if you only took Black Whip and the ability to sense danger, you can see it instantly, um, That yeah. what superhero he's based off. So, so yeah, it's, it was, it's really cool. Um, the other uh, cool thing about manga in general is that, like, I kind of feel like with My Hero, the, the arc of, like, Japanese manga's kind of gone, gone full circle in a way. Yeah. Where um, it started because after World War II, we started sending a bunch of, like, culture over towards Japan during the rebuilding section, reconstruction, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, and Superman got over. They loved Superman so much that they started making this comic called Astro Boy. Yes. That was a good show. Yeah. It's it's crazy how that works. And then Astro Boy and, like, other um, manga and anime came out. You got, like, 60 years of it, basically. And now we're at a point where um, My Hero and a lot of, like, 
anime is influencing like western comics so it's kind of done like this like full circle in a life oh yeah 100 really cool. so cool it's a small tangent but i think it's cool i uh, i 100 agree i think it, it's a it's, it's it's brilliant the way that they do it um sorry i was afk by the way i i had to deal with it with the matter no you're good now we did get to see Deku fight an old enemy. Uh, I forget the guy's name because honestly, he, he's kind of irrelevant. I'm sorry, um, but yeah, there's the um, guy who could put as in, put... as in physically old or old as in like, no, like we've seen that. him fighting before. Uh, as the guy who could you put cool. mu- uh, put like muscles and harder muscles all over his body. Um, the guy he needed the billion percent. To be yeah. Um, and he literally just like one shots this guy now, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's some growth. That, that's that's yeah. that's a brilliant. And I, do, I think he was thirty percent. Uh, which was even more impressive. Um, so you can you can see how much he's grown. Uh, now we we do we are aware that he is now teamed up with Hawks and Devon, Best Genius and All Might. So man's now rocking with uh, with with the top tier pro heroes um, and and one who's kind of just kind of useless now, uh, which is kind of funny. All Might's just literally like racing around trying to follow Deku in like a sports car. Literally being useless and giving him lunches, and I think that's about it. He's like an overprotective parent at this point. Um, I think it was an amazing start to the arc so far, and then the following episode was just as emotional. Uh, you know, again, Deku having all of his powers, uh, and then we see uh, the innocent, the, the innocent uh, bystanders, the the civil, the civilian population, are even attacking innocent. Um, Heroes, not not innocent heroes. Sorry, not heroes. Is the wrong word. Quirk users, people with quirks, um, because they're fearful of anyone with a quirk now, uh, and that's that's what the the villains have done to the global population is they've made them fearful. Um, sorry, I retract that statement. That's what they've done to the Japanese population. We don't know about it on a global scale. Um, uh, I think is is very messed up as well. How now we see um, a new character who's been introduced, uh, and she's called Lady Nagant, um, and she's an ex-hero who turned villain. Very interesting character, but um, a very screwy premise. And I'm I'm interested to see more about her. But I like her quirk. She's able to produce a a rifle from her elbow and produce the bullets from her hand into wove the fibers into any kind of shape bullet she wishes. Um, and she puts the bullet into her hand and it'll come out of her elbow. And she, I Bayonetta? Think she, say that again? Bayonetta? Uh, better. <laughs> um, and I think, what's her range? I think it's like five, five kilometers? That's a long ass range. It's, yeah, she's, she's got a huge ass range. She, she's, she's the best, uh, firearm user in, in, in the world from, from what we've gathered, uh, off of the most recent episode. Um, so yeah, very interesting setup for for this arc, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing some more. And our our last episode review for this segment <coughs> is Buddy Daddies. Oh my god, this this anime! Every time I see it, I keep thinking Spy Family, but like a hundred times better. Um, you know, the episodes are just cute. We need to protect uh, Miri at all costs. You know, it was so upsetting to see her bullied. It was great to see uh, our our best boys trying to protect her against the bullies, even though she didn't really want them to step in. Um, and she scolds them for it, and uh, she learns how to defend herself. Um, there was some definitely some very emotional scenes when it comes to uh, seeing how attached they're growing to her and how much character development is giving everyone. Um, Sadly, it's just it's just the wonder of what's going to happen when everyone grows up. 
Um, is she going to get taken away? Is social services going to get involved? Is her parents going to want her back? Is she going to stay with these two forever? Well, if one of these two gets a partner, unless these two end up uh, being gay for each other, then I'm totally for that as well. You know, that any any of the above <laughs> could could happen completely. Um, but we must protect Miri at all costs, and she makes Anya look like a troll. So, yeah, this this anime is is brilliantly this season and uh, I really hope we get more as well after this season it would be lovely to see sounds like one that I'm going to have to watch when it comes out in dubs like in full oh 100% 100% this seems exactly like my uh, up my alley so I'm totally down to check it out whenever it gets um, loaded somewhere yeah lovely well guys that's the end of our first segment we're now going to go on to uh, our our beef reacts interview segment so uh, I'm going to let these two take it away to start with while I think of some questions and I have a drink yeah Mike, Mike you sound so rough bless it. Um, so yeah uh, tell us a bit about yourself beef how did you get into the uh, world of anime and the um, world of YouTube okay so this is this is a journey that starts back in 2008, a uh, post-parent divorce. All right, you know. Sorry, what I mean? Keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. <laughs> Dude, this sounds like your own anime backstory we're going to have here. <laughs> <laughs> so there I was. My mom needed to do her taxes at her friend's house. <laughs> Fair. I watched that anime. <laughs> and um. She had a friend who had two daughters who were like 17 and 14, and I was eight. They kept talking about this show, and I didn't know what the show was. They had their cats named uh, Hikaru and Kaoru, and I said, those are weird names. And they said, they're from this show called Oran High School Host Club. And I said, <laughs> the hell is that? I'm eight. That okay? <laughs> um, and then went home, I looked it up, they made very sure to tell me to watch the uh, sub and not dub, because Tamaki's voice actor, and I quote, gave them cancer. Um, Alright. And, uh, well -timed, so honey. I went home, I watched it all on YouTube within, like, a week, and ever since then, I have been completely consumed by just anime in general. Uh, YouTube, I've been doing on and off since, like, 2012. Um, really bad skit videos, and eventually I had a friend ask me if I could do, like, React stuff, and I just started doing it, and I love it. It's, like, awesome. It's somewhat, it's fun to just watch stuff and with other people and get to enjoy it for the first time. Yeah, and, you know, for everyone who's in chat as well, I, I happened upon, like I said, Beef, like, a few weeks ago, uh, and, like, I'm already just loving all of the content. So, like, if you guys are uh, interested in watching people react to anime and not just reviewing it like we do, uh, where can I find you, Beef? You can find me on YouTube. It's, like, Beef Reacts. Um, recently started a Discord that I'm going to be posting on my community after this podcast so people could come and join, fun with it. Um, I take suggestions from literally everyone, and if you have something you want me to watch, I read every single comment that I possibly can, so I try to um, make notes, and I have a list online of just stuff I'm going to react to. Yeah, please please do, if you uh, if you guys have got the time, please do check him out. He's, the content is definitely worth watching. It is good. I appreciate um, that. Thank you. But speaking of your love of anime since you've been eight, I want to know some of your favorites. Okay. What is your favorite anime? Also, feel free for anyone to ask in chat to ask questions as well. All-time favorite, chat without a shadow of a doubt, Toradora. Favorite show. Love it. I um, have been wanting to write, like, a five-hour video essay on it, but I it, it's hard. Like, it's just so damn good, and, like, the thematic pacing of it. You know what the ending's going to be in the first episode? Sure. It's not about the ending, it's the journey. 
and it's kind of this like whole thing where we're really used to um, grand romantic gestures in like um like not life but like media. And this entire show took the purpose of like okay, oh, real love is I want to make sure you eat every day. I want to be there for you, and I want to be the person who stands beside you. So like I've seen it about five times since I first saw it in 2012. I mean not 2012. Holy shit, 2020. Um, before that, I'd probably say. My favorite was Dragon Ball, but that's just because I was. Yeah, that's a very, very. <laughs> what, what's your favorite genre of curiosity as well to extend that question? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, so for the longest time, it was your shonen action, but like as I've gotten older, the wholesome slice of life has just mm -hmm. caught me. Um, I feel like there's something about hypeness of your shonen, like slice of life's just make you feel great about yourself and um. One thing about it, because I usually watch it with my one um, buddy, it's kind of like we're both in the experience of like both have uh, at least for, as far as I know, like this is uh, kids, that kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. So where I find myself with like loving slice of life, it's kind of that feeling of having a friend fall in love for the first time or um, go through it. So it's like, yeah, I'll watch twelve episodes and wait for them to hold hands for the first time. But best believe yeah. when they like hold hands for the first time, it reminds me of like being sixteen. And having my friend come downstairs into my basement and being like, no, I went on my first date today. And, like, you know, giving him the biggest handshake, a hug, like, yes, like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm -hmm. So, um, please that's a, right now. Yeah, that's a great call. And I'll, I'll say, as a, I don't normally recommend anime myself in the, sh uh, in the show. Mm -hmm. um, but for you, specifically, if you love Slice of Life, and for anyone who's watching, if you haven't seen it, highly recommend Kobayashi Dragon Maid. Got it me. is it is has to be one of the most wholesome, adorable things I've witnessed in any form of media, and I think it's been right up your street. I am writing it down right now, sir. <laughs> and speaking of obviously, again, favorites, uh, is your favorite character in all of anime from Toradora? No, believe it or not, um, I love Taiga. I love Ryuji. I think their dynamic is very cute, but. One of my favorite characters is um, Lelouch, from Geass, or Lemillion from um, A Hero. But Lelouch, because I forget what the line is, but I remember watching it the first time, and um, he says something that was so cold that I just was like, if I could ever, and I mean, ever quote this or get the opportunity to quote this in real life, I would. And it's like when V2 is talking to him, and it's like, you're, you're a demon, like, you know, Lelouch. And he's like, and I, and you're on the road to hell with me. <laughs> I was like, oh. Lelouch is a very good shout. Lelouch is a fantastic shout. Such a good character and such a good show as well. That takes action in a new twist. Like the that's thing a good shout. Insane about it is, um, people often compare him to Light Yagami, but like Lelouch is such a better written character than Light Yagami, and I stand by that. Just he just is. I I completely agree that his writing is better. Um. And likewise, I also agree with Chat. I also feel like the only person Lelouch could lose to is Light. So I've, I, a hundred percent. Although uh, nobody picked Light when I picked Lelouch for the character versus character. So. Yeah, this, I mean, again, po 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 popularity <laughs> wins all, doesn't it? Uh, to 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 add to that again, then, what's what's your least favorite anime? Like, what's to taking it to the other side of the spectrum? Ooh, ooh, that's difficult. Um. That's a difficult one, actually. I don't even know if I could answer Is it? That. <laughs> it's not for me. You know what? You want to know the crazy thing? It's going to be Rosario plus Vampire. It genuinely... 
frustrates me. Like, wow. least favourite as in, like, least you enjoy it, but it's your least enjoyed? Or, like, it's so bad you hate watching it? No, no, no. I uh, hate watch Rosario Vampire once a year. Um, so, I usually buy manga box sets. I have Full Metal Alchemist, A Silent Voice, uh, Oran High School Host Club, and Rosario Vampire's, like, entire box sets. And I will say, what they did to that story for the anime makes me so mad. I can understand what you're saying about yes. <laughs> like, putting the box set at Rosario Vampire and having the entire show, like, the entire manga be, like, this battle shonen, where by the third volume... The main character is no longer this impy, horrible whatever, and is like slowly becoming more and more powerful, giving up everything uh, to to protect other people, and then becoming an entire like story about like fighting for equality between monsters and humans, and like trying to have empathy and compassion. That's the way forward, and that's the way to like have peace. To a show, it's a harem anime. Yeah, yeah. It's just. It's just too tough to, like, it just makes me mad. That's fair. I feel like that's what I call a sellout. They tried selling out to, to just get more people into into watching it and supposed to try to keep it, keeping it original. Um, and it's really frustrating when shows do that. The worst part about it is, um, now I could be wrong, but in the history of anime, whenever a show puts an animation studio out of business, it's never coming back. <laughs> you are so, not wrong. Rosario Vampire, never coming back. I'm sorry, everyone, as much as I hate to say this, because Dead Man Wonderland would have been literally one of the greatest animes to ever come out. Because if you've read the manga and you watched the first 12 episodes, they set everything up perfectly. However, the animation studio banked on it doing well in the U.S., and it did at all. It put them out of business, so Dead Man Wonderland is never going to come out again. It's, so it's, it's sad. It's sad. It's sad to hear, but it's it's unless someone buys the rights or the IP for it, it's it's. I won't say impossible because there's always that chance of happening, but it's highly, highly, highly unlikely. Yeah, it's just it always upsets me to think about. Oh, and I I would hundred percent say One Piece just to add that in. Yeah, yeah fuck One Piece. So to to put put a slight twist on it, who is like your character in all of anime that you hate? but you love to hate them the most. Oh my goodness. Um, and while you think about that, to, to try and explain that a bit better, like, there's characters who are clearly the bad guy, but they are written so well that you love seeing that character on screen and you want them to get... The, you know, you want them to lose, but you just love it when they're on screen. I feel like a common answer um, to that is Light Yagami in, instantly. You know, he's he's the villain, but you just want him to win. Yeah, but it's like, part of me wants to say Vegeta. Vegeta's another wants... one, yeah. Yeah, Vegeta really... <laughs> really gets me a lot of times um although vegeta had his redemption he's 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 a certified good guy now <laughs> yeah which makes it which makes it a little bit more difficult frieza is another great one I, I think dragon ball does it really well um if i were to go past you know the most basic answer possible a roy mustang roy is a good shout uh chas is itachi there's there's a few 100 there's a few I, I... I... come cool. I was gonna say Roy Mustang was a genocidal maniac from Full Metal Alchemist, and I f it's it's the funniest thing in the world to me. Um, because my friends never saw it, so like I used to do like basically live reactions just with the boys whenever we'd watch anime together. So like this feels like such a natural progression, content wise. And um, 
we watched Full Metal Alchemist the first time, Brotherhood, and we were talking about Roy Mustang and the Ishvalan extermination project. And like, we used to do this thing where we would like pause the episode and go into like long monologues where Roy Mustang would be like, "Do you know what the smell of human flesh burning is? Do you have any idea?" <laughs> it's uh, oh <laughs> man, that's <laughs> such yeah, I love that. It's like, it's like, do you have any idea what it's like to watch someone's eyes boil out of their own sockets? Feels good. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> like, cause it's like, because he's the hero of Ishval, right? But you know he, like, committed a mass genocide. And then you have, like, uh, Louise Armstrong in the back holding a child of, like, this extermination project, crying his eyes out, and everyone treats him like he's some type of like horrible human being that's fair i i mean i this one's gonna make mine groan but i just don't care because i love this character to bits and every time they're on the screen i fucking love it it has to be maximilian pegasus yeah no I like it. like he's so like to me he's so funny and and like i you know just the constant quips he's making i can see how people would find that annoying but i love it it's it's so fun to me and i just like i hate him so much because he's he deserves to lose he's such a dickhead but fuck me i i love it i mean that's fair enough i can totally see him being overrated because people will put him on like a pedestal i don't say i put him on a pedestal i just love it i just love him like i'm not saying everybody will love him but for me he's the perfect kind of villain that i just fucking adore like, it's so fun. The Yu-Gi-Oh! series is the first entire manga, like, collection that I went to the store and bought when I was, like, 10. <laughs> um, it was season zero. And, like, the story of how Yu-Gi-Oh! got made, I feel like, is so funny. It's because the guy just wanted to write, uh, like, a horror game um, manga. And then, and then, like, everyone who read the chapter with Duel Monsters was like, I want to play Duel Monsters, I want to play Duel Monsters. And he was like, oh, okay. And, uh... The publication company was like, "Well, you have to make up the rules now." And he was like, "I don't, I don't want to make a card game." But like he just kind of reluctantly made Yu-Gi-Oh. It's probably why the rules are so inconsistent at the start. And it's like that's what makes it so funny because he was just like, "I, I don't want to do this." <laughs> uh, what was the next one that I had written down? All right, what is your favorite opening of all anime? Uh, Death Note Part One. Good show. I don't know. Wh- Good show. That's just it. Just is. That's fair. I mean, there's no hesitation with that, and you know if there's no hesitation, someone likes that intro. <laughs> you mean the... Like, I don't even understand what he's saying, but, like, just the thematics of it. The, the like, religious idea, like, symbology mixed with, like, the hard rock in the background. Like, it... Some head now. I hate you for this. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets you. It just gets you so hard, dude. And again, I've said it before, but I'll, I'm saying it for Beef's, um, Beef's benefit. Mine has to be uh, the intro to the first season of Overlord. That's a very good shout as well. If you haven't seen it, just instantly, like the first like note, you just immediate hype. It's so it's a fucking banger, See, and I love it. Right. I see what you're saying, Chuck, but whilst I agree with Bluebird, this is a very overrated song. It's too many. No, too many oh. people say it, Laws. Too many people say Bluebird. <laughs> so, I, so, in case everyone in chat doesn't know, I'm dyslexic, so I can't read things properly. I thought they put Blue Lock, and I was like, oh, Mike likes that one. No, Bluebird is <laughs> a Bluebird. is the most popular narrative opening of all narrative ah. openings, but it's so overrated. But I think it's done by Yui. I think it's the. No, it's not my favorite one. Um. About, um, My favorite anime opening, that's, that's from uh, Domestic Girlfriend. That one's good. That is that's a really good, good one. Um, what about like, Your Line April? Oh, God. 
Just ever... having to think about your light in April hurts me. But, uh... Have you guys ever listened to, like, the, um... The rap beat with your line, April? Yeah. It's good. It, it blends itself really well to, like, beats and stuff. Nice. Uh, so then the next three, uh, or the next two, are very much in the same category, because we had to have a conversation about this. Uh, your favorite anime power, and then your favorite anime move. So a power... With the way we worded it, it was like a power is what gives you the power to be able to do a move. For example, a Kamehameha is not a power, it's the move. Like, being, like, the Super Saiyan yep, is the power. So, the, the... So, uh, so, for both of those, which are your favorites? Okay. So, if I were to genuinely think about it, realistically, the most OP thing in any single, um, like, world-building sense, or, like, I forget what we call them, there's a word for it, um... But Nen from Hunter Hunter is the most overpowered thing you could possibly have because Nen can literally yeah, be anything. Nen, Nen is broken. It's broken as hell, and it's also the most um, I want to say well thought out. But like, I think the writer did a really good job of making it generic enough with a strict rule set that it can lend itself to a lot of creativity without breaking the world. Um, if not that, alchemy, and if not alchemy, uh, a Gios. Gios is a good choice. Good one. Mm -hmm. Oh, good, sorry, yeah, okay, no, that's a good point. Power, the power is key, not Super Saiyan, I forgot. Wait, did you say the power is Super Saiyan? <laughs> you I said the power was Super Saiyan, I can, I can remember what it was, but yeah, the power would be key. Um, I'd, I mean, I'd say for me point, personally as well, Chakra. That, that's that's what I'd take. Get yeah, it? I was going to say, at this point, isn't the power in Dragon Ball Z Super Saiyan? Because, you know, I'd forbid anyone else do anything ever. I mean, we've kind of surpassed but, Super Saiyan right now, and we, it's, it's, we, well, Super Saiyan's dead and forgotten about. Isn't Key what allows you to go Super Saiyan? Yeah, Key, Key is what allows you to go Super Saiyan and use, yeah, so and use the moves. Yeah, so Key thought it was an emotional thing. You still have to, like, if, if it was an emotional thing, any, anyone uh, would be able to go Super Saiyan. It's, it's, yeah, they still have to have like, the power. Yeah, but anyway, Key is also, Key is an emotional thing. It's like channeling your, like, inner energy and all of that stuff. It's yeah. a little silly because then it's like it's like okay, so when I get my key built up to a certain level, I get the ability to multiply my key by ten. Yeah, pretty pretty much. It's stupid, but you are right. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, like, it, it, okay, like, I'll take it. I guess. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's ridiculous. And when we get to like ultra instinct levels of of key, it's it's no. I hate the DBZ verse for this. Uh but I you've got to love ultra instinct, Shaggy. Of course. <sighs> And Mike, do you know what that is? Just yes. to make sure. Yes. Okay, come on. I know exactly if you what that is. If you didn't, I was going to say you need to go find out what it is because it's the best. They shit actually, the um, there was a game that was recently released which had Shaggy in it. It was like a, it was kind of like a Smash Bros. ripoff game, and they put Ultra in. Uh, they put um, was it Super? No, Super Saiyan, uh, Shaggy into it, and it was just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, seriously, like, dude. That's just Tune great. Force is like the strongest thing in ever, but like no one considers it real. And I think it's the Tune Force is the thing the Looney Tunes use. Yeah, yeah, like, that is broken as fuck, and I love it. Yeah, it's like it's awesome. Uh, m now move wise, I would pick it had it would have to be from Dragon Ball Z to be completely fair. Unless like, One Piece would be cool, you know, like Devil Fruits would be cool, but I like swimming. I enjoy it. It makes me feel great. So I'm not gonna get rid of that. Um, Kamehameha, because if you're not five years old trying to do a Kamehameha, like, you are a liar. And <laughs> or, or you haven't seen an anime. Yeah, or Instant Transmission. Instant Transmission, 100%. Yes. Like, I, I don't know about... So I try three things whenever something's far away. I immediately Instant Transmission myself. 
because I need to. I immediately try to use the force, and then if that doesn't work, all else fails. I try to Spider-Man it. Just so, and just, it hasn't worked yet, but it'll work eventually. Just imagine the the possibilities in a transmission. Want to rob a want to rob a vault filled filled with money? Fine, just instant transmission yourself into there, and uh, take the money and get out again. It's sorted. It says I think it's life. It's a life hack. Between me and you, Mike. Uh, when you think about instant transmission, because I think, man, getting to the kitchen is going to be so much easier now. <laughs> then you're like robbing banks over here. Yeah, but you see, mine is a step plan. So my, I rob the bank, I buy a mansion, I hire a ton of maids, and then they go to the kitchen and bring me the food while I'm still in bed. Ah, see, you make it there's a plan here. <laughs> yeah, plan. I, I immediately went to food. <laughs> if if he is back to, like, to food. <laughs> just never having to pay travel costs. The fact is, you still have to take stuff out of the kitchen when you get to the kitchen, which means you got to move your limbs. I intend to eventually have to move nothing. <laughs> it's genius. Well, you still have to move your jaw to chew. That's it, because they will feed me as well. Not even moving my arms. The <laughs> Emperor is just getting fed peeled grapes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. In fact, in fact, there, there will be there will be another mid that says opening and closing my jaw for me. There we go. <laughs> have you guys ever seen Mayor? Mayor. A March in Awakens war- romance? No. Oh my goodness. It is. It's a show. <laughs> oh no. Alright, I guess it's going on the list. <laughs> listen, listen. Am I saying it's good? No. It's like Zatch Bell. It's not good, but it exists. And like, if you haven't gone on a Toonami kick ever in your life, go back to watch uh, Toonami's lineup just for funsies and watching like Zatch Bell, um, Prince of Tennis, March in Awakens romance into the filler parts of Naruto. <laughs> oh no. It's, it's the greatest it's the greatest thing of your life because it makes you feel like you're seven again. Oh no. He <laughs> <laughs> said filler after the Naruto. <laughs> Mike has a love hate relationship with that. With right. filler. Um, well, just with filler. <laughs> that's what I mean, yeah, with the filler. I've never finished uh Naruto and I know the entire story, so like it's like sad. Do you, do you mean you never finished Naruto or, or Naruto Shippuden? Did tell me you at least finished the original Naruto. Um. Okay. So I watch up to the point when Sasuke leaves, and then I stop. Oh God. There's so much more. No, that's a lie. So I watch up to when Sasuke leaves, and then once he learns the Rasengan, I'm usually out. Honestly, I've I've said to people in the past, you could watch to when he learns the Rasengan, maybe a little bit after when they still had it for Sasuke. Realistically, though, once he's learned the Rasengan, you can skip to Shippuden, and none of the rest of the original narrator will even phase you. You don't even need to need to watch it. Just skip straight to Shippuden, and you are sorted. <laughs> I've seen every fight in Naruto, which is the insane part. I've watched every single one of them multiple times. See, the thing I've is, just... if, if you've seen the fights, and if you know the story, then you can still respect it for what it is. You just... Yeah, it's like watching watching him fight Pain the first time. Still the coolest thing I've ever seen. I personally just don't get into this. I don't get into the story as much for Naruto because I don't like Sasuke. I've never That's... Liked Sasuke. Oh, wow, okay. Interesting. Yeah, like, I think... Because so, like, here's... You want you want me to go after Sasuke and like my problem is that the friendship that they say Naruto and Sasuke has I think doesn't exist and I think it only exists in Naruto's head. Um See the the hard thing is is no Sasuke does consider Naruto a friend but he is so fixated on getting revenge that he do, he tries to push that emotion so far out of himself that he he, he, I don't think he wants to kill Naruto because he would have had the chance to do so 
numerous times. So he considers him a friend. He even states, you are my only friend, but I'm not going to obtain the Mangekyo Sharingan by killing you like my brother did. I, know, I, I accept you as my best friend, but I'm not going to do it the same way because I don't want to be like him. So he definitely considers him a friend. He just cares more about his other objective. I mean, to be to be even more fair, the entire Uchiha clan is full of traitors and backstabbers. So. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. The the there is only two good Uchiha that I can ever ever think of, and even they're questionable at best. So you are completely correct. Yep. And uh, to end up the last question that I have, uh, what is your favorite weapon from all of anime? Um. That is hard, Dav. <laughs> that is very not... hard. Yes. If not the boosted gear from High School DxD, it's a good one. Um, Migi from uh, Parasite the Maxim. Good shout. I like. I, I just feel like. Listen, I I know I'm not gonna be the main dude where he gets you know, the whole thing happening to him. I sure would want to be. Yeah. <laughs> like it just. I just feel like getting Migi would be such a, such a dump. No, that's fair. That's not a bad shout. And right. um, did I did you know I'm gonna let you guys do your thing because I do have one thing that we talked about previous with the whole gatekeeping anime thing. Z- Z- you want to you want to zanpakuto? You know that's that's a good show, but I think when Dav's saying like pick pick a weapon, you'd have to be like more specific as to what what zanpakuto because there's like hundreds in in Bleach. See, so just saying a a, a zanpakuto yeah, like doesn't which, like which one of them would you want? Um, I, I know my answer. Go on, Mike. You go first. Uh, I would uh, actually bring it back to Naruto. I would I would go for a weapon in Naruto. Uh, one of the seven ninja swordsmen of the mist weapon, Samehada. Um, which is basically a fucking big shark attached to a weapon, uh, and it's, it's <laughs> absolutely that brilliant. Sounds... It eats your opponent's chakra, and it's it has teeth, and it's made of scales, and it it shredded. It doesn't slice; it shreds you. Um, and it's 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 the scythe is also a good shout. Um, that um, fuck, what's his name from the Akatsuki uses? Uh, but Samehada is is. Fucking um, just, just, guys, look at this shit. Look at this shit. Like, come on. It's a fucking shark attached to a fucking. Bl- oh my god, I love this weapon so much. Yeah. So yeah, Samahada. No, that's pretty. That's a pretty fair show. I mean, I'd have to go with um, Rui Bang and Jingu Bang. Uh, yeah. For those who don't know, that is the uh, staff which turns into a pair of gun nunchucks uh, that Sun uses in Rui. And yeah, those, those things are, are so dope. Just being able to do like the, the nunchuck spins and firing shotguns and shells off at the same time. It just it is so fun. Yeah, that, that that's a that's a good show. Um yeah. I I think that is a that's definitely up there for me. This is very, very interesting weapon for sure. Uh head captain Zanpakuto or Captain Hitsugaya Zanpakuto, both overpowered so I can see exactly what route you're going for. Okay. <laughs> I will be Although it's, it's, that's kind of funny team. because the head captain Zanpakuto is the most powerful fire sword, and the captain Hitogaya Zanpakuto is the most powerful ice sword. So you're gonna have to pick one there, buddy. You can't have both. <laughs> <laughs> it's not within the rules. <sighs> All right, now I, uh, I guess fuck it. Trigger warning. Apart for this next segment, we are going to be talking about gatekeeping. And I'm a firm believer that we need to uh, start gatekeeping anime a little bit better. Okay. That is a hot topic that needs to be elaborated on. Okay. So, I was wondering, do I mean specific person, creed, religion, things like that? Absolutely not. 
Personality type is what I mean. I have a list. Oh, if you recommend Death Note, you're gatekept. I want to talk to you. You're gatekept. <laughs> can Can you elaborate on that? Like, why are they gatekept? You're gatekept because your your recommendation to somebody within the anime community that you know that likes anime. I've met so many people that just got into anime, and one of the first things they say they say to me is, "Have you seen Death Note?" No, no, I haven't seen the third highest grossing shonen. No, I haven't. I haven't. To be fair. <laughs> I understand you haven't. I'm just saying that, like, I am the I am the outlier. Ba- ba- basically, if you're an anime watcher, don't recommend don't recommend Death Note. We've probably seen it, and if you haven't seen yeah. it, then you will definitely see it at some point in your life. It's like it's a good first question to say, like, have you seen it? The you should watch is where I get a little like. I feel like if you're banging on about it repeatedly, then I, I would agree. Uh, but to say you, oh, I recommend this once, then yeah, fine, I'll listen to you that once, but I'll tell you I've already watched it. Bang on about it, fuck off. Um, yeah, I agree. You've never tried going Super Saiyan, you're gay, Cap. <laughs> but, okay, okay, I have an argument for this one. I'm gonna play devil's advocate with you here. Warble, if you've A, never seen DBZ, B, don't like DBZ, or three, weren't around uh, in, in that kind of generation like we were. When we were kids, DBZ was the thing. Um, kids nowadays won't know as much about DBZ. That's fair. That's a very fair thing. However, this is my uh, response to that. I had never watched D- like before. I knew what anime was. I knew what DBZ was. Okay. Because how, how could you not? It's a it's a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Right? I go to a um, beach. I see Goku as, as in Dragon Ball, like in in Super Saiyan form somewhere to be a part of the anime community. Right. What we're gatekeeping is the anime community. Yeah. Say that you've never seen one of the most influential shows that has influenced all shonen ever. I feel like that's a, that's a moot point a little bit. You know what I mean, yeah. Uh, you could love Demon Slayer. You could love My Hero. You could love Black Clover. You're really gonna say that you don't know Dragon Ball Z exists or you don't know what Going Super Saiyan is when those three shows have not their own form of it, but like reference it kind of. I would I would definitely say that. You need to know what it is. I don't. I think there's definitely going to be some people who wouldn't have tried it simply for the fact they may not like the show. You, you may not like DBZ, I, and then you know. But I okay, I agree with that, Chad. I would I would elaborate on what Beaver said there, and I'd say if you've never tried one of the most popular abilities in anime, then that's fair. You know, you can go with Kam- the Kamehameha Wave. You can go Super Saiyan. You can go Rasengan. Um, probably not going to say any of the new gen stuff. Like if you go to turn around to me and start doing trying to do a Detroit Smash in front of me, I'm just going to laugh at you. Okay, this 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 is straight straight facts. But if you try to do one of the, you know, the progenitors of anime's abilities, then okay, okay, I can I, I can give like, you respect there. I feel like I'm about to get gatekept out of my own podcast at, at this point. Wait, okay, can we add narrator running into that? Because if you've attempted to narrator run, that's that's acceptable. <laughs> I, I have I have let, let me put this into perspective for you. I have not seen Dragon Ball Z. I have not attempted to do any, like, move from it. I have not seen Naruto. I have not attempted to do any okay. move from it, including running. Can I Can I be completely real with you? <laughs> when I'm saying gatekept, what I meant is, like, these, I feel like, are a list of requirements to be considered a part of the anime community. Yeah. I'm using the hot term, but, like, it's open for debate. When I say, like, okay, you have to try going Super Saiyan. You have to try, like, you have to have something in a show where you're, like, this was dope, and I want to try it because I want to act it out. Or if you're over the age of 16 to 18, this one's a moot point. Not 16 to 18, but, like, if you're over the age of, like, 16, moot point. Yeah. I, I'm willing, I'm willing, you know what I mean? Like, I'm compromisable. 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's 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 what I mean here. Yeah, yeah I, I can agree with you. Uh, there's definitely just some other ones I'd throw into that mix. Um, yeah, because yeah, that's that's a point. I never got into anime until I was like fifteen, sixteen, uh, and I started that with. I started with like a really obscure one, and then I got into like the okay, bigger ones. So. Yeah, that's something I have never personally done. So, but if I'd seen it as a kid, I fucking would have. So, Dav, I'm gonna have to rescind your license, and you're gonna have to pro- have to have a probationary anime license until we see you do that. Um, exactly. And I can't, okay, I can't give time, you next 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 time next time you see me, I'll narrow to run into the wall for you. There yeah, you go. there we go. There, I, I will. I will <laughs> you can have your proper license then. Okay, uh, I will say. Um, I've got the junior license. <laughs> made this list right and you feel free to add to it if you want in chat or anything like that number three is uh needs to have one uh, am i allowed to curse yeah 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 uh, no. you, you are not allowed to fucking okay. swear on this fucking just don't podcast. say don't just know. don't say the no, c word that's all that's no all fucking we restrict swearing anyway what i can't what i can't say uh, you can't say the Australian that. overused word. I'm going to try and say a stupid word. Like, I can't say country. <laughs> I can't can't say the first country. half of that word, no. You can say tree. <laughs> you need to have one dog shit anime that you love. Oh. It needs to be objectively horrible. Okay, but uh, when you say objectively horrible, does it have to be, like, is it... Co- okay, I'm just going to say it. Is SAO considered one of these? Yes. I hate the fact that it's considered one of these. I hate that so really? much. Because every single person who says they hate SAO actually loves SAO. It's bullshit. Dude, I love SAO, but I... Because because here's what you love about SAO. It introduces you into the world of anime. Most people I know that got into anime were introduced through SAO. So I can't be upset about it because it's opened my it's opened my eyes to so many things. However, the love story between Kirito and Asuna is atrocious there's way too much sa stuff and like he's a mary he's a gary still like, like i will fixes everything see okay i will i'll get two points there what i agree this is my agree point i agree for a fact that kirito and asuna's love story is too basic and that you know there's there's not enough there substance you know i get it they've been through trauma together they've drawn to each other it's it's lovely they have a love story it's definitely there it's just not as good as a lot of others the sa stuff I would disagree with, because if you look at Western media, let's take Game of Thrones for instance, that does have a lot of questionable things like that. I think some anime, I think anime is a whole need to start being braver and start veering into those kind of topics. Yes, with a trigger warning, for sure. But if you veer into those topics, if we start accepting the fact you can look at these horrible things like goblins and the big R uh, in like Goblin Slayer, for instance. Um, that fucking took me aback. I was like, holy shit, man. Episode one. Put, put, so put, put a warning down on these shows, but definitely start yeah, putting... I'd say, I'd say start putting more of them in it because the dangerous topics, it still adds to it in, into some degree. Game of Thrones, when, again, another example. When I say too much SA stuff, my it's not that it's in the show. Right. It's the way that it's handled is what... Ah, means. Okay, then, 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 that, yes, that, Alfheim, Alfheim. Um, yeah, like the first Alfheim. So, so this too, and and Gungale Online both annoy the hell out of me because of that. Interesting. It's like, it's like, so, like, it's like, it's like Kirito takes off. Like when Kirito stops um, the Alfheim thing, like when he goes out in IRL and actually fights the dude, that is the coolest ending. Oh mate, that that, that, that was that was that was brutal, one hundred percent. That was sick, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Gungale Online. We, what was the instance was in Gun Gale? Sorry, I I don't remember that. Uh, so it was the guy. It was like the brother, the two brothers. 
and uh, they would shoot the guy in the game. One of them would be in the game. They'd shoot someone, and then no, in, I, I know, I know. Oh, oh right. I meant what was the instance of SA in the gun yell arc? There was like, uh, there was, was there part, SA? I don't know if it was necessarily SA, but there was a part when like Kirito rushes to save this woman. Oh yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's that's. I'm not sure if he was about to SA or if he was just about to kill her. Um, I don't know which it was. From, I just assumed from my SA memory, was it was just kill. What what I want to highlight about SA, I know we're going off track a little bit here, but with the SA, I just want to highlight. I'm not sure if either of you. I know Dav started watching it. I'm not sure about you if you've seen Alicization. Um but they definitely, whilst they have overused SA, we'll say with they've overused it because they've used it in Alpha and they've used it in. GGO, presumably, and they've used really? it in um, Alicization. They definitely have learned to handle it a lot better, and that's that, that, the growth that it's shown. It's definitely harder to watch in Alicization, but at the same time, they've handled it a lot better, and, and they've really shown you like how dangerous this shit is, and, and how Kirito would react. Um, that is like a really good to know, only because also, the second arc of season two of SAO, really? where it got very into Austin's back, I didn't care. Okay, it wasn't my thing. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm gonna say trigger warning for anyone who who's in the chat real quick because someone's asked the question. Uh, I'm about to say what SA is in case anybody doesn't know. Uh, SA is for sexual assault. Yeah, there, there's a, yeah. yeah Tr trigger warning yeah. over. It's a very serious topic, and that's why, like, mm -hmm. I get frustrated when it's not handled well. If you watch like my stuff, you know that when it comes down to writing, writing, I'm not just a stickler; like, genuinely care. So, like, when it's not something that's handled well, it really, really, really frustrates me because it's not an easy thing, and it's it's a triggering thing for people. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I 100% so... agree. SEO is they've come a long way since Alfheim. Alfheim gives SEO a bad name. Um. Just, just that arc entirely. I mean, if it wasn't for that I... fact that we had that fucked up guy who's just trying to SA Asna, then you have two tentacle monsters as well. And I just don't think that those two pair together very well in the arc. Put it this way. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna say something, um, <coughs> which is a controversial point overall. Mm -hmm. I know what you say about it not being handled well in um, Alfheim. Um, I, as a whole, I, I don't have a, a comment on it either way, but I thought their portrayal of the guy who was doing it was really messed up in, in a way that I think shows you how messed up those people are. Yes. Um, it was... Oh, like, I, like I said, overall, I, I, don't, I don't feel either way whether or not it wasn't handled well or it was. It's not for me to say. So but I thought how they portrayed the messed up guy really made you feel like uncomfortable and disgusted by him, which is kind of what those what people like that are or some of them are like, and it's really messed up. But you, you you're not wrong, okay? They they definitely portray those guys. ALO and GGO is one thing in common when it comes to the SA dynamic, and that was that the assaulters were both fucked up, they were both completely obsessive over the assaultees. And they they would do anything within their power to to try and get them, and it was definitely portrayed that way. Uh, Alfheim unfortunately did it in such a creepy manner um, that it, it borderlined on you know you're showing this to teens, um, 
Like yeah. some of it was very close to to you know it, it was a bit it was harsh. See, whereas we we look at Alicization as well, where it's shown as more of like a kind of hierarchy sort of setting that they did it in. Then, um, kind of revenge on Kirito and Yujio. It it was definitely more of they handled it better and they did better plot points for it. Whereas mm-hmm. just saying, I, yeah, fuck I you will guys. Say because uh, someone uh, someone I was talking to brought this up. Um, and it was the 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 I and I agree with this. The biggest issue with it being an SAO, especially how it was portrayed in the first uh, in, in Alfheim, is it's that is so clearly a show for young teenagers. Um, I, I think they for for their audience, it was definitely too far. A hundred percent. If that exact same scene was in a show only for adults, I would say it's it's more of a debate at that point because you they, people could argue either side. Having that in a show for such a young audience and having it so, not only like so messed up, but like so, not descript, but you know, so, uh, it's so detailed in, in the stuff that happened it is too far. And I think that could absolutely cause harm. The to, one, to the one thing I'll point out there is, whilst we say it's for kids, I think the other thing we need, do need to remember is this whole anime is based off of killing people in real life. If you die in a game, and there are a lot of sad scenes in this show, it's I, I, geared towards at least sixteen, I'd say at least. I, was gonna say, I think I watched it when I was like fourteen. Um, yeah. But that being said, I was also really into anime and was trying to force my friends to be into it. Yeah. This yeah, is this is the but... hard thing, isn't it? Like I, I I say to people like I really want you to watch SEO, but I'm also like. But a lot of people drop it with with Alfheim. Just just skip past Alfheim next time, guys. Just just don't bother. <laughs> you don't need to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say if you want to get back to the gatekeeping, I have a pretty good yes. next one. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you must pine for one show to come back. Okay, oh. I can agree with that. Uh, I did that for ten years with Bleach, my friend, uh, and God. we got it back. <laughs> I can what? I can agree. Do I pine for any shows? I can't think. You gotta. You have to pine for at least. You have to have a show. That you watch, that you're like, damn, I want a season two. You kind of have to know in the back of your head that season one came out 15 years ago, and you're probably not going to get it. Does it does it have to be a show that like I know is never coming back, or a show that I just want more of? But, you just want more of. I don't think you could ever say never yeah. coming back. Like, isn't yeah, there's I no can... show you could ne- you could say 100 for sure it's never coming back. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, like Overlord. Like, I can't wait for the next season of Overlord to come out. I think Overlord is is a bit sorry. I think Overlord's a bit different there because Overlord is still ongoing and that is recent. I, I that's what I mean. Like, that, like, like, like Beef said, it's gonna be something that's been like it's been a while. Okay. Mine's Dead Man Wonderland or, or on High School Host Club. Dead Man Wonderland. That, yeah. Uh, I agree. Well, yeah, but I'm just I don't think they're ever gonna. No. I say I don't think they're ever, but probably not. Uh, I think it's highly unlikely. I think I'd say um, Seraph of the End, Seraph of the End, or um, the Asterix War. I, I would love either of those to Shiver- come back or Chivalry of a Failed Knight. I, I'm going to go with a really fucking obscure one. Uh, Legend of Black Heaven. Okay, I, I won't. You don't know that one? No, it's it's, it's, so- a, it's a stupid show, but it's it's fucking awesome. Um, basic plot is this guy used to be in a band and he was cool. Now he's just like... <laughs> middle-aged with a wife and a kid and just he wishes he was back in his good old days but somehow his music is able to power like the super weapon from an intergalactic alien space war and uh he they have to keep bringing him to the ship so that he can shred guitar solos to help power up their super weapon 
That's brilliant. Oh, that's uh, it's actually really fucking good. Also, the music is dope as well, which is why I love it. Um, that I'd have to say that one for me. Uh, one for the chat was Booster Rankin. Um, I saw that years ago. That was like young when I saw that. I was gonna say if it if it hasn't had a second season or anything new in the last five years and didn't have a complete story arc, I think it could be included. Yeah, I agree. Um, next one is going to be uh, recommends Boku no Pico. Get kept. Get kept. <laughs> uh, here's the thing: it depends who you recommend it to. If you recommend it as a troll uh, to your friend, I think that's okay. I, I can agree with that, but it's like <laughs> in terms of online being like, listen, you're you're giving the community a bad name. Genuinely, like. You're gonna have to be gatekept, guys. Like, I, it just, it just is. Um, Anyone who actually recommends Boku no Pico have problems. Yeah. Um. I've, I've never seen it. I just know what it's about, and I will recommend it to people as a troll because it's funny. It's like going to your friend and recommending School Days. Just, just don't do it. Like, I haven't even heard of that one. <laughs> oh, it's tough. School Days, tough. Um. <laughs> other so there's that uh this is a personal vendetta if you include dragon ball in the big three i hate you. well it's not i will i will happily run with you about this in a second 100 percent right that, this is more of a big thing about gatekeeping like people that think they're into anime but really aren't you know like can, can i add to this a second anyone who says there is a new big three because there's not there is one big three there's only one big three and there will never be another big three. Dragon Ball's not included in the big three because whilst, yes, it's a very famous show, it did not do as much for the anime community as people think as the big three did. It, the sales the big three had were phenomenal. The amount of influence they had were phenomenal. The amount of inspiration they've given to other animes was phenomenal. The stories, um, possibly some of the longest we've seen. The, the influence, some of the highest we've seen. Dragon Ball, whilst very popular, is nowhere near... The same in that sense. Now, it's considered, like, the godfather, because all three are, are inspired by Dragon Ball. But for influence, yep. and opening the door, we'll use that kind of metaphor, opening the door for other animes, it did nothing in comparison. Um, which yeah, is why there is only one big three. What are the big three? Who are the big three? The big three is One Piece, Naruto, and Bleach. Mm -hmm. um, I would forget I... One Piece. Now, One Piece is a hard one to remember sometimes, but I always say that, like, Dragon Ball is your grandfather because it came out in, what, 80s? Yes. The big three didn't start coming around until, like, <coughs> the 90s? Like, the, like the mid it, it frustrates the fuck out of me when people are like, what do they consider, like, the new big three, like, My Hero, Demon Slayer, um, and, and Black Clover. Even Black I, I nothing in the West about Black Clover. See, I see it all mixed up. I see My Hero, Black Clover, Jujutsu Kaisen, Demon Slayer, and Boruto. All those five are always mentioned within and like intermixed from different people. I'm like, look, you can't even make your own minds up. Like, it, it just yeah, makes would, no sense at all. I would say if there was a new version of the Big Three, that like My Hero, would, I would assume would be in it. If there was, but there is. Their fandom thinks it should be in it, but like, it's about it. Um, and I love My Hero, which is the crazy part. It's just one of those shows that, like, it's really cool and it's really influential, but, like, it can get... It, it's like, a, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, it's... wouldn't consider it in a new big three, because I don't... There isn't one. There, there, there just isn't a new big three, so you can't, like... Yeah. yeah it's, it makes no sense. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure... I'm, I'm pretty sure One Piece still... Like, volumes of One Piece can still outsell ones that they're saying are in the new big three, which is the crazy part. Well, probably. Yeah. Uh, what's next on the list? Uh, says Avatar isn't actually anime. Uh, wait, uh, sorry. 
this this always confuses me because I can never get this right. Are you referring to Avatar The Last Airbender? Of course. Of course. I have to check because I know people who don't refer to them either one correctly. Oh, yeah, it's anime. Like, listen, listen. It was... Obviously, it's a Western Nickelodeon production and, like, that kind of thing. But, like, sit there and, like... It's kind of like gatekeeping gatekeepers as well. Like, a lot of this list, like, understand, like, this is kind of, like, a fun ribbing in a way to me. Yeah. Honestly, like, it's not like, oh, I, I dislike you if you haven't done it. I genuinely dislike you if you're, like... Avatar is Avatar: The Last Airbender is an actual anime. Okay, imagine how many eight, nine, ten-year-olds are out there watching reruns of Avatar: The Last Airbender and seeing this animation style for the first time, and then getting the opportunity when they're like a little bit older to see something like Naruto, see something like Dragon Ball Z. Like it opens their mind to the possibility of anime, and yeah. like. like I think it deserves that honorary title, to be honest with you. I agree. I, I, got a, I got a question. I don't know what you said that made me think about this, but something in that made me think of a question. What would you say is a better... If you wanted to get someone into anime, what would you say is a better thing to recommend? A short two to three season anime or like a thousand episode anime to like get them in to the to their world? I, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's hard. I was going to say... Um, this actually isn't a really difficult thing for me to answer because okay. I wanted to do a video like this before. It's like how to recommend anima- animated people, and it's it's really simple. Do you like sitcoms? Mm-hmm. Depends on the sitcom, you but yeah. Sli- yeah, you should you should watch Slice of Life. You like I uh, see mystery shows. Yes, I know where this is going. Yeah, I get you. So yeah. recommend a genre that parallels with the genres that you like of rec of normal television. Yes. Like, yeah. Just it works a lot better that way because it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can recommend Dragon Ball Z to you. If you don't like fighting and you're not into like action, I recommend it. If you're not like you like romance, okay, what's your favorite like what type of romance? Oh, I like slow burns. You should watch Toradora. You should watch this. Like Yeah. It's... It, it, and more to, to narrow it slightly further off you said then. If the you know, for example, someone says they're like, Oh, they like, I like fighting and action and then you're like, Okay, do you, can, and they ask you for a recommendation of a specific anime in that genre. Would you normally be drawn drawn more towards a shorter anime so they can like dip their toes in and see if they like it, or go in with a big, massive one so they can just hit the fucking ground, run in, and just adore it? Which would you generally lean more towards? Do you think? So, as someone who's recommended anime for such a long time, to me, this is this is kind of the thing in the world that people aren't really getting into. So, my best friend has never seen anime really at all until we started watching it back in like 2020 mm-hmm. um we started our first action anime we watched together was full metal alchemist brotherhood mm-hmm. i feel like full metal alchemist brotherhood though it's a little bit longer is your best form of storytelling after that mm-hmm. i made him watch blue exorcist not because blue exorcist is good it's actually really bad yeah however <coughs> i say really bad i mean the show's pacing near the end just kind of says whatever and like it needed a i agree six episodes more to actually tell a cohesive story Mm -hmm. so like that's kind of frustrating with it like it didn't really take time to develop itself at all so when it comes to it i think when you're going to recommend anime you're going to recommend like an action anime start with the best and then when they ask you for the next one give them one that's mediocre because it's like do you just like good writing or do you like the genre yeah Mm. yeah i um my my partner never watched anime before we we got together (laughs) And I threw her in the at the deep end, um, namely because I thought it was the best action anime. I thought we had the best storytelling, I had the best plotline, and 
The other reason is, with a lot of us around our age, I mean, you're the same age as me, I think we got to 20, 23? 20, 23? Yeah. yeah. We grew up around, again, as we just mentioned, the, the big three. Um, so I, I think it also depends if you're watching it with the person or not as well. Um, as I was watching it with her, I threw her straight in with Naruto. I threw her straight in with it, held her hand through all 700 episodes, watched every single one. Then straight after that, we watched uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Good one. Um, to, to, which parallels exactly what you're saying there. Are you, are you in it for the genre you in it for the for the story what what, what you're in it and then after that i think it was it, we did sao so those are the first three that she was introduced to um we watched a couple of little ones in between there and now we're watching bleach so like it depends if you're watching it with the person uh for one like because then yes, you can take them through agree. like oh this episode's kind of naff you don't need to worry about this one as much as you could say them you say we still watch it but don't don't worry too much um or this oh my god you need to pay attention like this bit if you're not watching it with someone I wouldn't recommend something so big to start with. Um, but at the same time, I'd give them the option and say, like, look, yeah, here is the no. one of the best action story-based anime. You'll learn it yourself. If you're going to be an anime watcher, you're going to end up watching one of these three eventually anyway. Um, or at least 90% of anime watchers will, I say. Um, I will be breaking my own rule. Yeah? If you're talking to someone who hasn't seen anime ever and they're getting into it, that is the only permissible time you can recommend Death Note. The only permissible time. Yeah. We saw him watch that but together. That's, that's not breaking your own rule. You, you said if you recommend it to someone who's like an anime fan. Yeah. No, no. you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, it's... The next one is... I... Sorry, just to quickly... Sorry. It's all right just to throw my two pence into that one. Uh, do you know what my first ever anime that I watched is? Because it's, it's one that was just mentioned, and it's not a good one, apparently. Uh, Blue Exorcist. Blue that was the first ever anime I watched, and I, I, from that, I absolutely, I loved it. I thought it was a great show, um, and I thought it was like I just enjoyed anime at that point. And then I asked my friend, "Oh, can you recommend another one?" Uh, they then recommended uh, Fairy Tale, uh, and then that that really spawned my love just for anime. And but yeah, I started with a short, not not popular choice for being a good show. Um, and then into like did you one watch of the um, ones. like obviously that would have been years ago? Do you watch all of it like both seasons and the films of, of uh, I watched. Blue I remember. I remember. I watched two seasons on Netflix. Yeah, there was there was, there was two seasons of Blue Exorcist. They're remaking that. Um, yeah, they 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 they've just announced mm. that they're going to do a full reboot and a remake of it instead of Ooh, cool. doing another that season. Might be, that might be actually cool to see. Yeah. All right. Sorry. So, what was the next point? Um, I have two points left. This one is. They do not have another personality trait. Uh, elaborate. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's a really weird one. Yeah. Just as well. What do you mean by that? <laughs> yeah. Listen, you've all been in that phase of find something that most people don't know about and you don't stop talking about it. Get it, right? I'm with you. I, we, I'm on a podcast dedicated to that right now. However, I'm sure both of these. Uh, lovely gentlemen. Other <laughs> hobbies. Sorry, I've never been called a gentleman before. Carry on. <laughs> you guys are into video games. You guys are into mm -hmm. other things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You think you you need to be gatekept <coughs> out of the community until that initial hype goes away. Like the, the hype is palpable. I love it. I love watching it. I love seeing it. I also, am aware that mm -hmm. when you show up and you know. Or, out in a very public setting with about you know, a lunch table in a high school mm -hmm. and you stand up on a table and do a kamehameha mm -hmm. kind of making me look bad 
right? Yeah, you, you, <laughs> so when you first start watching anime, you, to, to TLDR that, you need to um, remember that you have other hobbies and other, other interests as well before you mm-hmm. join the anime community. Otherwise, you're just going to be a mess. You're, you're going to be a mess. <laughs> There's a time and a place to try instant transmission. It's not in the middle of fifth grade. It's not in the middle of math class. All right, in high school. Don't be that one kid not. running around the, the running around the playground in, in in school with Naruto running everywhere. Like you're you're gonna get pissed no, no, off. No. Mike, we all know that nobody should be that kid who goes, "I have the power of God and anime on my side." Like you just you're making the community look bad, and that's why you're king at the moment. It, when it's when it's subsided, you're accepted, loving arms. The last one, which is I think the most pertinent. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be a part of the anime community. You must have one anime that's like two. That's like, uh, uh, sorry. You have to have one anime that the title has to be like two sentences. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've got plenty. I have got. Plenty. I guess, what's, what's the current one that we're reviewing? Let me check the list. Sorry, sorry. To, to uh, add to that, you, that, that's that's gonna be an isekai, right? Like, if, if you're gonna have some of those two sentences long, you is ninety percent likely to be an isekai anime. <laughs> just, just one. Alright, so, <laughs> so one one that uh, we'll be covering the review for in a moment, um, I say in a moment, whenever it happens, uh, and the title is The Magical Revolution of the Reincarnated Princess and the Genius Young Lady. I don't even know, I don't know what that is, but you know what? If someone, if someone came up to me and they said, that's my, that's like, you know, I love this show, I immediately trust them in the community. Yeah, I, I love it. There's a couple I can the think of. Words. There was the, the story in which I was kidnapped by a young lady's school to be a sample of the common people. Um, what was another one? There was uh, World End, What Do You Do at the End of the World? Are You Busy? Will You Save Us? Um... <laughs> Fuck, there, there, there's so my mental choices are completely interfering with my uh, with my school romantic comedy. Um, I love the ones which have like stupidly long titles. It's wait, so fun. wait, my my favorite one. I want you to make a disgusted face and show me your underwear. That's an anime <laughs> title. <laughs> like, you get my point. Where it's like I get I can't see chats. So I have no idea where there's agreement, where there's disagreement. I'll <coughs> tell you though. This, this is this is from being in eighth grade, showing up in a manga, like not showing up in a manga with a manga, and being bullied relentlessly until I was about fourteen years old because I read manga openly in school. You know what? They gate kept me from life. You know who should be like... <laughs> you know who should be gate kept? Anyone who bullied the manga kid in school. If you bullied yeah. the manga kid in school, then fuck off. You're not welcome in this community. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on. Basically, when I turn 14 and go into high school, all of a fucking sudden, everyone's like, "Oh my, you seen Death Note?" Yep. Oh, it's like, I, just like, no, you hated anime like a minute ago. Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I, I watched Death Note for the first time when I was 10. Please, that's 13 years of watching and rewatching it. But I don't want to hear it. I I love it. I love talking about it. The way that <clears throat> I got together with my significant significant others, we stayed up till five in the morning. I was in high school, talking about Death Note, and she is the most wonderful person. That like she can break down L and Light Yagami better than anyone I have ever met in my entire life. If it wasn't for Death Note, yeah, wouldn't have happened. So I owe the show a lot. I just really don't want you to fucking recommend it to me. Yeah, yeah, I I can I can I'm, agree. I'm... I'm going to say something that is I it's it's annoying because it's controversial but it's also controversial to myself because I disagree with my own statement. Um I 
in a part of me now hates like how popular anime has become to the point where it is so mainstream i remember being a, a young teenager and having this group of friends uh, we bonded over the fact that we liked anime and it's like like none of the cool kids like anime you know this is our thing you know and anime is cool to us you know, and we got bullied for it and all sorts of stuff like that. And like you said, we've now turned around and like, all of those kids who bullied us are now like, oh man, have you seen this anime? This is actually really cool. Seven years old like, in love with My Hero Academia and that's insane to me. Yeah. I and I'm, I'm, I'm also here going like, hang on a minute. Where's the recognition that I deserve for liking this? Where's my I survived the anime like bullying it? badge? I, I, no, I, like, where, where's, where's the whole th- I'm not now going around going oh yeah I liked anime before it's cool where's my recognition for that but it's like I hate when something that's like I, I felt part of like a community you know when I first got into anime now I don't feel part of a community as much anymore because it's so mainstream that these people who are and again this is partially because of you know being bullied as a kid these people who as far as I'm concerned are, I look at them and I think oh they're gonna bully me even though they like the same thing, they're part of this community as well. Like that's, I, 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 so I hate, I hate that like this thing that I love has become as popular as yeah. it is to the point where the people that I don't want to be part of the community are also part of. The community. I also part of it. But at the same, but at the same time, I will never say we should exclude people from the community. Like I will never, I will never like hate on people or you know try and uh, oust them from stuff like that because I, I also think that's wrong. But I also hate now that people are in my thing. This <laughs> is why my list of gatekeeps exists. Like, like, yeah. yes. Notice how all my gatekeeping are things that you can just do. Yeah. Like, it's not difficult to do these mm-hmm. things. It's like, hmm, go through the pain, the whatever of like, yeah. I, I do the Death Note one because it's funny, but it's like, try your favorite move. Um, watch shows that you wouldn't normally watch. Yes. Learn about can... what the community is and like, yeah. Isn't to be like oh like whatever. Think of it like instead of seeing it as like there's people that now loving it because it's mainstream and it's the thing to love. Think of it like you're just the older brother in the community now. Like that's really all you yeah. are. Yeah. Like you have a good older brother about it. You can have a light little hazing and being like, nah, you can't actually be a part of the community until you have a favorite show that has two sentences. Mm-hmm. Like I can I can understand what, I, what I you're wanna... saying for for sure, and I still think I... like. Whilst we're saying that it's definitely more mainstream now, this, this, I think people need to remember as well, it is still a stigma against it. There is still a massive stigma against There's still lots of people who think it's weird, lots of people who still get bullied for it. But I, I'll disagree. Uh, And I'll play, I'll I'll play devil's advocate a little bit here because whilst we're saying like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of sad, you know, it's, it's mainstream now, you know, that used to be our thing, used to be cool. I'm happy for it, because if my kids are going to grow up and, mm. and enjoy anime now, they can go to school without fear of being bullied for it. Mm-hmm. And that that's, and also, that's a huge... To give Devil's Advocate, because it's as popular now, it gets way more funding, so we get way more cool shit. Exa- exactly. So it's it's it has, it's it's good for it. And you know, most, you know, there's that nostalgia thing, yeah, we're, you know, we're probably a bit selfish or you know kind of kind of what's the word uh remorseful even of it because you know we were bullied for it so we're kind of bitter that's the word i took for bitter over the fact that <laughs> yeah you know oh we were bullied we were bullied for it so you should be too you know kind of, kind of thing 
it's 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 the point now you know it's, it's that anime protagonist growth kind of moment that now where you just gotta let go and you just gotta let people you know accept the fact that this is happening and this is this is what it is you know not everyone's gonna love it so there's definitely always gonna be some people like it's like fucking sitcoms like we say of it is it's like a soap opera you know not everyone's gonna like it people are gonna shit on you for watching it but at the same time if you yeah. like it you like it Dav, i'm pretty sure you watch cory and I'll shit on you all day for that because it's <laughs> fucking awful. I don't anymore. I but... don't anymore. And not not because I'll say this. Not because I uh, have any other reason that I just didn't have the time to keep watching yeah. it. Um, one more. Yeah, go on. One more. Um, if you've never had your parents or somebody you know walk in during a scene that for some reason is much more overtly sexual than it should be, yep. Um. Um. So. 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 I was watching High School DxD for the first time downstairs in 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 the living room on my laptop. My parents were asleep. I had my headphones on. And bear in mind, they were noise suppression headphones. I could not hear anyone come downstairs. Before watching it, I'd spent a good half an hour trying to find the uncensored version because I didn't want to find the look of the stickers all over my fucking screen. Oh, I fucking hate the stickers. I'm watching it. My dad comes down the stairs first, <laughs> and he sees um, Rhea's butt naked ne- next to Issei I need to smile as he puts his hand on my shoulder and he says I hope it's a good one son walks off for a pee <laughs> goes back upstairs and, and goes to sleep my mum comes down about uh, uh, 45 minutes later and it's roughly a similar scene again this time with Akuno and uh, she takes my laptop from me and she's like Lee what the fuck is he watching and um my dad says, like, leave the boy alone. He's he's a teenager. He's a growing boy. But anyway, this is the same dad who used to uh, throw ka- Kamehameha waves against me in the living room. We just used to fucking play anime fight all the way through the day. And no, my I'm stepmom so who... And, and, and my stepmom who, who had, like, never experienced any of that because at the time it was just me and my dad. And, um... But we used to like resending the shit out of each other and shit like that. So he understood. My mom on the other hand didn't. And the so amount of looks I got. Um I always remember my dad seeing my search history and the first time he saw a head die in the search history, he was like, Well, if that's where you're into, wherever flows you go, son, I I'm there with you. <laughs> like, for fuck's sake. Respect, man. <laughs> I hope it's a good one. That's that's phenomenal. That's so funny. I don't think I've I've never been walked in on watching lewdness in anime. Um, it's a rite of passage. Surprisingly. It's a rite of passage and it's one that you're gonna just get one day and you won't even, won't I even know, know why. I know I have done, and it was the first time I watched High School DxD, and it was with a room full of people because it was at one of my house parties, and my friend just put it on the on like the big TV, and we were all just there was like fifteen of us just watching High School DxD. It was the weirdest moment I've ever had because it was like it was a house party, you know. So it's like you know what a house party's the kind of people who go to a house party are like, you know. And there's alcohol, drinking games, we're having a great time. And then suddenly these 15 boisterous people are all just engrossed in this, like, one of the best written animes of all time that also just has boobs everywhere. It was a surreal experience, but it was awesome. And this was how 15 anime fans were born. <laughs> I'll be honest, it's it's close to how one anime fan was born. Cough, cough, Mike, cough, cough. Look, 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 wait, we're not talking about it. Um... Um, but, like, honestly, like as you're saying, like, 
I am really happy there's more people in the community. I am really happy that, like, it's getting yeah. larger. Like, at the end of the day, like, it's fun. I also just want to be able to have fun with the community itself. Like, ultimately mm -hmm. speaking, everyone has their preferences. Everyone has the thing that they like, they dislike, whatever. To me, the, a lot of these are just kind of rites of passages, and that's why I'm saying gatekept, because it's like, yeah, sure, go for it. I'm used, like, focusing on the word when in reality, it's just, it's a rite of passage. Like, you just... Yeah, I know what you mean. It's fun. And, like, a lot of it, um, a lot of the rites of passages are, like, things that we've all dealt with and then had to ha like just had to do if you haven't had a conversation of who's stronger and goku was not one of the characters you're not an anime fan yeah fair. i shouldn't say you're not an anime fan but like you haven't done it yet and if you're you say superman no. is stronger than goku you are not an anime fan <laughs> that's just my hot take because fuck you bitch like mine is like it's like who win the fight uh, Vegeta, or and then they just say some obscure ass character like Adam Sandler. I don't. Can I? I, I want to say there's actually two things I want to say, and one is harken back, but I'll do them first. Uh, beef, my friend. You need to go and listen to the last podcast we did. Uh, so it's a special one. It wasn't like the full review one. We did um, quizzes as part of it, and uh, our friend Elliot, who unfortunately wasn't, it could be here today. He's um, he's a massive DPZ fan and Mike quizzed him on DBZ stuff. If you want to see someone who, who says that they're an anime fan look like the least anime fan possible, watch that and listen to my answers. Uh, every answer I gave, I, I watched more and more of Elliot's soul just leave his body. Because <laughs> I've never seen it, and I just gave the worst answers I could think of. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is, I know we, we, we've gone away from it, but I really want to point it. I really want to draw a point to this. When I know that I say, like, you know, I wish that, like, you know, the community wasn't as big or, like, people weren't in the community and stuff like that. I feel, I'll be honest, I genuinely feel privileged right now to be in the position I am where I'm on a podcast with, you know, a, a good friend, having guests who are cool people. Um, and I want anybody who ever comes, like, into this podcast and into, specifically into, like, our sphere, that this is, this is a safe space for anime and like there is you know you you've seen how we are with each other on on the stream we we take the piss out of each other and we have a laugh with it like but there is absolutely no hate or or malice in anything that we do or say unless you're one anyone sorry, anyone, sorry. I, I actually didn't i couldn't actually make out what you said oh good good um, <laughs> Um, but like, <laughs> but no, like I don't want anybody to, to who is who is you know watches this podcast or is in our Discord or sees us on Twitter or anything to feel like any one of us actually hates or wants to gatekeep you you know anything like that you know this is I know this more mainstream now and it, it's not like it was but I know how much of a stigma has been and uh, oh that's what you said or uh, is, I did. I did. you know is is. Uh, you know, there's a stigma around it, and there's especially when you were younger as well. Because to be honest, kids are fucking assholes. Um, we want you to feel like you're comfortable here, even if you know, even if you are. I know Mike jokes about it, but even if you are like a One Piece fan and you think the One Piece is the best anime in the world and stuff like that, it's like you are still welcome here. We will, you know, we may joke about it, but it's never to be mean because that's how that's how we bond, especially being in South Wales, from which is where we're from. We bond by taking the piss out of each other, you know. So I really just want everybody who's here just to find comfort and, and just find friends and just make this a happy place and 
Mike, just I want stop everyone doing that. Go back <laughs> to my YouTube channel and recommend Death Note to me. That's what I actually look, want. Look, 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 look. It's deserved. Can I, can I? Can I also just say, everyone go and go to his YouTube channel anyway. Just watch yes, content. go to his YouTube content. channel anyway. And, and whilst I may partly be joking about One Piece, okay, look, if you're a One Piece stand, then fuck off. If you're a fan, if you're a fan, you're welcome. If you're that asshole who thinks it's, it's, it's like white supremacy, just in this in anime case, it's One Piece supremacy, please leave. And I'll yeah. show you the door. You're, you're allowed to be a fan of whatever you want. Oh, just if, don't if, be a dick if and shove it down your throat. If you're one of those One Piece fans that came onto the narrator poll to ruin the 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 character poll um, so that we'd get a manga of the most hated character in narrator, then you can fuck off. Uh, and I TLDR did, for anyone who that. doesn't know I did that. that. Just because I know you, Mike. Uh, and anyone who did that, uh, I hope there is a special place in hell for you to burn. Um, knowing, knowing. Wait, did they get? Did the most hated one get picked? We we don't know yet. We'll we'll know soon. But TLDR oh, okay. for anyone who doesn't know, One Piece fans I sure were. I hope the author understands. I I hope he understands or like they understand that. Sakura wasn't the move. No, and I, I hope that he, he does something about it, because, anyway, as, as I was saying, TLDR, for anyone who doesn't know, um, One Piece fans were bragging all over Twitter that uh, they were going onto the narrator poll to vote for Sakura so that Sakura would get her own little spin-off manga. And, see, uh, I hope they burn in hell. See, now that's, that's different. Because that's not me... That's not me... Hang on, brain. That's not One Piece fan. That's people who are arseholes. There is a difference. You can be a fan of... Yeah, you can be a fan of whatever you want, but much like, and I'm not going to go into any more than what I'm about to say, no one else is allowed to, much like things like, you know, religion and politics, you're allowed to believe whatever you want to believe. I don't give a fuck, but you need to also respect that other people can and will believe uh, and, and you know, like different things to you, and you need to respect that. I agree, yeah. And that's that's the that is the main thing. And it's like if you're in here and you're a One Piece fan, I know how much my shit's on it. But like, I don't think he actually has true like. I don't think he actually would actively dislike someone who is a One Piece fan oh, no. just for the sake of being a One Piece fan. No. If they are the people who went and voted to be a dick, then yeah, they can fuck off because they're being a dick. If you're a One Piece fan that doesn't shut up about One Piece though, then yeah, I probably wouldn't like you either. Um, but that's um, just based on preference. If you came in here and that's you the same about everything. genuinely you love Boku no Pika, I may have questions for your parents, I may have <laughs> questions about your childhood, however, I accept you, I love you, and like, I don't ever want to be presented like somebody who doesn't want people to be included or be a part of something. Yeah, I, I, I just kind of want to have fun with everyone. Like, yeah. To me, this is just kind of fun with everyone, where it's like, you're in the community and you've been in this community for a long time, you can hear some of these and be like, I get it. You yeah. both were like, I get it. Then some of them you're like, that doesn't make any sense or like why would i do that and then you can learn about more stuff like if it was on like, if i came out here and was like oh no if you think x you're not allowed it no it's like, yeah all right you're gate kept until you do this and it's like a small recommendation that's kind of funny yeah it's not about what you think it's about how you act exactly if you um well i jesus i almost said the word if you act like a word i'm not allowed to say you can just fuck off I'll because see you next you Tuesday. You are that word. You are that word. I'm not allowed to say. You, but you know, like this is this is one of the reasons that like I I've been I've liked the two people we've had on this podcast because it's like neither person has said or been of like the, or portrayed like 
you are wrong if you think this or like this or believe this. They, you know, they, they, and that's that's the community that e- the, every community should have. Yes. And that's, and I'll say this as well from watching his videos, that is the community beef fosters on his channel as well. Oh, damn it. I thought of another gatekeep. Shit. Go on. <laughs> We've got time. We got I've, time. Got, I've got a great one to add to that, which is a great gatekeep, which is just simply don't be a dick, but go on. Yes, completely agree. But <laughs> if you ship characters who are completely toxic together, you're gay, Kevin. Mm. Uh-huh. What I mean by that is Akuko and Deku should not be shipped. Why? Okay, no, I disagree. I'm sorry. Bakugo and Deku being shipped together, Bakugo cares for Deku immensely. But after a certain yeah. point, if you ship them pri- in like season one, then you've got problems. If you ship them now, and I've only started recently shipping them after they've seen the way Bakugo reacted to Deku, when Deku was all banged up, then I, I, I will accept That's that. Fair. That's fair, but you, like, I, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. and I have a great it's example. Not, of that. It's not actually like you shipping characters. Shipping is fun, right? Yeah. Let me let me rephrase. It. It's not it's not shipping that's the issue that want that I want to be gay kept. It's toxic shipping. Like, yes. Your author may have your character going in a direction with another character. If your head canon is that they're not together, I don't care. What you want to do, say what you want to say, be like. Doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. fun. It should be fun. Same thing with, like, Ruby ships. I really think Penny and Ruby are going to be together. Probably not, right? It's a great ship. That's just a chaos ship. I love like, it. It's just it's just fun to me to be like, oh, yeah, that like, you know, they're cute together. When you take it too far, when you're actively mm-hmm. harassing and bullying other people, including yes. artists or, like, stuff oh, like that. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. Like, you should be gatekept. Yeah, this is... One hundred percent, I agree. I, there was there was a Neji and Hinata ship, which was kind of like fucked up around the tuning exams arc, and that was just that. that that was you, no. He was abusing her at the time, you know, the, the siblings or cousins or whatever. I shipped Naruto and Eno for the longest time. Um, That's a cute one. A, a just creator, I love Eno. <laughs> a creator of a manga or an anime or a light novel, or whichever any medium that the person creates it's their creation they're entitled to do whatever they want with it if you don't like it fine if it you know if it puts you to the point where you're just going to stop watching it altogether i potentially think that's a bit extreme but also fine don't harass them to change their own creation because of how you personally feel exactly remember that massive controversy with my hero when um the in the tv show uh is it mumi moma girl who makes body fat into weapon oh yeah yeah yeah. i know who you're talking about i already see a controversy with that go on okay so in the show they made her uh in in the manga she's a little bit I want to say pudgier guys look at me I'm a I'm a big boy so like when I say like <laughs> please please right, can I use the term fat am I accepted into the fact yeah no, fuck it she's, she's a little overweight like she she because she has to eat a lot of fat to be able to use her quirk right yeah that's fine nothing wrong with that you mean Momo Momo in the show she is like, like hot lot, as shit in more, the show I'm sorry yeah, like, she's, she's like snatched like the fuck like, you, do you not know what snatched is or Oh, yeah, no, no, I know what Snatch is here. Yeah, honey? Yeah. Like, I don't know. She's a lot more, like, uh, skinnier. Yeah, lie on my side. I remember reading that controversy where it's like, like they were they were up in arms freaking out because it's like, you took away this. It's like, okay. In the anime, does she still use body fat? Because I don't think I've ever seen that mentioned in the anime. Uh, they say she uses lipids, which is body fat, so. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Welcome back, Master G. don't really think it's an issue, per se. I think it's a lot more of like, hey, look. We're drawing her sleeker, we're drawing her whatever, like, 
no character is going to perfectly translate from anime to manga, and I, I mean manga yes. to anime. Oh, oh, you're right. No, you're right. To you're be right. fair, to be fair, look at her in the manga. She's not like she, she's she's not fat or even pudgy, but she's slight. I'd say slightly thicker. Yeah. But no. it's like it's it's no it's one of those things where it's like if you're going to harass the mangaka or the artist or things like that, like because they made a creative <sighs> choice. Come on now. No, Lost. Yeah. The, like, the, the difference I between think... her manga and her anime is so minute that I would not be able to tell unless I put them side by side. So if you're being harassed you for that, like, you can't even notice. Like, heck, I, I'm actually double guessing if like, it even is a difference. Yeah. Like, I, I was. Harassment Momo is never. Momo from my good. hero. Like, we, we know this. Like, harassment is never something that should be done, should be condoned, anything like that. But if, like, uh, an, uh, a company takes an artist's creation and then changes it, but the original artist like had no input and didn't want that changed, then fuck the company. But but no, what you're saying is absolutely correct. It's like if it's all, yeah, no, I can't tell a difference. This, I, I was gonna say like, this will get saying. this will get me heat, but I will stand by it and die by it. The main reason why I couldn't get into Steven Universe, the fandom just ended up being so toxic about a lot of I agree. stuff. I agree. I agree. I agree. Like it made it hard for me to even like the show. Yeah, it could be a very great spot, and it, and it could talk about a lot of social issues and do a lot of stuff. It's fantastic. You also bullied a girl who drew a character who was plus size skinny to trying to, um, you know, not be here anymore. Fuck that. Fuck those people. Fuck maybe them. maybe you're not the good guys. That's all I'm saying. No, you you should never tell someone not to be here anymore. Like fuck. If you say that, fuck you. That you are. The you're not even the scum of the earth. You're worse. Hospitalization. And that's my problem because she drew fan art. And then oh, that's even oh, fuck off. Sorry. Like what I'm trying to say is that like mind you, I'm aware there's an aspect of the of the fandom that is not that. Right? Why would it be all that? However, y'all aren't doing a good enough job keeping out the crazy like gatekeeping. People just yeah. be mad to be mad. I 100% agree. Yeah, I, I agree with Master Chief. They, they they really will hate on any little thing. Like I still don't get... The, I'm sorry, I'm still fathoming the Momo thing that you've just brought up there. Like, I don't see it yeah. at all. I, I, I'm so I'm gonna, confused. I'm going to use some words here that I don't know if officially will get me in trouble. Um, but know this, if I use them, nobody else here condones what I'm saying, only I'm saying them. Yeah. We, we live in a generation of snowflakes and hate culture everyone's entitled to be offended by things they are right that's not what i'm saying but people the reason i say snowflakes is like people get offended over things that they have no right to be offended over if someone draws fan art of a character that you like and that person decides to draw them as a plus-sized version of themselves you have no right to be offended by that like one that's not even your fucking creation so fuck off and two, who gives like who gives a flying fuck about if somebody else wanted that character to be to look different? You know, that's no in no way is that person being hateful towards you. No, you're right. Oh yeah, it's the same thing where it's like, look, you know, under, like you're you're being. This will make them very upset. You're being the same people that get upset when Ariel is a person of color. And yeah. you're you're being the exact same person. Either stand by your principles or don't. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like don't oh, try. To, like just don't try to be that person because you think it's 
whatever like yeah. characters can mean a lot to you and i understand that they can feel like family especially when they come into your life mm -hmm. but because they mean something to you doesn't mean they mean something to me or you guys or like that kind of thing that doesn't mean that you need to be harassed yeah. for it it literally just means like hey being hateful being derogatory like what does that actually do like, genuinely like, like what does that do hate breeds hate yeah. i agree with what star said this is this is much like mike's rant about hogwarts legacy and cancel culture and hate oh, culture. Oh God! I'm not getting into that right now. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say something that is, I guarantee people would have a go at me for, but I don't care. And it's like it's the new Scooby Doo designs, right? They've like changed the ethnicity of characters and stuff like that. Do I, do I agree with it? I think it's up to the creators. Do I like it? Do I think it looks good? I mean, who cares? That's my personal opinion. I may or may not think it's a good choice it doesn't change you know i'm not then going to go out and hate on people for that that's my opinion other people might like it and I think the show should be called mindy uh because last time i checked uh Mo was smart intelligent and not a self-insert character but um that's my personal opinion i also think to be fair i do think it is stupid the fact that they've taken scooby-doo out of scooby-doo like that's, that's I'm sorry stupid. i'm sorry whilst, whilst, whilst i'll say about the the velma stuff like they basically only change their skin color i'm just sorry just look at the screen you call this shaggy sorry i gotta be honest Ooh, i i have a comment about that they wanted Let to make shaggy a mantle like how Superman's a mantle, or Batman's a mantle, or whatever's a mantle. I'm with you. I'm wearing a yeah. Scooby-Doo shirt. This is, mm -hmm. as a child, this is my like favorite show. I have a Mystery Machine thing up there. Like a lot of stuff I own is Scooby-Doo because Scooby-Doo <laughs> is like some of my favorite media. Exactly, Master Chief. This is what they turned Shaggy yeah. into in Velma, yeah. um, and it's. And I it's ridiculous. They've ruined him. And yeah. this is not Shaggy. You look at this uh, character, you see nothing reminiscent of Shaggy by the fact sure. that he's wearing similar I, I clothing. Two comments. And I have two comments. I, I just don't see on, how man. you can... Like, okay, maybe he's... I don't even think he's called Shaggy in Velma's show, actually. I think they call him Norville. Um, his, his actual name, yeah. But it's it's ridiculous. Like, I've cosplayed this guy. I've gone to World Book Day in school as Shaggy. Like, you, you don't physically... You can't compare the two if you wanted to add a black character for representation into this media make a new character you don't need to change it so what if the whole of the scooby-doo uh, mystery inc characters are whitewashed that is because that's how the original artist intended for them to be if he wanted an asian or a black or an indian person in the the mystery inc team he would have done so or she would have done so i'm not sure if the creators are he or she um but they didn't. Yeah, but but they didn't do that. Is is the point? So the fact that someone's gone out of their way to now twist their ethnicities mm -hmm. based on the fact that these this is what they were originally meant to be, it's mm -hmm. disrespectful to the community and the culture and and everyone who loved the show as a whole. You want a new character, um, add them in. The only one who I will say who I'm fine with is is Daphne because her design is barely any different. Barely, you can tell I, that she's I, a different ethnicity, but barely. But I I have two points. So the first being. Also, harkening back somewhat to like sort of acceptance and stuff. I know that if Mike met someone who liked the new design, he would respectfully disagree with them. You know, uh, it's the word respectfully that I think makes disagreement fine. You know, you, you know that other people are entitled to their own opinions and stuff. But I, I really have to say, and this actually bothers me um, about that new Shaggy. Um, and I am so shaggy his whole character is that he's basically a giant stoner it's what he was i feel like they could have picked something that looks significantly less like a stereotype to replace the stoner character with 
like, you know that, the crazy that thing is? That seems very distasteful. That's like a misnomer. Like, that's the thing that frustrates me the most. Like, I own Scooby-Doo Where Are You, which is the first run of the series. I have own a bunch of uh, What's New Scooby-Doo. I've seen every single Scooby-Doo show you could imagine. Like, the thing that frustrates me is they're like, oh, Shaggy's a stoner. Uh, Fred and Daphne are this. Velma's a lesbian, right? Lesbian? Velma has always been, like, a little queer-coded. It's fine, yeah. That wasn't the only thing about the character. There were other things she was... Like, she was smart, she was interesting. Shaggy made... Sorry, I'll be honest. I had no idea that she was even vaguely queer. I just, I always just thought that I, she was I, the I, I want to bring this back full circle in a second. Just remember, <laughs> this is a kids show. This it's a it's kids a show. show, and they are bringing politics and stereotypes, and they're bringing cultural representation, and they're trying to fill what is a kids show into this. And I don't even think Velma is geared at kids now, um, no, which is the the most like... dis- disgusting thing because it's 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 a kids show. Kids watch this, and you're trying to fucking. We shouldn't be you... preaching this shit in front of them. I don't know why I love Scooby Doo. I was yeah, the fucking wrong. biggest bitch as a child. After. Um, I used to look at scary movie titles, like like you know, like DVD cases. My brother to scare me used to throw those in my face and be like, "He's gonna get you!" And I'd like run and scream yes. and cry until I was about five years old. And I remember being I've been watching Scooby Doo because I I own so much stuff of him and thinking like, "Ow, he's scared of everything just like I am." Mm. Yeah. And he still does what, like, he still is able to go through it because, like, he's brave. He's still the hero. <laughs> he's still stopping the bad guy, and he's still doing it, so why yeah. can't I, too? So, like, I would watch Scooby-Doo, and then I'd go to, like, a scary movie case and, like, grab it and, like, look at it for a second. And then I'd throw it across the room because I was scared. But, like, <laughs> like Scooby-Doo I, the kids, see, I yeah. think, is a lot about bravery and a lot about, like, yeah. All the things, things that they've brought into it are not needed. What you've just highlighted there is what Scooby-Doo is about. And Lauren has asked me a very interesting question, actually. Lauren's my partner for You Don't Know Beef. And because I, I, I just said, uh, when you said about Velma being a lesbian, I said, like, le- being a lesbian, there's nothing wrong with it. But I believe showing it in front of children, bear in mind how young they can be watching this, isn't the right thing to do. Because we've been over this in, in a private call as well, is the fact that mm-hmm. kids are impressionable. You can... Yeah. Impre- impressionate them with sexuality and other things and it is Imagine you don't like need this in this kind of media like it's okay to like, oh, yeah exactly it's okay when it's okay to t- so we, we wouldn't tell our kids that, <laughs> that we're having sex a, ma- a male and a woman a man and a female wouldn't tell our kids at, at this age where they're watching this oh yeah we're going upstairs to, to have sex would we? No, you wouldn't. So why would you put it? I went upstairs to fuck you. Ex- ex- exactly. So you you wouldn't no. do that. The point is, what I'm saying is, the point is, what I'm saying is, is that you can say in front of kids, this character is lesbian. That's fine, but you don't need to make mm-hmm. it their whole identity and keep throwing it down that child's yeah. throat. You do not I need to do you're that. Lesbian, like you're relegated to. That's the only part. Like your representation is that the only yeah. personality trait they're allowed to have is that. Exactly. That's like, her whole her yeah. whole identity also, now sorry, is that you, she's a lesbian. You said, imagine you're a lesbian and then paused, and I thought, damn, if I was a lesbian, <laughs> damn, if I was a lesbian. I'd, be, I'd be hot. <laughs> like, you, you, can, you can tell a child, yeah, mummy likes girls. Mummy is in love with women. I had that. My, my birth mother is a lesbian. So I, I can say, I can, I can, yeah, exactly, I do. But I could tell you for a fact, and this is my God's honest opinion, is that if I was raised around 
my birth mother, I genuinely feel like there would have been a high, higher probability that I could have been gay. I could have liked the same sex. I genuinely believe that. It's a fine to believe that, but I, this is why I say that showing it in front of children and throwing it down their throats is not the right thing. You can tell them that you're fine, and that's fine. But you don't need to... I think this clarification needs to be made, unfortunately. Yeah. You are not saying is, uh, therefore, you can't have those characters in those shows. No, exactly. Or tell, exactly. Or yeah, tell your children that no, no, no. people exist. I, and I, I'll bring this to what Master Chief said in his words, is it's you don't, it, you don't want girl kids to be force-fed this shit. So, yeah. Lauren just put something in the chat. It's sexuality. And the <laughs> first word of that is sex. We don't bring sex into it, period. Whether it's your sexuality, your sexual That's orientation, cool. sex. No, I know, but I'm just pointing the thing out. You don't bring it into it. It's fine to have these characters in the show. It's fine to tell your children what their sexuality is. You just don't keep force-feeding uh, it to them. I was going to say, this might catch me heat, but I, I said it before in the uh, private chat with you guys. Uh, last time, I mean, I don't check this because why would I check this, but seven-year-olds don't get erections, so why are we talking about sex with seven-year-olds? Yeah, no. I'm like, look, okay, so Lauren just broke something there because she can't type. I wouldn't even. I'd say the same thing about heterosexual relationships as well. I don't think we need to throw down like, the throat. Yeah. I don't yeah, think you need to throw down the throat that these guys are straight, that they're going to be banging. You don't need to. Whether it's heterosexual or gay, you don't need to be making sexuality if, their identity. If Scooby, if Scooby and the gang stopped for a moment to go over relationship drama at age seven, I would have I would have been pissed. This is a kid's show. Like, you wouldn't do that in a kid's yep. show. I would have been like, I don't yeah, care. Don't and that's what I'm saying is wrong. Solve. Solve the mystery. Sorry, I was having two two conversations at once. Lauren just said there, and a lot of uh, kids shows like, oh yeah, but two heterosexual people kiss. And I'm saying, I don't think we need that. We don't need kissing, hugging, anything more sexualizing in a children's show. This is geared towards children. For anyone who has kids, because I know a few people who have kids, um, there's a really popular show at the moment called Bluey, which I think is about like two siblings, and they have two parents, and it's just Family shenanigans. It's, it's, it's dedicated for like you know kids under the age of five. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. And this, I from my witnessing of that show, there's no like sexuality in it. There's there's nothing like that. But clearly, those two kids have a mother and a father who are together. If you just change the mother or the father to be the same gender as the other parent, and the show is exactly the same, I think that's fine. Yes, because it just shows that there are. There are same-sex yes. relationships, but it's when you start adding in the extra stuff of, like, you know, the the sexualization of the characters and the kissing and, and talking about the relationships and stuff that that can be too much. So for, for a kid. there's there's an example I want to use here actually, um, and we are going off track a bit, but the, the last thing I want to say on it, the the example I want to use here was <laughs> that there was a child that was raised, and I believe it was with a um, what do you call them a drag a drag um, parents drag queen and. From a young, and I'm talking like ba- baby toddler size age, they were impersonated, um, impressioned with this drag culture. Drag, 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 drag. You're going to be a drag princess. You're going to be a drag queen. They were dragging her up, uh, or him. It was, I think it was a he being dragged up as a she, actually. Um, they were dragging him up from a very young age. And when he got older, he actually he came out and said, like, look, I... I didn't like this. I got bullied for it. I got hurt for it. I didn't have the option to make my own choice because I had this thrown down my throat. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of 
gay or lesbian couples as well who don't like or have had bad, bad relationships with heterosexual people who will do the same thing to their children. They will throw it on their child's throat that, you know, heterosexual relationships are wrong. Heterosexual relationships are not right. And the vice versa can be said as well. There are a lot of heterosexual people who will say the same thing about gay people. And that's why I say, in general, showing it like Dav said is fine. Showing it, showing that you have two, two, two same-sex parents in a, in a children's show, fine. Throwing it down their throats in a children's show, not okay. Also, that, that's the difference. To, to build off what Mike said, it's like showing that it's there and also not drawing any attention to it, I think is good because it shows you that, okay, people can be in same-sex relationships, but who, you know, it doesn't, you don't, you don't have to talk about it. You don't have to give a shit about it. You can fuck off and do your own thing. Exactly. You know, those two people are together, they're happy. Who cares? You know, I think that in a way is good. If you don't draw attention to it, it, it allows people to be more accepting of just stuff that happens around them because it then now, they're just like, oh, that's the thing. Sure, whatever, moving on. I'm going to go and pretend to be an airplane. To play devil's advocate here, people in that community, which have been, you know, historically kept out of it, right? Kept out of media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it's like, well, we do exist and we feel like we should exist. So like, why can't we have same sex couple kissing on screen or that kind of thing in children's media? Mm -hmm. And you let heterosexual couple like kiss on screen. It's like, that's something where, yeah, I understand the point because it's like, well, how are we being represented presented if you won't actually let us represent ourselves? Mm -hmm. I understand. Yeah, I get that. I think there is a difference though, where, okay, you're... Sexual identity or sexual orientation, keyword in there, as we said earlier, is sexual. Why are kisses inherently sexual? Absolutely not. Do a peck, who cares? It genuinely, who cares? People peck, it's a thing. I think when it comes down to it, shows with people under the age of five, it's Dory the Explorer, it's Diego, it's the Wonder Pets, it's um, Paw Patrol. Yeah, I get you. Children's show, like baby shows, yeah. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Why does it need to be included in that age group at all? Because they exist. Okay, there are five-year-olds going to be like like outside of some boys like boys some girls like girls some boys like girls and some like yeah besides that what is the conversation that needs to be had is really the only question i have yeah no that's that's the entire conversation that's it yeah exactly and that, that's 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 always and exactly what must in, in chat and that's what i've been trying yeah. to say neither needs to be shown in kids shows yes a kiss exactly. fine I, if, if it's to, if it's a same sex or a heterosex uh, parenting and they have a quick peck, and it's fine. But if you're making a character such as Velma, bring it back, who originally, in the, you know, in the in the kids' TV show, it was all about hunting down mysteries and ghosts and whatnot, and, uh, you know, solving the crimes. And yeah, she was a little bit queer uh, back in there. And if you take it now to Velma, and she's, her whole identity, you, you're forgetting basically the, the, the mystery, and you're just forced to keep remembering every episode I mean, this is my identity i am i am lesbian i am a lesbian that's every episode like, the issue i have one more point sorry go. also a show that's like made to be tvma it's supposed to be mature right mm-hmm. okay i don't know about you two but when i was 14 i used to sneak into the basement where i am now and um I do i want to know <laughs> i didn't do anything like that i shouldn't say 14 i was eight <laughs> before that you know before erections were a thing um okay come on kidding uh, no matter which way I go, it's going to be a problem, so just forward. Um, I used to, like, put on South Park. I used to put on Family Guy because I wasn't supposed to watch it. But, yeah. like, people come out and they're like, well, Velma's a TVMA show. Kids shouldn't be watching it. Well, 
Kids mm. are going to watch it. You're using yeah, they're, they're... a show that is traditionally a children's yeah. show and turning it into an MA show. Not, even, not yeah. even that, but it's on a streaming service. And damn, it's not like when I was eight and I had to secretly record Family Guy on my TiVo. I can just go on. Exactly. It's not like... It's not like a kid's going to see a thing that says so, push this button only if you're over 18 and they go, nah, I guess I can't watch this, it. This is what I mean going off of like what you're you're saying there. Like It doesn't matter. The kid can watch it. This is why yeah, we shouldn't use a medium that's always been directed at kids and then turn it into a mature show. You wouldn't take Ben 10 and make it a mature adult show. You you wouldn't take Paw Patrol and make it a mature, for lack of a better word, bestiality show, for instance. You just wouldn't oh take any of that, would you? Leave kids' yeah, shows where they're meant to be and make I, them a I new, say, original, mature show. Yeah, I want to say one thing, which has kind of come, kind of come back to Scooby-Doo, which is good. And again, uh, I'm going to use a word here that if, if any backlash comes directed to me, nobody else in the show condones what I'm about to say. When you take a show like Scooby-Doo yep. and you do what they have now done to to it yeah especially at this current moment in time with the way culture is i feel like this is only done for woke points yeah like, they don't do it because they care they don't do it because they want rep they want to represent they do it because if they do they'll get more money from the people who are now being represented exactly and i'm not saying that people you know there should be representation in shows this should be a hundred percent there should be but when you take a show that's established for decades and just completely like recast all of the characters in a in a, in a way that especially because at the moment it, it, there is so much uh talk about it and conversation about it it feels like you're going for walk points if the creators of this show wanted to create a show like this they could have just done it with a brand new ip brand new characters and they could have essentially made the exact same show as scooby-doo with all of these new characters but give it a different name give it different you know di like the characters come you know clearly shaggy still got the same clothes you could have expanded mystery you could have just made mystery Inc. bigger and just added new characters into it yeah like I, a new uh, branch i personally disagree a little bit not with what not the sentiment the um wouldn't call it woke that's that's the thing like, we keep on using this word woke without really a good definition of what it means. It's like, it's like awake. You've, you've woken up, okay? Yeah, I see what you mean. To traditional uh, discrimination, yada, yada, yada. Okay, cool. So, Disney is woke now, right? Disney cares all about the play, <laughs> well, LGBT community. Exactly. They, they, they really, really yeah. give a fuck, except for when they need to film in a concentration camp and then thank the people at the concentration camp. Mm-hmm. Because they wanted to film Mulan. Jesus, yeah, that happened. So, genocide of Muslims, Disney thinks I'm, that. There's like, something I hey, want to say, but I won't. But, wait, wait, let me finish, let me finish. But hey, we have our first openly gay character, guys! Let's go! Woo! Yeah, like, exactly. The, it's, like, how it's... can you say that's genuinely woke? Like, I don't, I don't think executive producers are genuinely caring about the things their audience are caring about yeah so i think you're correct where you're saying it's like for woke points the sense of like it's not genuine wokeness and i think the people here want genuine wokeness we like i do mm -hmm. i don't want elma necessarily to become indian woman not because i have some deep care about her skin color but because i much it's rather Velma. see a show about an indian woman who's a lesbian going through her problems. Exactly. The issue is yeah. what Warner Brothers are like, that's not yep. going to make us any money. 
No. Yeah, that's um, that's probably. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this last point because we because we need to move on. Um, <laughs> We're having fun. But it's good fun. So, I'm enjoying this. But what what gets me is is that if you call this out right and you say why has Daphne been made into a, a person person of Asian heritage? Why has Shaggy been Zanka been completely changed and been turned into um, a, a person of color? And why has uh, Velma been changed into an Indian person? If you say any of that, you get called a phobe. You get called racist. Uh, if you, if you, yeah. if we take the Hogwarts Legacy game now, right? Bear in mind, it's set in the eighteen hundreds. Okay, they have sold out and they've put a trans, uh, a transgender character in it. Be real with me. Back in the eighteen hundreds, would you have an openly transgender person working behind a bar? No, you wouldn't. You just, you just, it just wouldn't happen. But if you say that, you get called a transphobe. Yeah. If you have a gay me, or lesbian. You tell me in 1800s France, uh, there wouldn't be a woman of color who's a queen. Disney lied to me. Exactly. <laughs> so we're now selling out. Firstly, from history, we're not allowed to quote history directly anymore because we have to. Again, yep. we, lack of a better word, but because we're given into these woke minds. And we, we've got to give in to what's, uh, what's currently appropriate. We're not allowed to go for what's historically appropriate. No, we've got to go for what's culturally appropriate now. You're not, you, you've got to change all characters. If you have a full white cast, no, that's not allowed. We're not allowed to add in any new characters either of uh, different ethnicities. Or no, we're not allowed to add in any new characters of uh, different sexual orientations. No, we've got to change this character's sexual orientation. Or we've got to change this character's ethnicity, which was disrespecting the original artist as well disrespecting the original character completely no that's not how the character intended for it no this is exactly what masters there we're now appeasing the masses for money okay this is all this has become yeah adding new characters for these things sure keep things historically accurate yes but if you're going to start calling someone who's calling out this bullshit, I don't know, a transphobe, a homophobe, a racist, then you're part of the problem because you're just not seeing what the what that does. You're denying us our history and yeah, you're denying the artists their rights. I, I'm here. I, I, I agree and disagree somewhat with what you're saying. Like the fact, you know, I know what you say, like histor- being historically accurate in the 1800s, there wouldn't be an open trans. It's important. You're right. 100% it's important to be historically you know, accurate. Well, it depends on what you're doing. Because I would say, if there's a trans person in Hogwarts, even though it's set in the 1800s, it's fantasy. You know, fair enough, it's not historically accurate, but at the same time, neither is using magic. We couldn't do that either. I'm going to interject there just for a second. Dumbledore's confirmed gay, but he he never came out as gay because of this very reason. So, magic being the case, yes... They still kept it culturally, uh, culturally appropriate and historically accurate. Well, what I'm what I'm saying is, like, at the end of the day, it's like it's fiction. If if it's set in the 1800s, but there is an openly trans person, fair, fair, like I don't give a shit. I don't because I just couldn't care less. If people are like, it's not historically accurate though. Also, absolutely a fine opinion to have on the matter. But either whichever opinion you have, you shouldn't be shot on for it. Like you're saying, if you if you're like, no, it's not historically accurate, you shouldn't be called a transphobe. I just think, I personally, I think if you're complaining that it's not historically accurate because there's a trans person in it, I think, well, yeah, but it's fiction. You know, just it's just look past it. Who gives a shit? And if I can but, cast a vodka Kedavra on everyone except for the trans person, I think that's messed up. Yeah, no, that's fair. I'm an equal opportunist <laughs> exactly. mass school speller, damn it. 
Exactly. Yeah, I'm an equal. I'm an equal opportunist defender. Um, that, that's that's the biggest there's problem. One, yeah. There's one thing that I wanted to point out, and I don't know if Beef knows about this, but this this is something that bothers me, and it bothers me that it bothers me. And it's when they cast a female Doctor Who. I, I, get I get so it. in the past, like even like back before Doctor Who came back, like in the original Doctor Who run, they said that the Doctor has been a woman in the past. You know that they that's the gender you can regenerate to either gender. So if they'd oh, yeah. have just cast a female Doctor Who, I wouldn't have given a shit. I, I don't care because. I think, well, that's an interesting dynamic for the character to explore and stuff like that. But the thing that bothered me about it was when they did it. Because it was during this whole time where everyone is like, you need to put female characters in, you need to put female characters in, you need to put female characters in. And it felt like they did it because of the pressure, not because it was for the show. That stuff bothers me. It's like, if you want to change a character because you want to change a character, fine. You know, I would have... If they'd have changed... If they'd have given me a female Doctor Who two years earlier, I wouldn't have thought anything of it. Because it was, okay, it's a female Doctor Who. But because of the way that society became, and not everyone, I'm going to point this, it's not everyone, but because the loudest voices in society became so forceful for their own inclusion, that it felt like they were just doing it because everyone else wanted them to it to do it not because they wanted to do it or because it was right for the character or because it was a new unique thing to explore that bothered me daft jennifer lawrence was the first ever female action hero there was never one before her uh i'm i'm gonna move us on on from this topic hang on hang on no hang on i gotta think who's jennifer lawrence which one was she uh katniss ever no she it's an interview she did where she was basically okay i'm with you yeah yeah it's just (laughs) Uh, like, yeah, we're moving off from the topic. It's just one of those okay. things where I genuinely care about writing, <laughs> and I genuinely care about this shit. So, like, I I, I it care about this stuff. I'm, I'm glad this hasn't actually hit anime yet, and I don't want it yeah. to hit anime. And that's my worry when it's happening to children's TV shows. We don't need this shit in our media. I've, I'm all happy for like an have, anime to have, come out have, about gay characters have oh. tr- transgender characters etc yeah, i'm fine with that 100%. in anime where most adults watch it less so than children okay i'm happy for it just stop changing characters who have already had yeah. these stuff set in stone uh, i'm i'm less so involved with the whole kissing and shit like that on there because it's less children watching it so i'm fine with that yeah. <coughs> but when it comes like, down you know. to changing like if you took Naruto and turned him into a gay character when he is clearly not he he is clearly a heterosexual man who had children but you say you change him into uh, a man a man of color um and made him gay like no if if if, if, if that happened in Boruto I would have just face far I would just face palmed like no I would say shit. the exact same thing but use Goku whereas like if exactly. just comes out I'm, gay I'm like no, just, Mikey, just bring a new character in the problem with what you're saying uh naruto and sasuke in one of their childhood adventures oh i know i'll get called out oh but they kissed that one time no shikamaru no, i'm not talking about that i'm saying <laughs> oh, which that one you go for days in the water tribe when they were fighting that one chick or whatever or oh the the know. sorry we're not allowed to call him this anymore but i'm going to anyway so sorry if i get cancelled but that trap character the yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, trap character who literally turned around and, and 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 had everyone, including myself, making me question my own sexuality. Yes. Listen, listen. All right. Now, I don't really think this problem is ever going to get into the anime world in the degree that it has ours. And the only reason why I say that is because it's a lot more based around the honor culture and like you. Sure, certain properties, certain IPOs stay around for like 
ever could Dragon Ball look at Naruto in a way? Like, not Superman. It's, you know what I mean? Like, manga and anime, at least, there's a type of integrity that doesn't exist in Western comics. And I was going to say, is I feel like the Eastern the, the, the Eastern people seem to know, I, I, for lack of a best, better word here, okay, I just when feel like they have their head on close, their shoulders a bit better and don't cave into the masses. Like, I think it's like the honor culture, and I also yeah. think it's like the the thing that made me respect the My Hero Mangaka more than anything is he went, I'm sorry that I have to do this, but I need 10 more volumes to properly tell this story. 100%. Literally went from, he was like, there was going to be 29, there's going to have to be 39 now. I'm sorry. And that's the terrible person. That's that's fine. 100% agree. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, what I'm saying is, like, that dude, I ha I gained all the... Because my fear with My Hero before I got into it was, this is going to be another Naruto, another One Piece, where I'm going to have to watch thousands of episodes, and it's never going to end. And then he's like, no, I have the ending in mind. I'm working towards it. That's it. I was like, all right. Yeah. Sign me up. It's one of those things where even just, like, finish and actually just move on to, like, the next arc and stuff. It's just, like, these shows with everything that we're talking about, it, it comes down to, is it... Is it hate or is it genuinely wanting to see a better world yeah. don't hate anyone don't hate that there no. are lgbt command like characters people of color characters i don't hate any of that i have no disdain for it on one hand yes i understand that it's like this is the only way that representation can be garnered is if we change traditionally one way characters to another way i understand the argument but i think it's a very lazy one i want an african fairy tale to be actually adapted because I want to learn African fairy tales and I want to have my children mm. be able to see one. I want I've never to see thought about that sort of stuff. Like I genuinely want that. Why why isn't Disney doing that? Because it's not gonna make the money. And it's like the argument isn't do they care about this representation? The argument is, well this representation we're not we're not willing to take a risk and lose the money on it. And that's when you in the community, me in the community, I am I've told um, I told Daph about this before. I'm currently writing stuff because at the end of the day, I want to tell stories that I know aren't going to be made by people in their yeah. industries. I know they're not going to be made. And you, as a creator, need to make things that they're not going to make. If you know an African fairy tale, tell the fucking story. If you're in the LGBT community and you're kind of sick of it like I am, that all of your stories have to be about coming out and facing adversity, why the fuck can't you just have a rom-com? I'm not saying you. I'm saying why aren't you pissed that the people that are making the movies can't just give you a fucking rom-com? I agree. Like, this isn't uh, so, me trying to, like, rant. So, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have Speaking, to push hang on, hang on. Mike, 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 Mike trust, trust me on this. Trust me on this. And, and like, uh, like, you know, what we've said about, you know, new arcs and stuff, I think we should move on to arc two of the podcast. Yeah, we, 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 we're three hours into the fucking podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm going to leave you all on this thought because I wanted to say this before we moved on. So I'm going to leave you all on this thought and I'm going to let you contemplate it. Because I know one counter argument that will be presented against it all for what we're saying about like Shaggy and Velma, etc. But you, white people, whitewashed our media for years. You whitewashed our characters. So we are now, for lack of a word, we're doing it back. Two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah. So just think on it. We're moving on. And to Arc 2. Now, Dav, what, what anime have you put into Arc 2? What was this all based on Arc, Arc 2? Well, Arc 2. So it's a very quick tonal shift in the podcast. Arc 2 is Mike's favourite arc for the podcast. Because it is his favourite of all the anime genres. 
Uh, very quickly, I will just ask, Beef, what is your favorite anime genre? I can't remember. Um, currently, the rom-com. I, I, I really don't <coughs> Rom-com slice of life? No, the technical things. Yeah, like... Rom-com slice of life? They, they kind of go hand in hand, yeah. Very good choices. Now, Mike's. Mike's is Isekai. Do you not know what that means? Keep using isekai. Don't know so, Isekai means to be uh, killed in one world and reborn into another. Oh, I do know those. That's that's Archon Awakens Romance. Yep. So, there there are a lot. Uh, and so, there are some animes as well that veer into this. So, SAO is a type of Isekai. You go from one world into another. Um, so, that's just to give you like a kind of kind of idea. Sorry, go on, Duff. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not just about, you know, being dead <laughs> in another world. It's the, the the overarching genre is about being put into a brand new world and typically being overpowered in the new world with some sort of powers you've gained from the previous world or just by being yeah. overpowered. It can go the other Speaking, way as well. Completely underpowered, yeah. like you were the weakest in that world. Yeah. Speaking of having powers that you didn't have in the original world, what power do we have in this first isekai, Mike? Campfire cooking in another world with my absurd skill. The absurd skill is being that he can purchase anything. Of, so, so, I'm going to get you guys to picture this, okay? You're, you, you, got, you got the SAO system from your mind, okay? You swipe down, you can see all your status bars, your equipment, etc. This guy can swipe down and he's accessing a shopping list from our world with every single food item available on that shopping list, be it fast food or ingredient. His absurd no, skill is online grocery shopping and it is brilliant <laughs> and every meal that he makes will give you stat boosts um the packaging from another world as well he can feed to his slime familiar and his slime familiar will level up so nothing goes to waste it's all recycled it's eco-friendly it's brilliant so i can see dav is already trying to fuck me over here by saying goddess of farts it's not the goddess of farts so fuck you but now I can't remember what the original world was. So you're an the asshole. Goddess of wind. So it was the, wind. So the goddess of wind has a sweet tooth, and the main character makes a minor contract with her in exchange for sweets. Uh, she is also the same goddess that Fenrir is contracted to. He only gets a minor buff from her, uh, but that was lovely to see. That's basically the first episode. Uh, the second episode that we have um, reviewed, we're reviewing this week. Bear in mind, guys, this isn't actually episode one, episode two. I think it's like episode six and seven. Um, we have his slime familiar. And the Fenrir pushed him and his slime familiar into a dungeon and said, "Look, you need to start level up magic. You need to start, you know, get a grip. You need to start having a little bit of fighting power in case I'm not there to defend you." Um, so he's already mastered fireball. He's now asking him to th- master a rock spell, uh, an earth spell, which is rock throw. Uh, our main character is an absolute wimp. He is terrified, uh, but he still does it. He he throws those rocks and eventually masters the rock spell. And they come out of it. He cooks a load of food to feed Fenrir himself, gives the package into his slime familiar Sui, um, and after Sui kills the Kobold King and absorbs him, Sui can now talk. We've heard Sui's voice for the first time. Um, yeah, that was basically those two episodes. It was, it was character growth, it was leveling up, and it was fun, as always. And the food looks delicious. Like We're talking like Food Wars level of food. It is gorgeous. He threw those rocks. <laughs> He threw those rocks. Moving on, because I'm going to try and speed it up a little bit. We've got the magical revolution of the reincarnated princess and the genius young lady. This is an interesting one, because I still don't know if this is an isekai. Now, we have the reincarnated word there, but nothing's been touched on it yet. Now, she's been reincarnated, so I'm going to take it as possibly an isekai, but we don't know yet. Uh, We're like six episodes in now. Anyway, I'm calling this the Yuri anime of the year. 
the, the relationship is brilliant. The dynamic that they're having is awesome. They're growing closer. Um, the common girl who uh, took the prince away from uh, Euphelia, um, Lady is her name, we realized that she was doing it subconsciously. She's able to manipulate people's hearts, uh, to love her, without even realizing it. This is because she has a magicite inside of her, a vampire magicite. Um, so, uh, Euphelia and Annie take her to the girl who's always dressed like she's going to a funeral um, to activate it, which inevitably makes her into a vampire, which means she does need blood, but also means she can now control her power, uh, which is good for our party and good for our team. Uh, and then we see um, Euphelia and Annie going on the stage uh, to try to defend the um, dragon parts after the dragon they killed, because... The church want to take it off them for their own purposes. They don't believe in magicology. They think it's blasphemy because, you know, nature, all that bullshit. Annie presents that she's going to re reindustrialize the, the kingdom, going to make trade better, etc. It's all beneficial. She even shows them, like, a magic airship that she's going to make using the dragon parts. They hate her, so they don't believe her. Yuffie, the first time we've ever seen her actually take the initiative uh, and start to believe in herself, which is the girl with the white hair um she pushes annie out the way she starts speaking she is someone who's very proficient in magic so they will trust her and believe in her and she literally fights annie's corner and you can see annie is like tearing up crying like thanking her so much and it's it's some of the cutest shit like Dav, i'm talking like um oh, major demon queen kind of levels of yuri here it is oh it's adorable gorgeous lots of cat okay she's making some weird noises oh, she's sneezing. you sure it's not just okay. Lauren making noises no, but yeah, great, great couple of episodes there. Moving on after that one, we have Reborn to Master the Blade from Hero King to Extraordinary Squire. And um, short review for this one because I can literally tell you it very quickly. MC is overpowered. They blitz through a race. She demolishes everyone in that race. They start to use flying machines. She demolishes everyone in a flying machine race. They get put through. The four main characters get put through a trial. Um, now. The one that she goes with, the, the the one who has a mark who can use a bow, who um, is technically going to be the uh, a knight, and she's going to be her squire. She ends up going through like their own door. Uh, our main character, however, goes through a different door, and we learn that it's a, like a layered kind of magic area. And she's meant to clear her layer and go out through the door on the opposite end. And like above her is an, another girl who's a part of their team, and above her is another girl who's a part of the team. Our main character, instead of clearing the dungeon, fighting off her, like, in a darkness, etc. Because her in a darkness was the fact that she'd have to fight everyone from her past life. She never would have beaten it in time. She just puts her hand in the air, shoots an energy bolt, destroys the barrier between all three floors, flies up, grabs both characters, and just blitzes them out of there in, like, 0.1 second flat. And we're like, okay, you when, when you make an overpowered MC, this is how you make an overpowered MC. Uh, so it's brilliant to see, you know, I, I just love it because of how strong she is. But uh, it's some great fun. And I'm going to let Dav do the next one and talk a little bit more in it because I need a drink. Okay, yeah, I can, I can <coughs> hear it in your nose, man. I feel sorry for you. Yeah, so next up is then the Ice Blade Sorcerer shall rule the world. Now, I actually have... Uh, I do enjoy this anime, but I have some negative points that I want to bring up uh, in this particular review. Um, so... First of all, um, from my understanding of how it starts, so he still has access to his powers, but he's, he's just consciously choosing not to use them because it looks 
like he was thinking about using his powers. Maybe this once, but luckily uh, the monster got killed before that. So I don't know if he still has access just to his powers, but I think he does. Um, we also uh, learn a little bit about his past with his master. Now, my understanding, because it's not explicitly stated, that him, his master uh, was the one that he was unable to save. Uh, his master was the original Ice Blade Sorcerer. What I believe has happened is that she was unable, she was not strong enough to beat the big bad of that particular event in their lives. She passed the torch to him by giving her the powers. Have a good one, uh, master. Uh, take, uh, hopefully you come back in the future. Um, so he then got the powers, he then dealt with the big bad, uh, but she, either due to relinquishing her powers or because she got injured in the fight, she's now in a wheelchair. Um, so I don't know if he actually has any form of PTSD that's stopping him from using his powers. Um, so I think he's fine. To, uh, I think he can use them, but obviously, you know, he doesn't know. Uh, it turns out that the teacher, uh, the purple-haired teacher, knows about his powers. So it's not just... Um, so initially I thought the hooded cloak might have been his teacher, trying to gauge his strength because they thought something was special about him. Uh, obviously it's not because we found out the teacher is talking to him. Uh, also, I'm not sure if the teacher's going to end up in the harem. Who knows? The harem could be everyone. Um, didn't get any of the uh, the f hilarious naked men in this episode, so I'm sad about that. Um, and... Uh, hang on. Also, yeah, he's just like the chillest guy in the world. Like, he, he just could not give a shit about anything. And he's just like, yeah, I'll, sure, I'll do that. Why not? I got nothing better to do. Love that in an MC. It's just so easygoing, so relaxed about anything. Um, so overall, the episode was was quite good, I thought. Um, you know, there's a lot of story building. There wasn't really much action, but I'm fine with that. The thing that sort of bothered me most about this episode was I feel like they've got lack of suspension building. So they brought out, or they showed off this woman in the wheelchair earlier in the episode. And immediately I'm like, oh, who could this be? Start thinking about theorizing stuff. And then immediately they're like, oh yeah, I used to be the Ice Blade Sorcerer. And I've passed my powers on to the new MC. And I'm like, that's all done in the same episode. I was like, I would have preferred that to go on longer for me to have time to, to think and theorize. And I'm, not, I'm never going to get it right when I theorize this shit, because of course I'm not. But, you know, I felt like they didn't spend enough time building up the intrigue as to who these characters could be and stuff like that. Hmm. And then on top of that, um, the ending. Now, the ending had a just an awesome um, outro riff. Like, it just sounded so good. Um, so I was just sat there listening to it and watching it. And then they bring up the, ep the name, or the episode name, for the next episode. And... Uh, Spoiler warning for a super old thing that happened in DBZ. It's very much, it was very much of the same tone as, uh, will Goku be able to beat Frieza? Find out in the next episode, Goku beats Frieza. It basically told us the entire plot of the next episode in the title <coughs> of the episode. Um, and that, I just think that's bad. Um, like, don't get me wrong, the comedy writing is still on point brilliantly done the story is good it's a enjoyable story i feel like they're just sort of hitting a bit short with the pacing of like the big reveals and the naming convention for the episodes um but overall it's still i'm still enjoying it it's still worth watching so i have a lot of nitpicks about this but the <laughs> last couple of episodes a lot 
and I can finally talk about them now that you are aware of some stuff, or now that we've caught up to the episode. Because I'm not sure if I heard you mm-hmm. say it, and I'm not sure if this is because there's a dub-sub difference, and if there is, mm-hmm. I'm going to be pissed, because this is huge. Okay, let me know. So, firstly, you remember when we were talking about episode one, and I said, oh, they haven't revealed some shit. They haven't said some shit that okay. they're meant to be. That's why yes. you're experiencing what you're experiencing, the pacing issues, because they mm-hmm. haven't told it the way it was meant to be told. Now, yes, we know how he got his powers. I I was in the toilet, so I'm not sure if I hear you say it. Did he tell you why yeah. he hasn't been using his powers? No. They do in the sub. I'll, I'll, so I'll, okay, well, I'll, I'll, maybe they did and I missed it, but I'll, I'll quickly <clears throat> give you the TLDR of what I said. So it's not explained directly why he doesn't use his powers, but it's explained enough to me that what I now know is that he can use his powers. He's choosing not to, and I think it's to sort of keep himself hidden but I don't think they've said any right. more than that. We, we, are, we are on the episode where it's been revealed in the subtitle, and it's pissed me off that okay. I'm not sure whether you missed it or whether the dub hasn't translated nicely, but I'm going to go through a bit now. So when he's okay. talking you, to his master... The, the... Yes, sorry, yeah, I've seen when, what he's talking When he is talking to his master, it is physically yeah. stated, I can't remember the exact number whether it was three or five, yep. but he needs another three or five years to recuperate the rest of his powers. He is uh, unable was, to use them. Yeah, I think that was vaguely mentioned. Yeah. Yes. So it, they go through that. He is using a chrono lock to keep his powers suppressed because. Nope. So they didn't say that in the. Right, that, okay, that's really nope. frustrating. He's using a chrono lock to keep his powers suppressed, and he experienced mm-hmm. immense emotional trauma after what happened between him, his master, and what went on in that situation. Oh, so he does have potential because I wrote that off that he doesn't have PTSD because it was never it was it, that episode was written to be like he's just choosing not to use. There's it. there's two things, and the fact the way you've just said that then reveals to me that I also didn't say this is even more fucking frustrating. Is that it's mm-hmm. so with with the powers as a whole? If you use too much power in one go, you're gonna burn out. You burn out. So what has happened is a mix of both PTSD. And burnout. Mm-hmm. You saw the fucking. In, it's in the first episode. It's in every. It's in every um, opening scene. You saw the immense power that he produced. So it's a it's a mix of both. He can use his powers, but he's got them under lock because if he uses them, they will hurt him. Or at least that's what I've gathered from that part. Like I'm not sure yeah. why he was still locked. Now is it gonna 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 hurt him? Is it gonna age him up? Is he gonna die? Like I'm not sure what what the consequences are. But it's explained like. He can't use them for X amount of time, and if he does, something will happen. It's really frustrating. Now, all that that I've explained there should have been explained in episode one. That is what happens in the manga. It is explained mm-hmm. not 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 like to a degree, like how you said. Oh, there needs to be some suspense. They don't go into all of it at once, obviously, but it is explained to a degree. Like, okay, this is what's going on a bit. You will find out more later on. This is why he can't use his powers. And what's happened so far within the past few episodes is that it's been very misleading. Can he use his powers? Can he not use his powers? But he's used his powers, but he hasn't used his powers. And now with the dub and sub translations being different as well, that's even more frustrating. And that's more in the studio than anything else, which is more annoying. Like with the episode title, that's on the studio. It's really fucking annoying the way the studio has done it. So I'm, I'm pissed at the studio. The anime as a whole... Do you, do you it, want me to tell you what the name of the next episode was? I don't know if, you, if you've seen it. I, I only saw the episode title in Japanese, so I wouldn't have seen it in the English. What? Okay, yeah, so in the English, it, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was something like, the Ice Blade Sorcerer uses his secret power. For fuck's sake. 
<laughs> so, so they, they basically reviewed, revealed to you that he's going to yeah it's, it's fucking yeah, bullshit it's so bad now but on, on the whole I'm still enjoying the show to be fair. the show is brilliant the manga is brilliant it's still a good adaptation it, start, it started off very rocky um, now I'm, I, I like how they've done the two clubs like we said that only happened in the yeah. uh, light novel it didn't happen in the manga um Mm-hmm. The different type of magic, the forest exam is all very interesting. The combat was brilliant. The shady characters, um, I, 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 <laughs> I'm not gonna read that bit out, but you, you can, you can see. Um, I like how they educate us about the three different schools. Um, did I put boobs or did you put boobs? I'm sorry. I didn't put boobs in there. Why did I put boobs in? <laughs> I don't know. Did someone else put boobs in there? We learned he is in the process of recuperating boobs. <laughs> Okay, I don't know why I that assume, was right now. Um, I assume like Lamb had an effect on that. I think the teacher is sus as fuck. I don't like her character design. She looks very shady, villainy kind of vibes. Very pale, uh, and purple, I'll, dark I'll, hair. She just... I, I got I got very different vibes. I thought the teacher was about to join the harem. <laughs> oh, I, I got so negative vibes. I don't... No, I don't trust her. Um, but she's off-putting. Uh, and the stuck-up guy undergoing intense training uh, under seem- <coughs> what seems to be the watchful eye of a bad guy, who some people have already alluded to know who it is if you if you look closely. Um, I still think it's very difficult to to tell, but it is what it is. There, uh, we find out. I'll go back and I'll. I'll we we will. Out. Well, if go off the fucking episode title, we'll probably find out next episode. Fucking assholes. Um, <coughs> but. Is this a good adaptation? Just the pace that is so bad in the studio they're doing it. Just yeah. Between the, the sub-dub differences and this episode titles and the fact that they're not directly choosing whether to adapt the manga or the light novel, they're adapting both and take picking and choosing which parts. Ah, uh, my brain. I think picking and choosing parts is fine, but everything else I completely agree with. <sighs> it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. But all in all, still good. All right. So I'm, I'm still enjoying it. Yep. <coughs> right. Reincarnation of the strongest exorcist in another world. You know, speaking about overpowered MC guys, like I literally read in the notes here. Did. Let's just face it: the main character is overpowered as fuck. He beats everyone in the tournament, kills the guys, uh, kills the guys, uh, kills the girl's brother at her request, and then he's about to resurrect. The guy who he kills and his familiar has to stop him for two reasons. One, reminding him, look, you're meant to be keeping your powers hidden. Two, remember how powerful you are. You could rebirth this guy a hundred times stronger than he already was. And I, I'm just there just like, well, f- fucking hell. Okay, sure. So you've just thrown another M- overpowered MC in my face. That's, that's one, two, three, four overpowered MCs in, in the Sekai genre already. I'm, I'm just... We've still got three more to read. I have still got three more. That was my review for this episode. Like, I, I genuinely will just give you one word. Overpowered. Like, it's... it's... That's, that's, <coughs> that's two. Okay, OP. <laughs> Fuck you, man. I just have to say it. <laughs> but we're going to move on to Farming Life in Another World, a.k.a. Mikey's uh, <coughs> Slice of Life Isekai um, Happiness. With an absolutely slapping OST. I'm going to have a drink. Oh, God. Where's, where's my drink? I don't know what your drink is, right? Sorry, it's not usually this you... chaos beef. I'm just dying. Are you are you looking for a drink because you're telling me to read your notes and to try and see what I can deduce? No. Because it ain't happening. No, you are not reading this one. <laughs> it's too many words. Oh, God, alive. Jesus. I'll take it from here, boys. 
Oh. <laughs> hey, go for it. Uh, you, beef, you read. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. No, generally, generally speaking, the OST did absolutely... In fact, I'm going to get away with showing you this one now because I said I would, and I'm going to. What's if I mean? can find a tab. Right, so I put in the notes here. Um, okay. The OST slapped this episode with the dragon, and I need to show Dav the OST. Okay, so let, we're gonna, me, let me admit the stream. We're going to head over to High Dive, guys, because that's what this show is on, you know, a little, little bit of a disclaimer. You're, luckily, my login details are already there, so you guys can't see any. You know, there's my email. Oh, no, you, as long as if you can find that on my Twitter, um, <clears throat> shameless plug. Uh, and we got Farming Life in Another World, because it is amazing. Uh, I believe it was this episode, yes. Hospitable. I immediately regret that decision. Uh, I unmuted the stream, I immediately so regret it. You've, you, I've shown you the opening theme to this show, right? How, how like, lighthearted it is, it's kind of kind of upbeat. Yeah. I want to show you two OSTs in, in this in this episode that okay. are so contradictory to each other. Like, you can hear here the opening theme. It's very nice, it's very, you know, poppy, okay. kind of... Kind of, kind of easy going. And um, we're just gonna. I don't wanna miss the start because it's literally like, no, this is the wrong episode. <laughs> That's on me. That's on me. I forgot that we're doing a double episode review this week. Okay, so. Oh, here we go. Right. This is this fucking shit. This is the third time listening to it and I've got goosebumps again. Wait, is it playing on stream? Yeah. I wasn't sure if I had volume on for it. We'll get to this bit in a minute as well, guys. Like, this this is 360 me. So again, OST change. Fairy tale vibes. And then a little bit later on, we had a OST complete shift. Do you know, even even from like the very first bit of the music, when he first sees the dragon, um, I already got fairy tales vibes from that point. Hundred percent. But then we had this. And this is three sixty again. Let me get to the start of this bit. Right here we go. Get ready for folk music. <laughs>
You guys get the point. Yeah, so, I need to watch this. I was here just like, not, I, I went into this episode, bear in mind, for, for, for people like Beef who, who haven't been here who don't know much about the anime. I've been going through this episode, this anime, completely like, oh yeah, it's a lovely a slice of life anime, we're going to do some more farming this week, I'm so excited. <coughs> no, we open with a fucking murderous dragon spree, with some epic fairy tale-esque music. And then we, we later on go into then some folk dancing and some folk music. I'm just here just like tonal shift after tonal shift after tonal shift. And I love it because they put it together so well. They they did it perfectly. And I couldn't fault them for it at all. And, you know, that, that was that was like my main highlight for, for these two episodes. Like, yeah, sure, you know, we had new characters introduced. We learned that the wolves could breathe fire. We had uh, Flora's younger sister introduced who was named Lou. Uh, we've now got six lizardmen who live here, another three angels who patrol. We've got, um, uh, we now got a total of 50 elves. Uh, we now got trade agreements with a couple of people. We've got a dragon, um, who, who visits a lot, who's like our personal taxi. <coughs> I know it just keeps growing. I think that's my favorite part of this anime is that the, the village that they're building just keeps growing and you keep getting new characters introduced. Um, and the way that they do it, it all meshes together so well that it's just fucking brilliant. And I love this show. And yes, you do need to watch it. I'm, I'm glad you guys enjoyed that little show. Yeah, I think me and chat want to watch it. And I feel like I should tell Beef to watch it as well, because that just looks awesome. I'm gonna. It was Name it. alone sold me. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Name alone sold you. Yeah, it's a good one. And like, that, that, that spear as well, guys, that he, that he produced. So here's the other highlight of that episode. We learned there that... The god who had sent him uh, to this world because he fucked up his original life, um, he gave a good man a bad life. She was like, right, I'm going to redeem myself. I'm going to give you, a good man, a good life in this new world, right? Right? He'd have a good life. He's, he can farm to his heart's content. God decided to put him in the me- middle of the Demon Lord's Forest, where everything in the Demon Lord's Forest is like every insect and animal in Australia times 100. It's it's Ooh, so he has his daughter, the god's daughter, is scolding him for doing this again, and then she's like, "By the way, you gave the farming tool to a human. He should be dead right now. You fucking idiot!" And you gave him the sacred spear. I I, I just can't fathom why you do this. And he was like, uh-huh. "So now she's punished him for all eternity to sit on his hands for like the next five hundred years." I think she said, "It's brilliant." <laughs> So yeah, guys, that, that's probably my highest recommendation at the moment. Definitely go and give that one a watch. Uh, Saving 80,000 gold in the other world for my retirement. Um, I'm not even going to play this really this one because it's going to be quick. Honestly, sadly, guys, this ship... This sh- sorry, I wrote ship. I meant... So- sorry, sadly, since getting the shop, this show is dropping in standards. Because all it's become is, let's take this item from our world, bring it into this world, make everyone go amazing, everyone go woo, Sell it, rinse and repeat. And honestly, I'm bored. I'm fucking bored. The first five episodes of this was brilliant. Getting to know the new world, getting to know her power, how she can go back and forth between the two worlds, making up her plan, meeting new people, fighting some wolves, monsters, etc. Brilliant. Now I'm kind of getting bored and tired. And um, they need to do something drastically. It's, um, On the verge of being dropped from the show? It's got one episode chance left. Um, it, it almost went this week, but it's, it's I gave it one more chance. So we'll see. And I really hope it does well because unfortunately, guys, we've got our last review for this season for The Eminence of Shadow, episode 20, 
the season finale. And hot damn was this episode a fucking baller. And honestly, guys, 90% of it was combat. We saw the what uh, 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 an elf who has been dubbed as the war god because she's that powerful. We saw the red-headed princess, who we already know is very powerful. We saw our main character uh, in his shadow persona, fighting throughout the whole episode. Sword fighting, beautifully done. Absolute gorgeous animations. And he, he does the I am atomic thing again, except this time he, he bluffs them. Because he's about to do a world atomic blast that would have destroyed the world. But obviously he doesn't want to do that. So he just bluffs them into thinking it charges up to four, and he clicks his fingers and disappears. Um, <laughs> it's beautifully executed such a well done anime such a well done fight his god complex that we know in the manga and the light novels is shown perfectly here how he thinks he's been reborn and this is all a game you know they're all in, in on it he thinks that they've made up this cult that he thinks that they, they've got so much finances and that this is all an elaborate show put on for his pleasure he thinks that highly of himself when actual fact there is a cult he has actually given these girls powers he is actually this strong um they are actually rebelling against this cult. They are actually trying to fight. And he thinks this is all an act. He thinks this is all a story that they're doing this for his pleasure. No, this is real. And he still hasn't come to realize that yet. Um, and it's so well executed. From his regular persona where he's going to school. To his shadow persona where he acts like a badass from the shadows. To his mundane man persona where he acts like basically a homeless guy. To trick people in the tournament. Where in actual fact... This this homeless guy persona is actually able to one-shot almost every person there. It's beautiful. It's so well done. And we have got news. On the 22nd, so in two days' time, we have a special announcement uh, that they're going to be putting out. Hopefully, it's going to be Season 2 because well-renowned anime leakers have already leaked the Season 2 that's been confirmed. So, two more days to find out if we're getting a Season 2 of The Eminence of Shadow. Cross your fingers, guys. So the guys. news is that there's news. The news is that there's news. And I hope you all go and watch this because it's uh, it's immense, and I think you will all love it. Uh, it's eminence. Eminence. It. it is. It is. Read it. Love it. Watch it. Repeat. God, it's so good. This this show makes me feel things. Now we're not going to move on to Tomo-chan because we're going to move on to our next segment that Dan is going to introduce because I need a drink. Yeah, I was going to say. Speaking of um, feeling things, do you know what else makes people feel things? And it's totally not a controversial topic. Religion! Okay, well. so, this isn't the normal religion, so don't worry, we're not getting political. Uh, we are doing this week's character versus character for the anime nation. Now, we have the ruler, we have the, uh, the head chef, and we are now going into picking the religious leader. Now, Star, I, it's a very good question. Who won last week? Well, at the moment, we don't know. We actually won't be revealing that one until next week, so we'll be having a double whammy victory next week. So you've got a bit more time to try and get those votes in. Uh, and uh, Beef can also vote for last week's if he wants to, be that in the Discord or on Twitter, for who or which organisation will rule the criminal underworld of our nation. Uh, and uh, You can vote for Team Rocket, because that's who I picked. Uh... But specific, specifically, it's led by Jesse and James. It was the, the three um, choices for last week, just to remind you guys, was Onbu Root from Naruto, which is Danzo's squad, the Homunculi from Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, or um, Team Rocket, led by Jesse and James. I will add. Only by so Jesse and James. <laughs> so down for that. <laughs> 
so this week we've got the uh, religious leader. So this is going to be the person who will be in charge of the national recognized religion, which is a completely uh, unique, brand new, undescript, unlike any other religion you've ever seen. So don't get political or religious in the comments, because this is a whole brand new thing that doesn't exist in the real world. Um, we have three picks this week. Uh, so we have mine, Mikey's, and Beef's. We would have had Elliot's, but obviously Elliot isn't here. Um, so hopefully he's sleeping well. Uh, Mike, would you like to first introduce your you, religious You want me to leader? kick it off? I, I will. I you will. can kick it off this week. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try because I have got a graphic for you guys this this week, guys. Uh, I'm gonna try and play like a little trailer for each character in the background when we, uh, when we, when we talk about them. Um, I went with Sister Lily from Black Clover. You all know her as the best nun girl in anime, the the most kind-hearted soul that there is, uh, the most devout person you'll ever come across and this is why i think she'd make an amazing religious leader because you will not find anyone more religious than sister lily uh in, in she anime. has tits and, and <laughs> that's sexist sir <laughs> okay well what, she, if she, didn't she have doesn't have milkers, tits have, if, if she didn't have mommy milkers would you have picked her if she didn't have mommy milkers would i would i have picked her uh, I mean, she could have been flat chested. I would have picked her. I mean, I mean, uh -huh. I mean sure, sure. Uh -huh. I mean, of course I would have. Of course I would have. Finish what you're saying. Listen, my guy also has mommy milkers, so I get it. <laughs> so, as for her personality, guys, uh, those of you who haven't watched Black Clover, it's literally quick to go through her personality, kind of person she is. She is stern, but she's very kind. Uh, she takes care of young orphans, cooking and cleaning for them. She scolds them when they're misbehaving, uh, especially Asta every time he proposes to her. Uh, and Beef, who has seen this, can attest, Asta will not stop proposing to Sister Lily. It's, it's I gotta give his commitment. Asta. <laughs> 100%. He's, he's, like, obsessed with her. She's like, dude, he, she's a woman of the cloth. You, she, she'll, she'll say no for the rest of the, rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. I forget who's better, but it's the one vermilion chick. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, now, Sister Lily does have a little bit of a... I don't want to say she has a sad backstory, but she does have a strong purpose. So she was brought up in the noble realm, and she witnessed magic-based discrimination amongst the classes, and they saddened her. Um, so this is why she left the become a nun, hoping to bring equality to the Clover Kingdom. So one of the main attributes that she has is that she wants equality for everyone. Um, but she found the same discrimination in the church, uh, even when her prayers for change went unanswered. So she took it upon herself to become the caretaker of the church and work herself up so that she could make the equality itself a reality herself. She doesn't want any corruption in the church. She doesn't want any corruption within people. She wants equality for all. Um, and she's strong to boot. She, she wields uh, water-based magic, and that is her tome. Uh, and we've seen her literally rain down, as you guys would have just seen in this little bit of clips that I'm playing back here, the holy water fist upon Asta numerous times. She literally has the hand of God. She is, uh... Yeah, you don't want to get on Sister Lily's bad side. She may look like an innocent, sweet little flower. She's, um... She's not. She 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 could kick your ass and dance some. Um, and, and it's it's pretty great. She can also use creation magic, so she can shape any object from the water. She can use healing magic um, to heal other people, like so she's basically you know a saint at this point. And uh, spatial magic, which allows allows her to this is exactly what it says on the scene. She can manipulate space. She can do what the fuck she wants with it. Um, 
So the the reason I picked her was coupled with her uh, her ability to use all these type of miracles, magics. Well, I'm going to call them miracles. She's 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 a nun. You know, I'm trying to hype her up. She can use all these miracles. She can. She, she's very devout. She wants equality for all, and she's got a strong sense of purpose. And yet, yeah, she's got boobs. Um, that is the reason why I'm picking Sister Lily. Fair, fair. Uh, so I, I then you don't have to put a video for this because this is going to be a brief one. Uh, initially, my pick I wasn't allowed, uh, so uh, I blame Mike for that. It's not, not her. It's not allowed. So I'm probably not going to win because Mike doesn't like me. So I've ended up in the very short time I had to pick uh, Master Makarov from the Fairy Tale Guild. Uh, the reason I picked him simply because uh, he's able to lead uh, very well. Um, you know, he, every, he looks after everybody like they're his own children. Um, so if anybody has any issues within, um, you know, within the church, he will defend them to the hilt. Uh, and also, you know, his whole uh, premise, which is explained in, like, episode two of the anime, uh, which is it's all about follow the path that you believe in. You know, you can, uh, you can be who you want to be, do what you want to do, just live the best life that you can, be the best you that you can be. Uh, and I think that's a great religion to have, which is just about being the best you that you can be. So that's why I picked Mokarov. Uh, apparently, I'm not allowed to pick people that I picked within the past six months. That's why I couldn't pick my original staff. Uh, so finally, Beef, who did you pick? Oh, let me ask you guys a question. Uh, what these two said, it was great, but it was a bunch of bullshit. At the end of the day, what's religion all about? It's about what you want. You want the power to be able to jump over buildings? Do you want the power to be better than everyone else? Do you want to be the best version that you can be? Well, that's why you have to follow All Might, right? He is not only a leader, he's a two-faced charlatan. Think about it. He is perfect. He wants you to be the best you can be. He has tits like Sister Lily. And he can make you fucking swole. Come on, All Might, baby. Is that is that your All Might presentation? <laughs> come on, give us more, bro. Come on, come on, give us more. <laughs> Are you watching? Come on, come on, come on. Let me tell you something about let me tell you something about Mikey. Notice how he already wants more all might, right? No, no, you, you see, see, I, I, I'm not fearful of Makarov, but I, I want a good fight here. Come on. <laughs> so, I originally picked all might. I thought to myself, what character gives off the most evangelical Christian vibes, and it's all might, blonde. Up on stage has great merchandise. Yeah, Sister Lily's gonna care. She's fighting for equality. Fuck all that, all right? Because at the end of the day, All Might understands the traditional youth, all right? He understands that not all men are created equal, okay? And the best way that you can overcome it is to be the best version of yourself. Only one reason why All Might shouldn't be our religious leader. He comes at it from a perspective of, you could be your best you, here's a meal plan, eat a protein shake, have a great day, and on top of that, when he jumps, you know that when you see him, you see, what is it? What is it? People that watch My Hero Academia? A beacon, a beacon of what? Wasn't a beacon of hope? He's a beacon of hope, god damn it! That's why we need All Might. He will come for us. He will. Also, I'm gonna say it. You put All Might Sister Lily, he's gonna riz Sister Lily. So not only is he a great 
leader, he's a great lover, and also he pulls the baddest nuns. He makes them leave the claw, right? Huh? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's, that's all you that's got to all say. I'm saying. Can you can you find any flaw in anything I've just said? I I, I don't need to. Chad's doing it for me, dude. I'm not saying a word now. <laughs> I am not saying anything. Uh, I, uh, read the man to you. I guess you don't read the battle. I don't want to hear. I am here every time he comes. I'd rather Sister Lily spank me with God's holy hand. Um, Sister Lily raised the youth in response to you. Mommy Lily, if you hear uh, Lily, Aster is gonna come for you. Exactly. No, I get it. I understand what. <laughs> what I'm up against, and it's against a hot female <laughs> character. And I know that we're in the anime community, so this is a foreign concept to a lot of them. But <laughs> All Might gives us gym bros, it gives us the ability to be better, and honestly, I feel like, and this is just a personal opinion, who, the question isn't who has the best religion formed around them, it's who's the best religious leader. And that's yeah. the problem. Is Sister Lily a good religious leader? Is she charismatic? I don't think so. All Might, however, is a beacon of hope. People love him. His existence... There's already a religion around him, practically, in my hero. The, the, well, more like a cult, but yes. Oh, uh, Don't worry, we can pick cult leaders. I feel like I feel like I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, 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 this 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 one statement here is true, and I'm still I still can't get off of it. I don't want to hear. Okay. I am here every time he comes. Ejaculates. I am here. To be fair, to be fair, I understand that thought process. I am with that. I don't want to hear. I am here all the time. But you know how in the church we say amen on the church oh, i am not ending i am not ending my prayers i am here no you end it with all might i think i think your wife knows how well you end with i am here sir <laughs> um uh, and yes you are right she is actually trying to be a religious leader uh, and does have purpose you you you, you listen to me <laughs> good good that's, job for listening all... 10 out of 10 listening all right i do listen not well, but I do. <laughs> oh no, no, I was talking to Jack. No, I know you. I know you listen to me. Um, we will see who wins. Uh, Dav, good job taking yep. the L, buddy. Um, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> I, I feel if I was allowed to pick my original pick, uh, I would have stood a chance at the very least. But this one, I'm not. Go tell Chad who your original pick was. Who, who was your original pick? I don't know how either of you think that you're going to beat All Might right now. I am Team All Might, and he will use Sister <laughs> Lily if need be. My original pick for, like, you know, super charismatic religious leader was once again going to be Maximilian Pegasus, because I'm determined to get him in. I'm determined to get him into our animation somewhere. He's going to be in there if it fucking kills me. <laughs> no, I will not fuck off with Pegasus. Well, Dav can't pick him for another six months, so he's going to have to wait I can't a while. I'll pick him for another six months. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway. I'll pick him next time, uh, boys. Don't worry. <laughs> so, obviously, uh, obviously, you know, that post will go up on uh, both within the Discord and on the Twitter. Uh, so if you guys we want will. to get your vote in, you can vote on uh, one or both. Uh, you know, just to get, uh, if you want to double down on your picks, uh, you can vote for uh, both. We will, uh, we will can, post them up minus the image for now. When I'm better, I'll yeah. make the image for it. Or, um, or if you really just don't like one of our picks, you can use the Discord to vote for one, use the Twitter to vote for the other, and then just leave one of us, probably me, uh, just sat here with my thumb up my ass. So it's all good. <laughs> so that's that's it for character versus character.
Is it might, I might actually, uh, Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want Makarov to do anything other than come last. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Makarov comes yeah, in clutch so... and wins it all. <laughs> yeah, you know, somehow, and I'd be like, nah, I don't want this. Alright, so moving on to uh, arc three of the podcast. Uh, this one, I just, I, I couldn't think of a better way to put it. This one I've just put as life. So these, these are shows which are not necessarily realistic, but are based more around parts of life um, and the way that you know the world kind of is. Um, starting off with uh, one of my f- uh, favorites. Uh, in fact, it's not one of my favorites. It is my favorite anime of this season, which is Tomo-chan is a girl. And for anyone's uh, benefit, including Beef, uh, the basic premise is super the biggest tomboy you've ever seen is determined to get her childhood friend to fall in love with her. But he can't see her anything other than a boy. Um, which is uh, leads to constant just beating the shit out of each other. It's great. Uh, so this is a this is the only double episode review I have this week for myself. Uh, so episode six, uh, it was Tobo's birthday. Uh, you can, it really gives you an idea as to how her friends, are, you know, her friends are. Uh, so she gains a bar of gold from. Uh, yeah, oh my god, what the hell's her name? The the really annoying one, which is less annoying as each season goes on. Carol. Carol gets her a bar of gold because she's just fucking filthy rich. Uh, she wanted to give her a bigger bar of gold, but she couldn't carry it because it was too heavy. Um, June gives her... Carol is growing on me, I'll be honest, Star. I'm starting to like Carol. Uh, June give her, like, gives her cool guy sunglasses, and uh, Misuzu gives her books because she thinks she could do more studying. <coughs> it really gives you all of your different freshers, uh, all of your different friend types there. Uh, time for a Tomo makeover. She gets a makeover to look like a girl, and uh, nope, I do not like it. Please put her back to normal. Uh, I do not like her looking like a girl. Uh, again, we, in that episode, we get more proof that Misuzu is just digging on Tomo. Misuzu just wants Tomo, and to be honest, I'm fine with that. If that's the way the show ends up going, I'm okay with that. But I'm like Tomo for the win. Hell yeah, I'll ship that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm Team June, but I'm not going to complain if it's Misuzu either. Um, also, uh, we finally got a June monologue, which is nice. We're actually starting to see what's inside his head for a change. Uh, and once again, we prove that he is a fucking moron uh, because he doesn't recognize Tomo. Rock stood right in front of him and opens up to this complete strange girl about how he loves Tomo, but he doesn't specifically state that, and Tomo doesn't realize that's what he's saying. Um, to be honest, his monologue kind of was boobs. It, it, it kind of did happen. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's uh, he's so fucking oblivious to everything around him. It's absurd. Um, also, they had a dodgeball tournament, which uh, was pretty cool uh, because obviously Tomo gets put on the boys' team because she's just baller as fuck. Um, and yeah, we learned that June just wants to be more like Tomo, uh, as proven in the dodgeball tournament. So uh, another good episode. Uh, I was really happy we got some time with June to, to see how June sees the world and how he thinks about Tomo and stuff. Uh, it's so obvious that he's just fucking head over heels for her, but for some reason, something is holding him back. Uh, I'm not sure if it's like society or his own feelings or fear of not being here. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, then we move on to episode 7, which was basically the flashback episode. Uh, so we saw them as kids and uh, how you know how they first met each other. Uh, three minutes after meeting, meeting each other, Tomo just snaps his DS in half. Uh, I don't know how she manages to just completely snap uh, a, you know, a 
handheld gaming device. For reference, guys, it's not like snapping the screen from the base. No, she split it in half. Like, yeah, it's two halves. Yeah, it's completely separated. So even when she was like seven years old, she had just fucking unhumanly strength. You mean like long ways? Yes, long ways. Like half the top screen, no, half no, the no, bottom no. screen. Not, not long. Not. Uh, yes, yeah, she, she didn't snap so, it between the two screens. She snapped it both screens yeah. in half. Yeah. So imagine, oh. imagine how you hold a DS when you play it. It then yeah, snapped it half, and her grip hasn't changed. So it, it was pretty absurd. I don't know what anime has ended up on the stream, like um, a <laughs> fucking Digimon. Why? Yeah. Uh, also, we learned, that, we also learned that even at, like the youngest of ages, Tomo just always wants to fight. Like that's her whole thing. She just really wants to fight. Uh, and I'm yeah. for that. She's just awesome. Um, yeah, also, t- it turns out the Tomo really helped June come out of his shell, uh, being, like, a really shy gamer boy. Or Was it gamer boy or gamer kid? I can't remember exactly what she called him. Um, and he didn't really socialize much. And thanks to just Tomo just being, like, the biggest pain in his ass possible, she really taught him to be more outgoing and uh, just more confident in himself, in society, which was really nice. Um also, young Tomo, even young Tomo was super loyal to her friends. Uh, so he then gets a new DS, bought to him by his mother. Then some bullies steal the DS from him. She then goes and kicks the shit out of all, th- I think, three bullies and comes back. And is like, hey, I got you. I found this on the floor. And she's just like, she's got like a black eye and like fucking covered in cuts and bruises. She, she clearly didn't find it on the floor. She just went to fight and won because she's Tomo. Um... Uh, so then they end up on the beach. Uh, so this was so this was what was setting up why Tomo got the girly makeover. She was going to the beach. So now we're now back in the present. Tomo's got some tatas, uh, which she keeps keeps hidden for most of the time. And uh, it wasn't. That, uh, and again, more proof that June loves Tomo. She he just can't st- deal with her tatas. And uh, Misuzu is like the weirdest love guru you've ever seen, forcing the two of them to get together in the weirdest way. Um, so even though I think she does love Tomo, she clearly wants Tomo to be happy with June. So it's really nice. Uh, another great episode. Absolutely loving the shit out of this show. Uh, there's lots of build-up coming in those in those two episodes because uh, obviously now we're coming into the last part of, this, of the season. Um, so I'm really excited for what what this is building up to. Uh, another great few episodes. Definitely worth watching if you haven't started it already. And I think I think also um, another one which is right up your street beef being into like slice of life and rom-coms like this is right up your street 100% watch it beef do it easily good now what was that easily I've been wanting to watch that one it's a good one it's worth watching it's very very good 100% I think think, is it is it finished in subbed yet no I don't think so Uh, it's probably like one more episode one or two more episodes in subbed Uh, no I don't think the season's even like anywhere near close to over yet. Really? Well, I feel like we're really building up for the home stretch here. Um, I don't think so. Like we we've Tomo? like it, it follows. Fuck's sake. Twelve, but if it's a twelve, we're 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 past halfway in the in the dub. But I don't. If it's twenty-four, we're nowhere near. Once again, Mike revealing is uh, not revealing my password. password because apparently I don't even know my own password anymore. <laughs> Second time's the charm. There we go. There we go. Well, while while he's pulling that, uh, like, I don't I don't have much else to say about um, Tomo Chan this week, guys. Honestly, yeah. like when when it came, you didn't down, even write a review. Well, you've basically summed up most of it. Like, <coughs> all I really wanted to say on it was uh, Carol's best girl. 
And I, I completely agree. Like, Carol has is, is just been amazing. No, I, dude. Um, I hated her so much in the first episode. The dub and the sub are running, the dub and the sub are running parallel this season. The, the, oh, the dub this came... is the only one which is yeah. simulcast. Yeah. yeah. So it came out at the, the exact same time. Um, so yeah, they're both uh, up to date with each other. Uh, I shall return momentarily. Bear with. Uh, what, what thing am I on next? Uh, I am on... Another one's very close to getting dropped, actually. <coughs> this one's got for less. You or the community? Uh, for me. <coughs> Sorry, like not not as close to getting dropped. Uh, saving eighty thousand gold, but this one, we we start to go on an upward slump now. So like, it's starting to improve. We've seen Daryl's get some well-needed character growth. There's some good action, some comedy, etc. It is starting to save itself. If it continues on this slope, great. If it doesn't, I worry. Because, oh my god, man, it's just like beating a dead horse. Like the same plot points over and over again, doing the same things over and over again. Like, come on. Like, I, I need something. If you're going to just be a mindless action anime, tell me that from the start. If you're going to be an anime that's all about using your brain, tell me that from the start. Stop giving me these mixed messages, man. Because that, 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 that's, that's, that's what women in my past did, it, did to me, and that's why they're not in my future right now. Sorry in advance, I just smacked. Just, I'm just life. saying, okay? You're just saying, y'all have been there at some point in your life, whether it's with a man or a woman. Yeah, y'all know where I mean. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, what do you mean? I wasn't part of this. Big signals. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully it gets better. Uh, Miss Nagatora, though. Tell me, uh, Beef, have you watched. Don't tell me, Miss Nagatora. It's like the one show that I'm so close to getting started, I just haven't. Uh, it's a Rob Gob. No. It's it's I know brilliant. I know it everything is... about it, and it's like that's the thing that's like annoying because I just watched my dress up, darling. Oh my god, yes! It's one of Mike's favorites. I literally was like so into it that I was like, I need to just not watch anything else right now. I did uh, my teen romantic comedy snafu, which I really did not like. Yeah, not me. And then went immediately into um, dress up, darling was in love with it and then i just took a break for a little bit because i tried watching um uh, uzu chan wants to hang out or whatever yeah i see that one i can't wait for my dress yeah, up darling season two as well that was announced in uh, september last year actually i was really into more than married L less than lovers more than a married couple but not lovers and that is a brilliant anime one of my favorites of last season yeah, i really i didn't i didn't finish it but like, i really liked it the manga for it's really good. I hope we get another season of that one as well. And her character design is beautiful. Oh god, such such a good show. Uh, did you have you watched? Oh fuck, what's it called? Fuck. No, I will remember. I will remember. Uh, Kaguya Summer Lovers War. Which one? Kaguya Summer Lovers War. Kaguya, I have not. Oh dude, you get that on your list. It's a rom com. Has three, maybe four seasons. And uh, probably one of the best known rom coms actually. I'm surprised you haven't seen that. It's like a weird. Like, I recently got into like round. Like, I don't shouldn't say recently got into round coms. I like only watch anime with my one friend. And he's been busy with work lately. Uh, like, we like watch and binge stuff together, and we kind of started One Piece. And he has been. It's been hard. It's been hard. Yeah, I, I bet I can. I can feel it, for you. It, 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 it's been hard having to rewatch the opening stuff when you're like, I just the cool stuffs in like five hundred in like two hundred episodes. Like just. <laughs> and, uh, uh, he watched. Luffy, I'm sorry, this is just no, go on, go on. tangent. He watched Luffy versus uh, Craig. I don't, you know that fight, right? When yeah, they're getting Sanji. I, I do. And he was like, like, why is there only two punches this episode? 
<laughs> Why is everything but a reaction shot? And I said, listen, that's going to be how it is until, like, maybe post-Alabaster. You know how I feel on one face, and you know what I think. It doesn't get good until a lot, lot, lot later. But that's me, personally. Um, no, I get it. Yeah, guys, these last two episodes for Miss Nagatoro, honestly, it was mainly sporty based on episodes, surprisingly. First one was around skiing, we saw Senpai falling off, failing miserably, the girls laugh, and, but they do try to help him. And the other episode was based around judo, where Nagatoro literally kicks his ass. Both are very cute, and both are very hilarious. Um, and it's just always nice to see Nagatoro have some more depth and grow. Like, we've seen her family more. We've seen them both be a bit more shy, start to get closer to each other this season. It's been lovely. Um, and the way they always draw Ms. Nagatoro is just it's just so funny. Um, like, her facial expressions and everything. And she's, she's got, like, what I dub as as the Goomba look. So if anyone who's seen, uh, who has played any Mario game, you know what a Goomba is. It always has its tooth. She's got that tooth. Does that that one one that one sticky out of, and it doesn't just have to be the bottom tooth; it can be the top tooth as well. Before anyone asks me, saying Gumbas only have the bottom tooth sticking out. She 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 she's got it. You see it right there. Uh, it's very cute. But yeah, I uh, I love I love this anime so much. It's uh, so good. Uh, moving on after that, we have My Life. It's Inukai San's dog. Like, look, guys, I'm not gonna go into this one too much. I'm just gonna go say go watch it. My um, my, I'm gonna read to you what I put in the note here. Okay. I said, we return to our weekly scheduled bestiality rom-com, and as per usual, I am left speechless. <laughs> I, I, I I, just, I can't even, like, moving on, honor my I'm now your sister. Like, honestly, Jenny, just watch it, guys. Um, this one was a very cutesy episode, as per usual. He's, see, the thing is with this anime, right, he's becoming more functional and as a human being. But then, I don't see himself wanting to return to being a guy... <laughs> To be in a guy either. He started middle school now as well. Obviously now that he's been aged down. It's kind of... It's very strange. But it's nice to see him becoming a human again. You know, more like... More like more like a human. You know, just like a recluse. Um, yeah, I really don't know how to feel on it. But I do love the art style still. I love the pastel colours. And then... I did rush a little forward because I wanted to get to Blue Lock. We're on Blue Lock. Oh my god. Beef, have you seen Blue Lock? Do you know what Blue Lock is? I have absolutely no idea, so this sounds pretty dope. Okay, so are you into sports by any chance? Do you like any sports? I mean, um, I was a wrestler in high school, and I did, foot I did football, baseball, not in high school, but like I've done every sport that you could really imagine besides like soccer when I was a kid, but I liked watching soccer. Okay, so yeah, you, 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 would, you would like, you'd like, possibly like this. So, um, this, this is an anime based around football, or well, soccer, sorry, American. Um... And it's about making the world's best striker. They take, uh, I think, ooh, I can't remember how many now. I think it's like 200 players and tell them, look, if you enter this program, we could turn you into the world's best striker. But if you fail during this program, you will never be on the national team again, ever. Your career will be ruined. That's terrifying, but kind of awesome so it's about fostering their egos because all strikers have to be egotistical they have to you know they need to want it they need to be selfish and each striker has their own like ability so our main character's ability is the fact that he is able to have spatial awareness he's able to deduce where the ball is going to go who to pass it to he can smell a goal he can smell who to give it to 
Um, and we learn that his actual main ability is the fact that he can devour other people's abilities at the same level as him. Which, we use the word devour, that's what they use in the show. What he means by that is he's able to adapt and learn their ability in rapid time. Um, and he's also his third ability is the point-blank shot as well. Uh, the redhead girl you see here is Chigri. Now, his ability is speed, but it's not um, the initial burst of speed, like we saw another character have. His is the speed in the long run. So the longer he has to run across the pitch, the faster he will get. Um, so the, the, the TLDR is each character has their own abilities. And we we, we start to learn, like, look, it's originally going to be the only, uh, only one player is going to be victorious in this, and then I'm not sure if they're trying to build a team now as well, considering how good all these people are. We're not sure. Um, or at least the anime watchers aren't sure. I've seen the manga, but I'm not going to spoil the manga. Um, anyway, most recent episode, guys. So... Uh, not the most recent one, but the one before it. We had the uh, backstory for Barrow. Um, he loves soccer because he can crush his opponent's dreams and he finds it exhilarating. Man, what a sadist. Um, we saw his power-up in Evolution. Uh, he's fed up of losing goals during this match to his teammates. And he gained a new ability that he dubbed Twisted Path, which allowed him to use his negative energy and run with the ball and twist through every single person uh, and weave in and out through them all to get to the goal. Bear in mind this is OP considered his original ability as well, which is the fact that he could shoot uh, from a range of like, I'm not, I'm not sure the exact measure, is it 26 meters? Something like that, I'm not sure. Um, but anyways, it's a very long range, it's like over half a pitch. Um, the team has recognized their power together uh, in, in, this, in this event that their, their special powers versus the others are resonated with each other. Their power is the fact that they can devour each other's abilities and they need more people like them who can devour abilities. To TLDR what's going on right now, um, they're currently in a five-stage setup. So if you... Uh, okay, say we're on stage three. If you win stage three, which is a 3v3 football match, you can take a player from the opposite team's three and you'll become a four. You'll go into stage four and do a 4v4. The people from stage 3 who lost, who were down to 2 people, will go back down to stage 2 and they'll have to do another battle in a 2v2. If uh, the player, who, so whoever loses that then, they have a player stolen from their team and the team who wins has a 3 and that, that player is down to 1. That player is either out or is chosen as a wild card. So that's how this kind of event is working, the second selection. Um, we now have 4 players. And we're about to rematch the top team that we did at the start of the selection in the 3-3-3 where we lost um, the guy who you see here. I keep forgetting the name of who is the black and yellow hair. Which is very interesting. Very exciting to see. So now we have Isagi with his ability of spatial awareness and being able to adapt to any situation. His point blank shot. We have Baro with his uh, twisted path ability and his uh, incredible range. We have Chigiri. With his um, speed up ability and the fact that he can, he's faster than pretty much any other player in Blue Lock at the moment. And we have Nagi, who is just a complete and utter. He, he's he's a prodigy amongst prodigies. He can he can. When I say that Isagi can adapt to any situation, Nagi can do this but better. Um, and he can control the balls in ways that we can't like even imagine. It is set up to be amazing during this second core of season one, and I guarantee you this is going to get another season. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see more and uh, bring on the next episode. Take it away, Dav. Uh, <clears throat> well, finally, for the life section, we have the Az guy and his cool female colleague. Now, I'm going to be honest here. 
Mike. Yeah. Starting to feel like maybe you should give this show a chance. Uh huh. It's getting significantly better. Um, so of course, um, the main character has plot armor, uh, because there is a new um, there's a new team assignments. So they've all got new teams to go to the new areas. But of course, the four characters stay together. That's the two mains and the two side characters. They all and they all sit next to each other still. It's plot armor. Um, so then Himuru, uh, the MC, asks, plans to take out um, Futsuki uh, on a date for a meal to thank her for everything that she's done for him. Now, he does this in a very odd way. Uh, so he tries to find out what her favorite meal is. And he was like, so what is your favorite meal? Is it Chinese, Japanese, Indian? Maybe it's European, American, African. And he starts listing off all of these countries. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, just just ask what's her favorite like type of cuisine. You don't need to list like 200 plus countries. Um, he eventually tries to plan, uh, tries to work up the courage to ask her out. Uh, he gets so nervous, he just completely cocoons himself in ice. He's just stood there in the break room just as a fucking human popsicle, which is quite good, quite funny. Um, also, um, Fiotsky, um walking into the room, uh, sees him like that and goes, I don't mean to interrupt, but is there a reason you've frozen yourself in ice? Um, the comedy is really starting to land well. Um, it's really picking up, um, especially with um, Himuru, uh, the main character, male main character. He's really starting to get a personality now. Uh, you re- and you're starting to see that come out more in his interactions with Fiotsky. Um And uh, the, like I said, the comedy is hitting really well. They have a really awkward date, which is funny. Uh, it's still a little bit unsettling because she's got that photo of him as a child uh, when he melted on her home screen, uh, which is just unsettling because she tries to keep it a secret. Um, but overall, the show is definitely getting better. Um, I think if you if you fell off on the first episode because it was too bland, it's definitely picking up. Um, I'm going to give it a couple more episodes if, before I turn around and say, yes, watch it. Uh, you know in terms of you want something more with more upbeat content uh, it's going very well I'm very much enjoying it um, and I will let Mike know in about two episodes if he should go back and actually watch it interesting I'm also going to add on to this section which should have been in this section um, which I'm not sure if we already added to the end maybe or not but it should be in this section now there was one anime guys that Dove was going to review if it got dubbed we wasn't sure unfortunately it doesn't look like it is getting dubbed I did say we gave ah. it I think six episodes though <laughs> I did say we were only going to give it three but I did double that length just to be sure um, well also with everything that happened over the past yes uh, which is the angel next door spells me rotten the angel next door spells me rotten now this uh, is I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not sure that. how I'm going to review this one because I'm not going to go through all six episodes with you guys look I'm going to be straight there's a lot of content that I watch here for this one and it is brilliant I absolutely love this show. Uh, how many we got? No, we got seven. Um, I have seen these. I don't know why the fuck he's not tracking these. Um, now, how do I even start this? So we have the the nerdy kid who doesn't know how to look after himself. Plays well, less less of looking nerdy, more the fact he plays video games. And his house was this mess. And you got this girl, the popular girl who everyone loves, but she's quite shy, uh, really. But on the other side, she makes it look as if she's outgoing. They're actually next door neighbours. And one day, she knocks on his door, sees his house, and she's like, Dude, I'm coming in to clean your house. Like, you're not even fighting me on this. I'm going to clean your house for you. I'm going to look after you. She was like, Do you know how to cook? He was like, No. She was like, Okay, I'm going to bring you meals every day as well. Just starts looking after him, like, out of the blows. Like, okay, that's, that's quite cute, actually. Like, really adorable. 
And then they start spending more time together, start growing accustomed to each other, start learning more about each other. She ends up meeting his mum, and his mum is like, please marry him. Um, <laughs> she meets his friends, who are like, these two by here, who are like, the perfect couple. Um, she spends Christmas with him, um, playing video games at her request, uh, on the Switch, on the TV. Um, and I play like Mario Kart, he teaches her, and it gets all really cute and romantic. Um, they buy presents for each other, and they're like, both play like kind of like don't want to admit that I like you but I'm kind of getting feelings for you um he lets her sleep in his bed when she wasn't feeling well they both looked after each other when they both weren't feeling well um when she wasn't feeling well he was looking after her she grabbed his hands and stopped him from leaving this whole anime is just the most beautiful romance anime ever like not even com like there's there's some comedy elements but it's pure rom and it is why why can't this get dubbed man I want to watch it it's, it's so good, lovely, and heartwarming. And if you want feel-good vibes and something that make you go, I love this, I love life, then it's the perfect anime. Um, I'm worth it completely. If you want none of that, like um, stories. <laughs> he is right. Um, I just thought about something, actually, which you can add to your list of gatekeeping. Mm. People who say if you if you only watch the dub, you're not a true anime fan. I'm because, snapping in agreement. Yep. Yeah, quite honestly, mate, I'm dyslexic. I can't fucking read at the best of times. Let alone when it's going at fucking Mark Seven across my screen. Freddie, I'm yeah. sorry, but I'm gonna I'm gonna nip you in the bud there. Western don't find romance boring. You find romance boring. <laughs> maybe maybe full. Well, I was gonna say full westerns, but then I remember Beef is in here and he likes romance. So, look, yeah, look, look. It, it, it's it's personal opinion. Like there are some romance anime that I don't like, i.e. the Ice Guy is cool female colleague. I'm not, you know, it's it's. What's it for me to start with? I may give her another good downstairs to it, might, but I need I need to give it a couple more episodes. There are plenty good. of romance anime that I don't like, but it doesn't mean romance as a genre is, is boring. There's plenty of romance western shows and films that I'll watch. Um, I asked a genuine question. A uh, person who said that, do you have friends? Not <laughs> saying. I mean, it's like. The reason why I love romance anime so much, like, is literally Sorry. because it's like watching your best friend, your boy, like, <laughs> like, with the girl, and you know, there's Schadenfreude, which is like watching other people be miserable, and it makes you happy because you're. I like, love Schadenfreude. <laughs> the the the. It's, uh, it's a real thing. Dav, the irony of this is is the. The, the, the irony of this is that uh, Fred is actually mine and Dab's friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I love this. And I'm just going, yeah, no, Fred doesn't have friends. No, I didn't say that you hate it, Fred. <laughs> I, I, I was, you said Western to find it boring is why. And I say, well, no, Western to find it boring. You're saying it. So it must be you find it boring. But if you don't, then that's fair. Take it back. Um, but I, I, what, I, what I think, if we were correct your statement, it's not the Western find it boring. It's more the fact that Western people would rather... From statistics, watch a Shaolin anime or something along those lines. This is true. Romance animes are more niche. Of, I'd rather hear would... more about the magic of friendship <clears throat> bullshit than watch Boy and his bread for the first time. Yeah, and it's true. And I, 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 I don't feel... dispute that. Um, I feel like a good descriptor would be that like Western audiences don't look, go to anime for romance. They get their romance somewhere else. Exactly. So, yeah, it was just a word in description there, so I'll take back what I said. I'm sorry for it. Um, sure it's the only time I ever apologize to you, though. The only time. No, no, Beef, it's fine. He, you can say he doesn't have friends. It's all good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are a friendless person. <laughs> I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'll gaslight you into being my friend. It's okay. 
<laughs> yeah, we, we got we just just keep gaslighting Fred. It's okay. Anyway, guys, we're on okay. to our uh, three recommendations usually of the uh, series. So we got an anime highlight, which is from recent memory. Lamsey recommends, which is from all time, and the web two recommendation, which is Dav's baby. Um, before we do that, while, while Mike, while you go through the first two and yeah. put the trailers up and stuff, yeah. Uh, Beef, if you can think of any anime that you want to recommend to our viewers, uh, we'll throw that in after the Mike's done his two, because you've got a bit of time to think about it. So the first one I'm recommending this week, guys, is the Ancient Mega Spread. Now I'm going to be upfront and tell you all straight, okay? I put this anime off for so long because I will be honest, it is slow. The start of this anime is so so slow, and it takes a lot of concentration, and you've got to really be paying attention so that you don't miss anything. But Elliot, our co-host, has seen this, and he said, "Mikey, please, you need to give this a go. Give it a chance." Let it get good. Trust in it. You'll love it. And you know what? He was 100,000% correct. The first season has roughly 30 episodes in sub and dub. The second season is currently ongoing. I wish I'd watched this already so we could have been reviewing that season ongoing with this one. It's brilliant. So the Ancient Maker Sprite is about a girl who's uh, who can use magic a lot better than other magicians. Now, not everyone in this world are magicians. You have magicians, alchemists, and regular people. There's a couple of things that we'll go through with this recommendation. Firstly, it is set in the UK. Uh, you will see a lot of British references, from British bus stops to, literally, Dav, I'm not kidding you when I say the seats on the buses are designed exactly <laughs> like the stagecoach seats. Um, <laughs> All right, I'm interested. It now. is brilliant. There are dragons, and you see... You oh, see I'm in. There are all types of dragons. Uh, there are the Fae. And for those of you who don't know the Fae folk, you can call them your neighbours, you can call them the Fae folk, you can call them fairies. There's various different types. Um, there's a massive, massive kind of mythology around mainly Celtic areas as well. So, like, Wales, Ireland, and Scotland have massive history with these creatures. Um, there's, like, the Lanon Sihi, um, which uh, t I think, I believe, feed off of people's uh, memories. But if they fall in love with a human, they have to kill you. Um, there's certain fae folk who love music. Um, they have their own, own, own reality. So basically, it's all based around the fae. And the fae allow magicians to use magic. You harness the fae to use their abilities. Now, our main character was abandoned by her family. They didn't want her because she's a special type of human, which is very adaptable to magic. However, it will shorten her lifespan every time she uses magic. She will only live for a few years. Meanwhile, the guy you see with the bone face is the other main character. He bought her for 5 million gold uh, as she was being sold at an auction, and he made her an apprentice. He also proposed to her and said, I want you to be my bride one day. He doesn't understand human emotion. He is part fae, part human, um, and he was raised by another magician who we let see later on uh, who will adopt this girl as his granddaughter as he believes this skull guy to be like his son. Um, it is very slow, so please bear with it. But the story it has is immense. And I cannot lie to you. When I couldn't sleep last night because I literally can't breathe right now, I binge watched, I think, 13, 14 episodes of this. And I spent about half of that time crying. Like, I, I don't cry over shows usually. This got to me a lot. Um, they really know how to play with your heartstrings. The music for this is gorgeous. They use a lot of British, British references, like I said, with the Fae folk, the dragons, little things from like the bus stops to the towns, the shops. Um, they reference a lot of 
ancient British culture. They even refer to Britain as Albion. For anyone who doesn't know, Albion is the ancient name for the UK. They've really done their British history, so that resonated with me, let alone the fact that it was based around one of my favourite mythoses with the Fae and the Fae folk. Um, it is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And I highly recommend it to anyone because it's it's really worth the watch, and I'm kicking myself a pretty off for so long. I might give that a watch. It's got dragons and fey, and it's set in the UK. Yeah, <laughs> that rhymes. Okay. Yeah, and it's got like all oh, yeah, sorts of other things. Uh, it's got uh, a grave, grave. Of we haven't actually met anyone to call Arthur yet, but we'll see. Um, we've got gravekeepers, which are like people who can pr- who protect the dead. Um, familiars, like there's all sorts of magic. There are alchemists in it as well, who are like they don't get along well with the mages. Um, very interested. There's uh, manticores, and there's like a big bads, and there's there's all sorts of it. It's it's honestly, um, it's it's really amazing. It's very spiritual. You even get to see Oberon in it. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Oberon is the fairy king, the fae king, um, and he's very like eccentric, and it's really cool to see him. And you also see Titania, uh, who is the queen of the fae. And she's like, lovely. <laughs> you you would think so. Um, it's it's. I really admire the amount of research they put into this show because it's not only did they have to research the whole mythos of the Fey, they had to research all of the UK and the mythos of the UK and like the the history as well. And they've really done their homework, and it's beautiful as well. Let alone the fact that the animation is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, and the music is Chef's Kiss. <sighs> I love this show. Another show I love, for the Lamacy show recommends from all time, is uh, not Bleach. It's Naruto. <laughs> what can I say about Naruto? Well, what can't I say about Naruto? It was going to end up this way eventually, wasn't it? It was going to end up this way eventually. Naruto is a show that has been around with me since I was young. It was my first ever anime. Um... And it was one that spawned my love for shows altogether. Um, you know, for the first 200 episodes, you grow with this scrawny little brat who's still trying to learn his powers, who's fighting with the fact that no one wanted to ever be his friend because he had a demon fox inside of him. But he never let that go get to him. He's still committed to his dream of being the Hokage, which is the leader of the village. He wanted everyone to recognize who he was, to treat him like a human being. And props to him, he does it. He gets people to treat him like they gets people to notice him. True, at the start, it was through acting up. And later on, it's through the fact that he has actual power and he keeps saving people. He keeps doing what is right. And, you know, that that's the inspirational thing about Naruto. I think if you had to ask me what anime has inspired me the most, and I've watched a load, I will always come back and say Naruto has given me the most inspiration. Um, now, I don't want to get too deep here, but when I was growing up in school, I used to get bullied quite a lot. And Naruto was the one that was always, God, it sounds like cringe, but it was like there for me. Like, uh, it was what I'd go back to. It was it was my safe space. It was my safe zone. The words that Naruto and the other characters spoke resonated with me and made me feel kind of safe, like there was hope always. Naruto never gave up, so it meant that I, I kind of took that upon myself to never give up either. Uh, where there was a lot of situations where I could have. And let alone the fact that we reach episode uh, 201 and we start Shippuden. And, you know, he, he then ages up to a teen. 
and at that point when I started watching it, I was also a teen. Um, so it was like it was growing with me growing as well. And watching that amongst the amazing fight scenes, the amazing character development, it was it's there's nothing to fault about this show bar the fact that it has filler, like like every other big anime, it has filler. <laughs> but Naruto's filler isn't as bad as Bleach filler. I'll, I'll give it that. Naruto filler in places is either funny or does help the you know help you connect with the characters a little bit more. Um, but it it's it's a ride. It is a big ride, and you have to be prepared to buckle in. And like, even if you don't like the first few episodes of the subparts, you got like you got to keep remembering the end goal. We don't talk about Boruto. Boruto's good in its own right, but it's it's Boruto. It's not Naruto, in my opinion. Um, but I I love this show so much. So guys, if you haven't watched Naruto, if for whatever reason you be put it off, for whether it's been because you've seen hate for it, or whether because you're daunted by how long it is, or whatever. Or you, because you can't get past a certain point, just just give it another chance. Pull up, pull up a filler list if you don't like non-story related content. Um, ask friends who have seen it. Like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of stuck getting past this point. What can I do to help myself to get to get further into it? Um, or just give it a chance because it is honestly worth it. And I think personally, big thing considering Bleach is technically my favorite anime of them all, but I think it's the best out of the big three. Don't ask me how that works. That's just how it is in my head. Um, yeah, what he said, or just or just watch uh, Mike Guy versus Madara. <clears throat> Quite literally, I, I think the best way to get someone into Naruto is to show them a Naruto fight. If you show them a fight from Naruto, you'll sell them a Naruto. If not, Mike Guy versus Madara, which is definitely a massive one that I'd recommend. Uh, I recommend a student take Rock Lee versus Gara because that shit was fucking brilliant. Yeah, but don't expect Rock Lee to do anything cool ever again after that moment ever. Do you know, they shafted him so hard. Rock Lee, who deserved yeah, more. He deserved more. I mean, of course he deserved more. He was named after the greatest fighter ever. Quite literally. Yeah. My guy, he doesn't get the girl, Dav. He yeah. literally uh, gets almost told you will never be a ninja again. Recuperates. Yeah. Recuperates. Gets his ass handed to him. Gets saved by the guy who handed him his ass in his first fight. <laughs> and has never won a single fight in the series despite how strong he is. He is like one of the strongest Genin. And he is still never won a fight because they always match him up against like god tier opponents. <laughs> fucking That's ridiculous. It do Rock Lee so fucking dirty, and he was my favorite character. It's also, I think, I think that's also why Naruto's like a hard trail for me to get into, but that's unimportant. I recommend it because it's just awesome, and like, there's something so special. Like, the believe it part in the dub can be a little annoying. It can. I, I'm being for real, like, it, it just can. However, there's nothing quite like that moment when. For the first time, Naruto chooses that instead of going against the village, he goes for them. He chooses to be beloved and not hated. And, like, thematically, the story itself is so good. And people complain about the talk, talk no jutsu, but, like, the point people miss about Naruto as opposed to One Piece or Bleach is, like, it's a very philosophy-heavy show. Yeah. And, like, a lot of the fighting in Naruto is finding a way to point out the contradiction in your opponent's belief. <laughs> that's when he wins exactly you know he 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 knows not only how to because he's been through the pain of being ostracized by a whole 
village of over 100 people, if not more, he knows that no matter what your enemy is like, no matter who, what they've been through in their past, he will keep talking to them till they, till he could try and get through to them, and he will only take action as a last resort. Um, and you know, whilst Believer is annoying, the the other thing from the dub, which was um, I ne I, I, I'll, I never give up and I'll never go back on my word. That is my ninja. My that is my ninja. My ninja way. That was one of the word the phrases, whilst overused, still resonated, because. It, it, it was just inspiring to see, like, this guy's been kicked down so many times, but he just does not give up. A lot of times when people use that whole new big three thing, has the annoying, overhyped anime BS. Like, friends are my strength. I think they missed the point of the original charm of the big three with that, where it's like, only worked because Naruto chose to do that. Asta didn't choose to do that. No was still somewhat liked even though he had no magic like i like naruto was absolutely hated you can you can hate sasuke as well there's this dude supposedly you can hate sasuke all you want but this is a guy who was hated by everyone and he never gave up on that one friend ever yeah and that that is that is just like the inspirational thing about naruto like he, he just he just doesn't give up and the, that that, that moment that's, that's <clears throat> That one moment uh, in Shippuden where they all start throwing him in the end, he finally realizes this village has accepted me. I I sobbed. I sobbed for like a week. That was yeah. Yeah, it's it's guys just just oh, just watch it. It's worth it's, it. It's a beautiful show. Now, I was wondering, can I recommend a movie? Of course you can. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Those who haven't seen it, it's a nineteen ninety something movie. It's called Perfect Blue. It is a psychological thriller. It's an anime, and it is absolutely amazing. Um, you want to know how I know it's amazing? Do you guys uh, know the movie Black Swan? Uh, I know all of it. I don't know how to see it. Do you know the movie Requiem um, for a Dream? Getting heard of it, but not seeing it. Okay. David Aronofsky is the director of both those movies. He saw Perfect Blue and stripped, literally plagiarized Perfect Blue twice. Stole exact sequences. Yeah. From Satoshi Kon. It is a um, Satoshi Kon is an absolutely amazing director, and the thing you need to know about him is that he is so goaded that the most famous Western directors—not the most famous, but some of the most famous Western directors—have copied him, not once but twice. Prika, his other film, which I highly recommend, is literally Inception three years before Inception. That was brilliant. Like literally, literally, he is such a good director. This is the story of uh, Perfect Blue is the story of a girl named Mimi. Mimi was a pipe, uh, pop idol in Japan. She decided that she no longer wants to be a pop idol in a trio, and she wants to become a serious actor. This pisses a stalker fan off. And the movie is basically her dealing with like being stalked and going through this traumatic experience. It's a complete mindfuck, and I can't tell really much more than that. It's just such it's it's one of those movies that as you watch it and as you like see what's going on the first time you're like what the and then you watch it a second time and you're like what the fuck you're like what the fuck and then like you understand a little bit more and more and more and more every time you watch it like so well directed it's so well done the guy also did Tokyo Godfathers. I haven't seen it, so I can't say it. But like, Perfect Blue is such a good movie that they stripped it completely and plagiarized it. Uh, Christopher Nolan was cited in saying that, "Oh no, I I got the idea for Inception from Paprika." So like, you're inspiring 
some of like Oscar worthy movies or movies that are like really really well received, I think you are doing something right. Um, so like it, it's more of a horror. So there's like trigger warnings because it goes into stuff like um, SA and um, deals with a lot more mature content. It's a rated R film. If. But um, besides the trigger warning, if you get the opportunity to watch it, watch it. I'll definitely have a look into that one. Yeah, it sounds good. It's so amazing. Like, um, oh my goodness, there's this, like, scene in the bathtub, and, like, you have to remember the time it came out, which was the 90s. Like, she is choosing to do stuff as, like, herself, right? It's, like, it's... Sometimes people can, like, have a little bit of, like, a taboo around the word, like, feminist films, but like, it's a very feminist film in terms of, like, she herself, as a strong character, is, like, I want to do a nude scene. And, like everyone's freaking the fuck out and she's like no like i want to do that and like it's like very empowering very beautiful in that sense it's also very beautiful in the sense of like the animation the mind fuck like it it literally kind both movies feel like acid trip paprika is more of a positive acid trip uh big blue is much more of a you're going on a bad trip but it's still a really fun ride don't do acid so i don't know if that's how that works <laughs> but, but well, both very good recommendations. David? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I just wanted to point out um, what Star said uh, about the fact that, you know, uh, something as simple as, as an anime, you know, saved, um, save, you know, it could save your life, you know, and not just from, like, you know, enjoying watching the show and stuff, but also, you know, the stuff that they can talk about, the topics they can talk about, can be enough to, you know, change your outlook on life, and it's it's good to hear, you know. Do, I think that happened for a lot of people um, with that anime as well in particular. It is, it's, yeah, I've already gone through it. Like I said, it's, it's one of the reasons why it is one of the big three. It is one of the reasons why it's touched so many people. So, to then go on to my suggestion uh, for reading, uh, this month I've been suggesting Spells from Hell. It's a simple story. Uh, about a guy who lives in a world where if you use magic, you are the biggest social outcast possible. He's got perfect grades in school. He's like the valedictorian in like everything he does. And then one day he wakes up using magic. And he's got to learn how to deal with this. Uh, it's a great show. Uh, a great show. Great, it's a great story. It's fine. It has finished officially. Um... I enjoyed the shit out of it. Uh, the so it what actually ends up happening. So I'm going to go a little bit into the story now. Is this fox spirit uh, who is desperate to uh, be successful steals a I forget exactly what it's called, but some sort of charm or some sort of like ticket, something like that, which allows her to go from hell to earth. She does that, and then she ends up in the MC's bedroom that's where the portal opens up uh now obviously she's a fox spirit he doesn't want anything to do with her because she's a fox spirit she uses magic he's been raised you know by a family that is so against magic uh, and everything like that uh and she uh so he he then does everything in his power to try and get her to go home because he doesn't want anything to do with her for fortunately for us as readers unfortunately for him uh it's not that easy <laughs> he has to uh, he has to go through a lot 
to be able to try and send her home. And that's kind of the, fo- uh, the story that we follow. Uh, so it's a combination of him sort of learning about the fact that he can actually use magic, uh, and also him trying to desperately get this fox spirit out of his bedroom and out of his life forever. Uh, and <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, it is, it is absolutely uh, a love story, of course it is. Um, and he's basically got to try and get rid of her to go back to hell so he can go back to his normal life of being a super successful businessman, take over his fa- family's business, and be super successful and never be happy. Because that's the plot of these. You've got to... Happiness is important. Uh, so that's the basic plot of it. It's very good. I don't know if uh, anyone has started reading it since I last mentioned it. Uh, I think Star was the one who was reading the previous recommendation I made. Um, next week when I mention it again I'll go a little bit further into the story but it's highly worth reading uh, it's got some very endearing characters um, it's got some very heavy plot points in it as well which uh, they, they handle very um, tastefully isn't the right word but they handle it very, in a very sincere and genuine manner uh, overall it is a superb read lovely oh Moving on, guys. Uh, we don't have a review for Misfit of Demon King Academy this week. Honestly, I did not have time to catch up on everything with being ill and looking after Lauren. Uh, I say everything. So to be fair, it was one show I missed, so I'll, I'll yeah. take that as a win. Um, so this is arc four now of the podcast for this week. And the is. final uh, We have adventurers who don't believe in humanity will save the world. Dav, take it away. Uh, oh, yeah, of course, because you, um, you haven't got anything for Misfits. So... This is a very short one for me as well. So this whole episode is basically a current backstory episode, which is the um, the dragon, uh, not Dragonborn, I think they called it Dragon Kin. Um, she is like super strong, uh, which we learned out from the backstory. Or well, we already knew that, but damn, she's strong. Uh, it starts off very endearing with her backstory, and you know, people looking out for her and stuff. But then it obviously takes the turn which you are waiting for where it explains why she no longer has faith in humanity or doesn't believe in humanity uh, so you sort of follow that you understand why she distrusts everyone um, and she's she's absolutely my favourite character because her whole plot point after being uh, after losing faith in humanity is that she becomes a massive foodie and just loves to eat food uh, so I, I love her for that um, and then jumps up to the modern day uh, the pop star girl is back I still don't fully understand why this character exists like I understand why the character exists being you know uh, sort of outlet for the MC but I don't know why she's a pop star like it, it really feels out of place in this world but in a funny way um, so they have a small interaction there with the pop girl and the MC uh, then uh, the MC and Curran start to bond. Um, you know, he wanted to repay her because he blames himself for breaking her like necklace charm from the previous episode. She doesn't care because it was kind of her holding on to her past. Uh, so they have some really nice bonding. Um, you know, and it comes full circle. And it, <laughs> her flashback ends with her back in the bar where they all met. Uh, so it's a it's a very nice full circle episode. Um, in three episodes, I feel like they've done a full circle with one of the characters, explaining them uh, entirely and their entire backstory. Very nicely done. Uh, good uh, good story episode. Uh, no combat again. But obviously, don't need combat every episode. Um, just 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 positive things to say about this show, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where it's going to go. 
Well, this guy's not got much else to say about it. The, the Darth hasn't already said this week. Uh, I just very much enjoyed it as well. And Karan's backstory is kind of a kind of a rough one. Um, it, it, it's a really shitty backstory, to be fair. It is. After that, guys, we have Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon, uh, Season 4, Part 2. Um, before you read that, I have a question for um, Beef. Uh-huh. Beef. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Oh, um, yeah, there's there's a position of power involved. There's some power dynamics at play, and uh, you know, fuck all of that. Nah, it's not wrong. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Be wrong. <laughs> so, guys, with these two episodes, um, uh, sorry, can't breathe. Bellu Ryu uh, seem to be growing closer, and finally someone jumps in to save the other half of the party. You know, the one who's still on the higher floor, because we took like five episodes to even move Bell or Ryu out of the fucking floor that they're on. Talk about slow progression this season. This is this season they've definitely dropped for. Sorry, part two of season four they've definitely dropped off a little bit. Uh, doesn't mean it's not been a good season. Uh, Zeos though finally jumps in to save them. We had some great action as per usual, but I got like I just said, the storytelling this season has been slow. We had some great backstory with um, Ryu. We finally got to see some more of like her her past, her history, how, how her party died, etc. Uh, she kind of like gives Bella a wake up call. She's like, "Look, these people are dead in front of us. We'll take their equipment because we need to survive, and they'd want us to to survive." Whilst the blacksmith just made a fucking awesome weapon in the middle of a dungeon that was just brilliant to see but yeah great episode i just need more just just come on pick it i've been saying this the last two weeks i feel like i'm beating a dead drum here pick up the pace the show needs to pick it up pick up a penguin after that guys we have uh the legend of heroes trails of cold steel northern war i say this every time guys if you haven't played the game play the motherfucking games the trail series is brilliant what i will say is that if you haven't played the games, brutal honesty, don't watch this. You will not get it. It will fly straight over your head. You've missed too much. You won't understand it. This is for fans of the game series, um, as Nothing opposed to new people coming in. You, you, like, I get it, it's a new character, but you wouldn't get any of the references to the other characters. You kind of need to know the history with the Northern Jaegers, which you only learned from the games. It does go over back some, over some of it somewhat, but, you know, they can't cover, like, nine games worth of content. In, in an anime, it's, it's not possible. Um, what it does do is it helps fill in the gap between Trails of Cold Steel 2 and 3 where the time skip happens. Now, this has been an absolutely fantastic episode because we got to see a lot of cameos from characters from the games. And we learn a bit more about the Epic Yiga War that happened in the North back when Sara, who is Reed's instructor, uh, was a Northern Jaeger. Uh, and we learn about the plot that killed her adoptive father. Uh, and we learn actually that she is technically, technically, the adoptive auntie to our main character here. <coughs> because her adoptive father is our main character's grandfather. Uh, which was really interesting to see. Uh, we took we, we learned that one of her our main character's party actually took a part in the raising of Kaled, which is you those of you who played the game would know, it was like one of the major plot points. You know, we had to go in, try and save Kaled and realise, oh shit, it's already been burned to the ground. Uh, very very sad sequence. Uh, but although it was great, you know, we got to see some great action, we got to see the Scarecrow come back, we got to see Milliam, we got to see uh, Orion, we got to see Reed, we got to see Sarah. Sadly, Milliam and Reed don't have the same voice actor for English dubs as they do in the game. This is just because of budget, and the anime doesn't have as big a budget as the game. Uh, 
kind of sad, but hopefully the voice doesn't sound too different, but I am watching it subbed anyway. But all in all, it's been a great adaptation so far. I hope we see the, some, uh, some of these characters that have been anime only in future games. That would be nice. Um, but yeah, great so far. I think, I think it's a sign of a good show when something that's adapted from a video game is good. Is historic things adapted from video games are not good. It's just a shame that people... It's, it's not really inclusive to those of who haven't played any of the games, but it, I also kind of get it. This game series, for anyone who doesn't know, it kind of goes like an anime. So the game series as a whole is like one big story, a story that never ends um, throughout these games so far. However, they have their own arcs. So the first arc is Trails of the Sky. So you have Trails of the Sky first chapter... Trails of the Sky second chapter, and Trails of the Sky the third. That is arc one, and that is set, set, it's all set on the same continent, but this is set in the country of Liberal, uh, which is the southwestern side of the uh, continent. The second arc is the Crossbell arc, which takes takes place in the Crossbell state. Uh, It's an independent country, it's very small, it broke up from other countries. Uh, That's Trails from Azure and Trails from uh, uh, no, I can't remember it. Trails from Azure, Trails from someone else. Um, uh, it's a two-game uh, arc based around uh, another set of characters, and uh, that happens in Crossbell. Then we have a four-game arc, which is called Trails of Cold Steel, um, which takes place in one of the biggest countries on the continent called Erebonia, and um, you go through that character story. And the best thing about the Cold Steel series, it brings back characters from the first two arcs. So you finally see all the characters together in like this future game that uh, aged up because the first two arcs are kind of like Final Fantasy old school kind of graphics. This one's kind of like new Final Fantasy kind of graphics, kind of, you know, 3D. Um, then we have the latest series which has just come out, uh, which is only in Japan at the moment, but it's coming across. Uh, due to localization being slow with NIS America, um, which takes place place in the second biggest country on the continent called Calvad. So this game series has a massive mythos, a massive timeline, uh, one big story, um, one big bad team called Ouroboros, uh, and is slowly unraveling and telling us this massive story in arcs with different sets of characters that I imagine eventually with the penultimate game will probably come together and tell us and they'll all, you know, we'll see all those games finally produce a masterpiece. And this is why I love this series uh, as a whole and why I love the anime because the world building is just something else. It's uh, it's brilliantly done. Absolutely. <sighs> finally. Finally. The thing left to do after... Uh, a really long podcast. <laughs> well, actually, we don't have a review for it, but I'm going to put two pence into it. We don't have a review for Sugar Apple Fairy Tale this week, guys, because both me and Dad forgot to watch it. Just, just, just as simple as that. Oops. But we haven't cut it out, uh, but we are going to rip dive a little bit for this, because last week you forgot to watch it as well. And uh, No, sorry, week before last you forgot to watch it as well. So rib, 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 rib. There you go. I'll, I'll be honest. After the first episode, it was it, like it wasn't bad, but it, it's kind of a little bit forgettable. So like I've kind of forgotten to watch it. But I do intend on continuing to watch it. <coughs> You'll get a mega a mega multi episode review from me. Uh, I'll remind him next time, guys. I messaged him the day before, so he makes sure to watch it. Um, uh, yes, guys. So we're gonna we're gonna f- uh, wrap up then with the news, <coughs> which do, do, unfortunately do, do, do. Link, we are going to now lose um, 
Beef's face because I needed the Discord. <laughs> How could you lose Come such on. a beautiful How could we lose okay. such a beautiful fish? No. You've been watching me for the last uh, umpteen hours. Uh, oh my god, almost five hours. I'm so sorry, Beef. It wasn't meant to be this long. Yeah, that's kind of like looked at it. I was like, oh man, it's almost been five hours. That's what I'm saying. I am so I'm sorry. <laughs> I did. Don't even be sorry. Like, I'm chilling. I'm having a good time. So, guys. It'll be a long work day. Oh, let's uh, let's hit the news, uh, and I'm gonna go into a couple of these. I don't usually use YouTube style, but we're gonna go into a couple of them. Uh, first piece of news is from Webtoon Ooh. for uh, Major Demon Queen. Oh, I'm excited! Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. I wouldn't be excited, my friend. Um, Kalalos posted. Well, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna change the window capture for this one. We're gonna we're gonna capture the Discord for this one. Not be can, even, not be can for it. Don't even joke about that, Fred. I couldn't deal with it if so, it has been. So, Kalalos posted uh, Valtem's image using the character from his hit web to uh, from their hit web to sorry, Major Demon Queen, uh, which was which was here. Uh, I can't I can't full screen, but you can kind of see Such it. Such a good web too. Uh, which was very nice. Sadly, confirmed there are no new chapters coming soon. They are still working on them. They have gone ill, so it is going to be a, quite a long time for what we're gathering. From what I've seen on these on their various various social medias, um, it's not going to be any new chapters for. A while, uh, a long while, which is uh, box. Not so much box, just more like they they this hiatus. Way, hiatus. They're trying to finish up. This is like the last arc that we're on now, and they want to finish it up perfectly. I'll be honest. Um, I because I've been following this show for a while, um, or that webtoon for a while, and uh, <coughs> I've been keeping up to date uh, with the updates about their health. Um, I'd be honest. I would rather wait. Um, and hope that their health, you know, it, it, they can do what they can with their health um, before they finish it. So, I, to be honest, I'm really glad that that news came out, um, you know, because it means that they're doing not too bad. So I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's nice to see. You know, I I hope that uh, they, they're going to be doing okay, and I hope that they are well. Um, but unfortunately, that them them be them be the guns right now. That that's be what happened. Moving along, guys, uh, we have got some Boruto anime news. So, the Boruto anime... Now, what do you guys think this with a pinch of salt? Because I haven't seen this officially confirmed anyway yet. But it says the, the Boruto anime will be going on hiatus soon. Now, as you can see, it's rumoured to have a break hiatus due to tight schedule and a break from the, the animators. Uh, the other thing is that TV Tokyo's contract and distribution of Boruto is also ending this year as per leaks. Uh, One Piece is also going to have a small break as well on the 26th of Feb till March 16th. This is strange. Boruto is one of their best-selling um, manga and anime at the moment, surprisingly, considering how much it gets shit on. Um, and we <laughs> and whilst a lot of Boruto, and I mean like 70% of Boruto is filler, or anime only as they now call it, they don't even call it filler anymore, it's now anime, anime canon, that's the word I'm looking for, anime canon content, um, they, they are just about to enter into the code arc, uh, which is like an actual canon arc. So it'd make no sense. Plus, we've just adapted the Sasuke and stuff. So, hiatus I'm fine with, but those of you spread around fake rumours saying, oh, um, it's not hiatus, you know, it's finally going to get cancelled, blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. It's clearly not. There is no evidence alluding to this. It's one of Shonen Jump and Viz Media's bestsellers. It won't happen. Moving on, we have Eden Zero. For those of you who don't know, this was these uh, the next anime slash manga that the creator of Fairy Tale worked on. 
We have confirmation of season two with an anime trailer and is scheduled for April 1st, nonetheless, which is not that far away. Are you, well, to be fair, are you sure about this now? I am 100% sure. Okay. Why? Well, it's April 1st. Ah, oh, funny. Funny. Well, no, no, I'm not trying to be funny. It, it might be a troll. <laughs> well, whilst this true is from a very credible source, and we do, this is an official confirmation as well. Um... Yeah, but, but they could troll us and say, "Oh yeah, we're gonna actually release it on a different day or whatever." I... The company control us. <laughs> I'm um, all for it, to be honest. <laughs> but either zero guys for those who I see a lot of hate for this anime because people love fairy tale fans love fairy tale so much that they just want to give either oh. zero a chance. I hate I that. Love fairy tale. I hate that they won't give her a chance because fairy tale is their golden boy. This is good. It is good. It's a good anime. Is it as good as fairy tale? No, no, it's not. But it's still good. It has a lot of references, and if you're a fairy tale fan, you'll love the references. They're very similar-looking characters with, who are even named similarly. Um, uh, and it's, it's oh, I just love the show. It's really good. Give it a go. <coughs> as, as you know, Mike, um, I am a huge fairy tale fan. Yep. Uh, I have yet to watch this show, not because I, like, I have no intention of giving it a chance. Uh, it's simply I have so much shit that I need to watch that I have yet to see it. You're not uh, the kind I'm of person heard... I'm talking about, though. No. no, but what I'm saying is I've only heard positive things from the people I've, who I've seen it, I've spoken to. Well, that's um, that's that's good, then, because honestly, you would be surprised yeah. how much hate this gets, then. It, it really is borrowed on levels of hate. It's it's not a good look. If only you did add not as good, but it's been honest, friend. It's not as good as Fairy Tale, but that's because it hasn't got anywhere near as much content as Fairy Tale had, either. But also, to be fair, to, I mean, more like as a devil's advocate, that, that whole idea is subjective yeah i mean yeah sure in my in my opinion it's not as good yeah if, if i compare the star of either zero to the star of fairy tale then oh it's not as good but it could very well shape up to be just as good we don't know uh we've already seen uh i've already seen episode one of uh volume nine of, of ruby guys but this is what the poster looked like give it a little gander it's very some very beautiful out there as i mentioned earlier guys i'm very excited to see where they're going with this new setting i'm, uh, I'm excited um, uh, actually, actually, uh, just in case the stream is open, um, Beef, do not look at the stream right now. I am not. Good. Uh, after that, we have, uh, I already went on it earlier, guys, but we have uh, got a little announcement of February 22nd for the Endless of Shadow. Uh, I don't know why I posted that twice. Um, you just really like it. Some sad news. Uh, it's a leak, but solo leveling TV leak uh, anime has been postponed. Um, not shelved, just just leaked that it's, it's postponed. Uh, sad because I'm really looking forward to this. Hopefully, it'll, it's they're just taking more time to work on it. Is what I'm hoping for. I will keep an eye out and inform you when I have an official confirmation. Noragami manga is ending with the next volume. Brilliant manga. Shame the anime only got a couple of seasons. I hope they bring it back. Red to girlfriend TV anime will continue with season three this July. Let's go! Hell. Wow, yes. I, was, I was about to say, I'm excited for that. I guess I wasn't that excited. <laughs> That's why I'm a reaction channel, boys. <laughs> uh, but I've, I've, I'm just, I'm just going to say, I just wish we could cut out like a third of that picture, please. Just just from Ruka to the left. I'm, I'm happy. Fuck Ruka. So I'm not going to go into it. Um, but yeah, there's, from what I've heard, there is a lot, and I assume that's going to happen in season three. Um that's going to be, like, that's going to need, like, trigger warnings galore. Yeah, 100%. Um, you will need trigger warnings. Don't go into this with a faint of heart. I can tell you this, guys. I'm not going to go into it, but I'll tell you this for a fact. I was talking to Dav the other day, 
and I said, look, this is why I like Mami more than I like Ruka. And he was like, no, no, you you, you can't like Mami more than Ruka. And after I explained it to him, he was like, ah, I understand now. Fuck. Yeah, it, it was a... Uh, yeah, like, yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's good. If, if that stuff comes out in the next season, it's going to be heavy, so like a pre-warning to it. But from what I have seen from the past two seasons, they it's not like as bad as other shows have handled this sort of content. Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on after that, we have uh, Record of Ragnarok Season 2 Part 1, which was Episodes 1 to 10, Ooh. which was scheduled for January 26th. Brilliant. I binged them all. Great. Um, I highly recommend, guys, you actually go watch that, because there's an epic fight uh, that they've done between two, uh, two ancient people they brought back, and it was Hercules versus Jack the Ripper. And that was amazing to watch. I loved that, that. That seems like such a one-sided fight. I look forward to seeing how that plays out. Oh, it, it was brilliant. And then season one, part two, uh, weirdly enough, is only five episodes long, half the size of part one. Uh, we're scheduled for later in 2023. Uh, great show, guys. I'm actually really enjoying Record of Ragnarok. Yeah, I started watching it, but I never, I never like got into it. Into it, but it's it's a good show. After that, guys, uh, with confirmation, uh, an unexpected confirmation returned uh, of one of my favourite anime, which is In Another World with My Smartphone. Uh, season 2 is going to begin on April 3rd. Brilliant show. I love it. And uh, just a little bit of extra Norigami news here. Uh, the, it's going to be the 27th volume that is ending, uh, and the Kodansha USA will be publishing the manga in English. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, Brad, you know. Uh, I don't know if you have looked at the chat, but uh, I feel like you're going to get on with uh, what Star said very well. You know, I don't want to get into it too much because we've been into that topic a lot today, but basically for anyone who's reading the chat, that's, that's why I hate Ruka. Um, it's yeah. all well and good like when Lam memes at me saying, oh, Mikey loves Ruka and whatnot, but like, there's a limit to what I take with that because she is genuinely the worst character in that show um, yeah. for the vile acts she commits. Um, whether beknownst to her or not that she realises she is doing them they are still inexcusable uh, and yeah Mammy's a dick I could take that Mammy's completely a dick and twisted and horrible and she takes dick as we know um, <laughs> but she at least has never done something as disgusting as what Ruka has done um, and that I will, I'll take as a one-up. And you know what? You know what? Just, just, just a little, little something else here. I'm sorry, it's a guilty pleasure, but I think of the four girls, Mami has the best character design. I love the way she looks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest here. I think we can all agree that you know we're all team Cheezer. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I I want a Mami redemption rock. I don't want Ruka redemption rock. She burned in a dumpster fire. Sorry, what? Oh God! It's been a while. Who's the redhead in that picture? I always forget her name. She's 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 the shy one. Oh, I love her! I love her so much. She's adorable. She is like I'd happily be with, uh, happily see either of these two. I want a redemption arc <laughs> for mommy. I want a redemption arc for mommy because I feel like she can be redeemed. I just want her to die and burn in a fire. Maybe yeah. suffer a little first. But yeah, guys, that's last set. Uh, that's four hours, fifty eight minutes, and forty seconds worth of me talking whilst I have COVID. You're welcome. Well, all of us talking, to be fair. Yeah. So <clears throat> that uh, yeah, that will wrap it up. Uh, thanks, uh, thank you so much to uh, Beef for joining us. Um, this this yeah, this, <laughs> it's not 
it, to be honest, uh, like this time last year, we were looking at like two hour long podcasts. Now we're looking at like five hours. <laughs> but no, honestly. Suggestion, but I don't know if you guys would be down to do it. You go on, I'm, I'm listening. Yeah. I think what would be kind of fun would be um, adding one more anime, but like for the group to watch as a uh, retro uh, callback. Like you're watching like all this stuff and like the new season, new series, and like all this. But like, when was the last time you did watch something like Ghost Stories or Sailor Moon or Astro Boy? Or Interesting. Even like Cowboy Bebop. So we can kind of run with that, Mike, because uh, me and Mike actually just started to rewatch Fairy Tale. Um, so like, we could rewatch something that we've seen a long time ago and just enjoy it. Interesting. I like that. I like that idea. Very, yeah. very good show, Beef. Yeah. I this was is just thinking, like I was, like I was listening to all, and I'm like, yeah, these are all great. They're all new, and you're giving your honest opinion. You're revealing <laughs> it as best you can. But like, I'm... don't worry, don't worry, Star. We're gonna get there. <laughs> it's like, cause I was thinking, I'm like, damn, you know, what show would be like nice to review or like do something mm-hmm. on. It's like all the reviews for, um, not like Dragon Ball Z, but like I'm trying to think of like a really good one. Um, like I love Torador, right? But yeah. Torador came out in 2009. Most every single thing I see about Torador in a review sense is, yeah, I could watch video essays that came out a couple of months ago. But like, you know what I mean? When was like, when's the last time I actually saw like a legitimate review of an older show, like New Time Watchers? I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at what you're saying. Um, no, no. You have perfectly, perfectly valid points. But I'm just having so much fun reading Twitch chat right now with Star just being hilarious um so i need to point this out um oh yeah uh i don't know if that's lamb or if that's that's uh, lamb Mike. that's lamb you say <laughs> prince of tennis it's not hey. me mate <laughs> yeah that's why i brought it up hey um lamb very quick question what do you think about prince of tennis fucking love to- prince of tennis but that's a different there you go. that's fine that now you're about to get hired so it's fine um uh so i'll ask you now not to put you on the spot uh but chat is very much in uh, agreement. Uh, do you want to come back, Beef? Yeah, of course, anytime. Because chat wants more of you. <laughs> uh, I really appreciate that. That's that's really nice, and I couldn't be you know more humbled by it. I I don't really know. I always say like I kind of not fell into it, but like you never know what decisions get you where you're gonna go. And honestly, like um, this is the one thing I love more than anything else. Like I wasn't gonna do a reaction. Uh, I was going to do a reaction channel and do um, not, I, weekly video essays on, like, content, as mm-hmm. I was telling you guys about. So, like, be watching the newest seasons and then review them. So, like, I don't know, like, just kind of cool how it got here, and I've been working my way up to it. Um, I've been trying to write a Ruby Season 2 video essay, but let me tell you, it's, it's a little bit difficult because it's a lot about how I hate Ironwoods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd love to do it. Thank you guys so much. Like, I, I really couldn't... Yeah. I mean, because we've obviously spoken to you for the past couple of days. Um, yeah. Like, you, you've really sort of fitted in. So, like, I'd be happy to have you back. I'm, I don't know how... I don't want to speak for Mikey, but I'm sure he'd be fine. And, you speak um, of me, bro? You, you, are you assuming my thoughts? What the, what the, what the fuck is this shit? Is, is this discrimination? No, 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 I'm, not... <laughs> I'm no, fucking no, joshing you, not... bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know what your thoughts are. Lawrence boobs, Lawrence boobs, Lawrence boobs. Um, Heard they're nice. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're not a mind reader. I was thinking about Akino's boobs. Fuck you. Well, those are also well, nice. 
Well, they're the same person. Like, it, I mean, depends, I mean, it depends on whether or not Lauren's wearing the costume. Look, chat. What, what, what's this? Nice to, to to give the guy, you know, everything. Just don't, don't overwhelm him. We will speak to Beef in in our own time. We'll, we'll yeah, figure we'll, out a way a lot, to a to, to bring him on um, as a writer, as a, as a back as but, a host or whatever. Whatever he wants to do, we will let you know as and when we have worked <laughs> something out. Yeah, um, but I can I can say from Lambda there. Because I wanted to ask him a question. Yeah, Lambda's coming. Lambda's here. Here. Um, can we ask um, him what his thoughts are on Horio? We don't actually know the guy's name from the Prince of Tennis, but he's uh, <laughs> Horio because he's annoying and he's the know-it-all that constantly keeps talking to Ryoma. Hate him. Okay. Uh, uh, while, while I was coming through, uh, I uh, okay, yeah, he'll join in the Discord after the stream anyway, so it's fine. Um, yeah, I I'm uh, I really enjoyed having you on. Uh, I'd be happy to have you back without account, without a doubt chat wants you back uh so anytime you want to come back you're more than welcome to and uh we also uh, as we've vaguely discussed um with the sort of changes and the rebrand that's coming uh there's more shows more content um to be honest from conversations i've had with beef uh if he is up for like hanging out with us more he'll be in a lot of content i'm pretty sure um but we'll see what the future holds and uh hopefully everything uh, everyone will get what they want, and everyone will have a good time. And I'm still pissed about that, Mike. Get that off the screen. Well, the fact that you're a co-host, you're my, you're my yeah. underling. I'm the only co-host. Get it's, it. It's get okay. It's it. okay. You're my underling. It's, it's okay. It's okay, man. Look, look, look. This is my baby, and you and you've come in as as, a, as an adoptive parent. You 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 are adoptive parent. You are the adoptive parent. I'm not responsible enough to be a parent. What's wrong with you? This this is true. This is true. I'm I'm the brain. So he's he's just. I don't know. I don't even know what he is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank, thank you for everyone Rev, for watching. No, um, Rev, no, <laughs> shut up. Thanks, thanks to the people as well who who joined. Um, you know, from um, Beef's side of things, uh, being Master Chief, being the only one who spoke in chat. But if you don't speak in chat, thank you anyway. I feel you're packed, just just sitting in and listening. That's part of what makes this. That's part of why we do this. So. <sighs> Just again, yeah, guys, make sure you check out thelambasyshow.com. Keep up to date with all our latest news, our latest episodes, etc. Uh, if you are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Radio Public, Stitcher, Pandora, Audible, Podcast Addict, Castro, or Google Podcasts, then don't forget to check out the VOD on uh, the Twitch for all the uncut content. Uh, for if you if you mm. want to see us in all of our glory, then uh, there we go. Um, you want me, you want me to refresh the page, Lamb? Okay. Um, and of course, uh, oh no, what's he done to me? And of course, um, you know, for everyone as well, <laughs> uh, You're Beef, funny. where can they find you guys? Um, right now, best place is uh, Beef Reacts. I'm working on trying to do the social media thing, but like, I'm just not yes. about, you know what I mean? Like, just youtube.com slash Beef Reacts, I think is my vanity or something. If not, um, see me around Discord or other things like that. I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out next week. All right, Lam, I'm I'm putting my I'm putting my resignation on your desk, mate. You can do all the research and watching all the anime episodes now if you want, because because <laughs> Dav won't be able to do that. You know that, right? He won't be able to do all that work. He he, he watches dub. No, yeah, no, that's not, no. Fair, um, <laughs> I do the work here, you bitch. <laughs> real, real quick, chat. Want to know before one last thing before we go. Um, uh, Beef, what is your stance on Bounce? Banks? Bounce. Who? Bounce, you know, the best the best arc from Bleach. What's your stance on that? Oh, dude. Oh, don't even get me started. Ichigo, uh, orange-haired one, and uh, I, f <laughs> I love it. It's, it's the greatest arc of all anime. The only thing that can outdo that is possibly fucking the filler arcs of Naruto. 
That Dav is now on there as Lamancy's son. Wow, you're not even a host anymore, mate. You're just his sprog. You just fuck it. I'll take you that. are the fruit of his loins. I'm okay with Lamb being my daddy. Wow. But yeah. Um, before before this turns into like a six-hour podcast, um, take care, everyone. Uh, you know, be good to yourselves, and uh, we will catch you all next time. We will indeed, guys. You all take care and uh, stay safe. Wee.